Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. Love this guy I just right don't here. like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. Just another day. It is just another day on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Anytime last parade and fly racing coming at you. We were off last week, but got lots to talk about this week. Red Bull straight rhythm just wrapping up. Cool event, cool idea, well executed, nice to sit at home and watch it on TV and the coverage that that gave. Lots to talk about tonight here on the show. James Stewart's going to be on. Sweet Jesus, James Stewart will be on tonight. JS7 is back, and he's back in a big way, winning Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Looking forward to having him on. Davey Coombs is coming on. The 2016 Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championship Series is out. Schedule. So we talked to Davey. You want to get Davey to talk about that? The Seven Deuce Deuce will be on. Talk about the Red Bull straight with him. He got eliminated in the first round, but we still love him. Kenny Watson should be on, too. K-Dub. The original K-Dub will be on later on tonight to talk straight with him and who knows what else. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Wonder, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, and uh, a couple new guys are with us tonight. Uh, Nitro Circus, NitroCircus.com, check them out at uh, coming to a city near you. We're trying to help Bilko on tonight, but he got sick, so hopefully next week. Freestyle MX Master Bilko. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5, brand new tire, out now. And Ride Engineering on board with us tonight. That's right. And uh, we got lots to talk about. We got the BTOSports.com tweet at Gabbett Gibbs. We have the X Brand Goggle Tear Offs. We have the NFAB question of the day. And the Race Tech Suspension emails. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot going on. Uh, Monster Energy Cup coming up this weekend, and uh, looking forward to uh, that and much more. Thanks for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. With me in studio, Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com, and Durocross expert, the Chris <laughs> Kiefer. Hello, Steven, and What's hello, up? Pulp fans. What's up, Keith? Uh, you know, just cruising up to the 702 to see you. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Always always a good time to have you in here. Always. Uh, can't get enough of you driving up here and uh, appearing on this janky little radio show. Yeah, it's a great time. I love being here. Um, how'd the EnduroCross go in, uh, in Denver? Uh, better than others. <laughs> better than others. Didn't crash in the water this time. Had several crashes, well, but just it, not in the water. It wouldn't be. I mean, look, the leaders crash. Right. You know, it, it wouldn't be enduro cross if you didn't go down. But the key thing is, I had a good time. Yeah. A lot of pulp fans in Denver area. Oh, I can imagine. Guys. And uh, I, I qualified well. I was fast, but uh-huh. I was pretty much an a hole on the track in the main <laughs> event. So that was about it. How did you end up doing vet and uh, vet and vet and open amateur? Okay, open amateur, which is like the one beneath the pros. Right? Yeah, amateurs and expert can ride the yeah. same. Okay. Um, so I, I qualified fastest, you know, in the in the vet, and then the top three in the amateur. Yeah. Main event was leading the vet race, got trapped underneath a, a rider, happens, crashed, yeah. 
Amateur main, got a crappy start, worked my way up, crashed again. So <laughs> results on paper don't show how good I rode, but I did better than what, other times. What'd you ride? Uh, Husky uh, FE 250. Okay, with a headlight. Headlight, kickstand, the whole deal. There was your problem having a headlight. It's oh, just there was your problem. hopping on the bike first time, just getting it done. How does that uh, come together for you? Dirt Rider put that together, or how does that work? Yeah, Dennison puts it together, and uh, of course it's in Colorado, which I love, so I was like, heck yeah, I'll go. So you, you, what's going to do, what's com- coming of this first story? Like, what do you, did you test the bike? Yeah, just did a project okay. story on the bike that the guy built. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Denny from uh, the area built it okay. from Full Factory Off-Road, which is a good dude. Yeah. And uh, I also did a little story up on DirtRider.com about the event. Mm-hmm. Talked a little bit about the riders okay. and uh, the event. So, yeah, I did a couple things. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, you, um, what about the uh, 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 the magazine? How's everything going at DirtRider.com, DirtRider Magazine? What's going on with that? DirtRider's doing good. Um, you, um, We just wrapped up the 450 shootout, and that magazine is getting pushed off this week. So that's going out the door. And now we're starting our 250F shootout, which starts next week. When does JT get screwed over? When does that happen? JT doesn't get screwed over, okay. unlike DV. Okay. He gets two pages. We did a whole interview with JT, which will be in the February-March issue. Okay. And two pages. You'll see JT's beautiful George Michael beard. It's 5 <laughs> o'clock shadow going on. Fantastic. Um, and uh, there's a couple of good shots of him riding. It oh, just nice. talks about his life and riding and what he's doing now. So it's cool. 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Uh, give us a call. Talk about anything you want, anything on your mind. Monster Energy Cup this weekend. Of course, Red Bull Straight Rhythm. You watch that, Kiefer. we got yep. James on coming up. And, uh, hey, if you're going to Amazon, uh, click on the Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. It just takes you to Amazon, make your purchase, and uh, we get a small chunk of that so we can afford to uh, pay Chris Kiefer to keep coming up here and pay for his in and out when he leaves with uh, him and his beautiful wife, Heather, who is a Broncos fan and beat the Raiders yesterday by the narrowest skin of their teeth. But that's okay because in two years, the Raiders will be much better and Peyton Manning will be done, and so I'm looking forward to that day. <sighs> Regardless. Da, da, da. Um, and also, too, uh, pick up the Pulpmex app. You can listen live on the app. You can listen live on uh, the TuneIn device, which is free. The app has uh, some bonus podcasts and some uh, sound drops and things like that. So check that out on the iTunes store. Taking your calls, producing the show, holding it down over there, uh, letting us know what's up. The Devin Gibbs. Killing it. What's good? Hey, Gibbs, I forgot to ask you, that Moser guy, did you get those questions? For I our, did get those okay, questions. Okay, all right, fantastic. Yeah, you almost screwed up in the beginning. You said tweet at Gabbett Gibbs. Yeah, I know. That I was know. close. Huh? I was hey, close. Buddy. I thought tweet at tits, too. Yeah, I was no, like, you, whoa. That's like, we, me, that's like no. me saying, listen to the DM Pulp Show. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we we were off last week, so I guess I'm rusty bringing it back. That's all right. Um, I'll let you knock it off. But uh, Monster Energy Cup this weekend, and of course, Straight Rhythm coming up, and uh, Chris Kiefer in studio. So, uh, Dave Prater is going to come by, the director of Super. Cross is in town nice. for the Monster Energy Cup. Every single year I invite him here. Every single year he, he bows out, makes an excuse, got a dinner, doesn't want to come on. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, Kiefer, he's coming. Well, he knew this I was year, here. He's here. I was here. He's like, yeah, Kiefer's there. Dude. Why not? Yeah, so Dave Prater will be in uh, sometime after 8 o'clock to talk about the Monster Energy Cup and uh, go from there. I'm looking forward to having Dave in studio. Good guy. Yeah, he's uh, a nice Great guy. guy uh, running the Supercross uh program you know hands on the the kind of the boss on site each and every uh saturday night so we'll get, talk to dave a little bit about monster cup and everything else i'm looking forward to having him in studio uh Kiefer, uh michelin starcross five they are on board with us and we couldn't be more pumped to have these guys on board with us michelin obviously they've been around for a long time everything
everything, everything, uh, everybody knows what they do for tires, but they've got brand new tire out. The Starcross 5 pushes the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels, no matter the conditions or terrain. Four versions, hard, medium, soft, sand, completely redesigned casing, more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, uh, easier mounting, uh, pliable bead for easier mounting, 15% uh, on the sand tire, 10% for the other versions. All sizes, all um, all different terrains and everything else, uh, 20, 21 sizes in all. MichelinMotorcycle.com, Michelin Starcross, five tires can be bought at your local dealer. We're going to give away a set tonight. The reason why That's it cool. works out great to have these guys on board is because, Kiefer, Michelin used you right. for testing this tire. Yeah. So. Uh, what do you think? Actually, to be straight, honest, like I used some of their old Michelin stuff, and I wasn't that impressed. Um but with this new tire, they helped me, you know, they said, hey, can you help do some testing? Yeah. And I went out, and I was, you know, open-minded. But once I tried it, I was like, holy shit, like. Yeah, whatever you think of them, old Michelin tires, right. the MS, the MH, everything Just else. Just throw it out the door. Throw it out the window. Because this new soft and medium tire that I rode, the Starcross, is, is really good, you know. Just the, the carcass itself, how soft it is over, like, square edge and bumps, it's pretty amazing. It gives you a lot of comfort. Mm -hmm. But yet still holds the sidewall to corner so it doesn't roll on you. Yeah. And uh, you can always tell a tire that's good when you can run 13 PSI, you know, a la Vulliman. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it, and it hooks up really good. It still feels good, yeah. yeah so. um, no, it's awesome. So, you, I mean, obviously with Kiefer Inc. and everything going on with you, you know tires. You test tires. You work for right. numerous companies. So, uh, and obviously, look, hey, look, they're paid to come on the show. And so, but at the same time, you know, you're being honest. And, and this is a brand new Michelin tire and the thing works. Uh, yeah, like amazing. I would just tell the guys out there, like, there was only usually like Dunlop and Bridgestone for me when I'd go ride moto, but now there's another option yeah. that's actually really good. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Visit them uh, for more information. And uh, like I said, they've got a brand new tire, whatever you think about Michelin tires in the past. These ones are brand new, and we're giving away a set. So uh, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe Derek. Derek, you there? Derek. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, you want a set of Michelin tires? I would love a set of Michelin tires. What kind of bike do you have? Uh, I have a lot. Okay. I have DBRs, I have Pro Circuits, I have FNFs, I have Dorma. <laughs> okay. What? Not pipes, motorcycles. What kind of bikes? Oh, motorcycles? Yeah. Uh, two CR125s, right. CR250. All right, good enough. Uh, you got bikes, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll give you a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires just for uh, awesome. calling in. So what's your question? What's going on tonight? Okay, so the, FI, the FIM races are over, mm -hmm. and... The bikes are so much quieter than ours, and if you uh, if if you go to the races, I was at the last round, and Dungey's bike is so quiet compared to everybody else's, and he's winning. Um, so I, I'm just wondering why we're not pushing this. The, because it makes it more comfortable for everybody else watching. The sound level is actually the same now. Yeah, Derek, it's the same between FIM and AMA. It really is. I know they do. Wow. Is the testing different, though? I don't know. Yeah, the testing could be different. I know the AMA guys. <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to have a super clear background. You know, not nobody, right. nothing within a hundred yards behind the testing area. I don't think they follow it's not that. Not Canadian mm -hmm. testing. No, I don't. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> CMRC. But the rules are the rules, Derek, are actually the same decibels, the same dB level, if you can believe it. Yeah. Okay. Now, Akropovich, Akropovich is okay. who makes the exhaust on Dungey's bike. Nice, Steve. What? You said it correctly. Oh yeah, 
Nice. Uh, and they're really good. They're uh, they're a tremendously uh, great exhaust, and um, you know, so maybe they are, and they, they work closely with teams in Europe. They're from uh, Slovenia, and so you know, okay. maybe maybe their Dungies is a true quote unquote decibel reading with his Akrapovic. So yeah, when you when I've tested a lot of mufflers, those were always one of the quieter ones of all the group. Yeah, and the teams at random never have a problem meeting sound. Right. Whereas a lot of the American guys, the manufacturers, they do have issues here and there meeting sound. Performance-wise, so. it, it it never was really the top for me testing them, but they're always were the the quietest. You know what I always thought? Some people said though, have you ever noticed the end of a Kropovich end cap faces in? Yeah. It doesn't go straight back. Right. It goes in. Yeah. And a lot of times people think that the AMA guys are just holding the meter straight. Ah. Uh, do you know what I mean? They're yeah, yeah, it straight yeah. back from the cap. Uh huh. But the cap is actually twisted off-center off oh, on a Krapovich. Right. And people Never always wonder if that. that was something to do with why a Krapovich is tested so well. Yeah, I mean, it just put so ear. Quieter. They're quieter yeah. than the ear. Yeah, no, you, they are. No, you're right. So there you go, Derek. Uh, stay on hold, though, man. Um, Devin will get your information. You win a set of Michelin Star Cross 5s. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Uh, lines are full tonight. Uh, Gump, what's going on, man? Gump. Hey, what's up, Gump? No, you're Gump. No, I, I said it's Gump. I didn't know if they were asking me. Hey, what's up, Keith? It's Gump. What's up, buddy? I don't know if you remember I called you about Eddie Deans that one day. Yeah, yeah, man. Cool, man. I like when you're on, man. Good co-host. Thanks. Hey, uh, Mathis, I know you got Stuart on tonight, but uh, the most important news, what happened to Meathead, man? Meathead. Oh, poor Meathead. He <sighs> ate shit up in Canada, man. and uh, he uh, broke his femur and I guess dislocated his hip or something. Fudge. I texted with him a little bit. He seems like he's okay, but uh, bad crash for Bobby Canari. Yeah, he's so, up in Canada still, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's, uh, that's hey, New York's hey, finest. Hey, Steve, uh, I'll throw it on the table, man. I know I've emailed you a couple times. I'm going to be in Vegas. My wife's long riding buddy. We're coming out. Yeah. We'll put $500 no. on the table for Canary. If you let us come in studio. Dude, I, I, I would love to. I got a full, full house. I told you that. Any other weekend, uh, I would have taken your offer up for a Bassett Rescue uh, donation. Um, come again. Come out to Vegas anytime, and we can make it happen for a donation to the Bassett Rescue. But, dude, the Monster Cup, I literally have, like, six or seven people in here. Like, I don't even, I, I don't I, even I, have I, enough headphones for people to listen if I were to invite you and your buddy in. And I, I apologize I know, for that. But, but, you know, Vegas is, you know, we scrounge for this. It probably won't happen again. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. Bro, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'd love to. Because I'd love to take well, the 500 bucks and give it to Meathead or, or the Bassett right. Rescue. Yeah, so. make it. Try to go, you know, plan it next time, dude, and come up. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Uh, thanks, we'll Gump. You. you know, you, you got to try. All right. No problem. I get it. Uh, Raining yellow. Hey, man. Uh, He's back. I'm to call later when Stu's on. He's back. He came back. He's back. And uh, I'm excited uh, that he's on the show. Yeah, um, I, uh, I'd been texting him, and he hadn't gotten back to me, and I didn't know what his deal was. And then he wrote back and said, hey, I apologize for not uh, not getting back to you. So, class and, guy, Stu. And he's going to be on at 8, right? Yeah. Okay, you know I got to be calling then. Yeah, do you have any uh, reason to call now besides to tell us that you're going to yeah, call actually, them? Is this a pre-call? Yeah. No, well, <laughs> no, I just got to say, though, that ride, though, you could tell at some point, like, Dungy, Roxon had the, had some of that rhythms down better than he did, but that was that was a pure put my balls on the crossbar. Dude, he had the... the uh, threw that dragon's back. He had the dragon back, and he had the whoops, man. He was jumping that dragon back, and he came into his runs... 
I think two out of three runs, he was behind Dunge coming into that dragon back thing, and then just see you later. He like missed the dragon back. He jumped yeah, from he the just, bottom. Just jumped from the bottom. Yeah, went right over it. And then the whoops, obviously, stew in the whoops. Yeah, stick. Just grabbing gears. Partridge was fast in the whoops though too. Yeah, Partridge is always fast in the whoops. There's no doubt. So yeah. So. Yeah, I, there's the pre-call. I don't want to waste too much time because uh, I'll okay. call later. Thanks, I can't guys. wait to talk to you later. Pre, right. The pre-call the pre is always the better. Uh, <laughs> Mitch, what's going on? You got a neck brace question? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my question was, uh, why have so many professional riders stopped wearing neck braces altogether, and why did it happen so suddenly? Um, I don't know how many guys have stopped. Definitely there's been some guys. Brayton took it off. Uh I'll tell you from a rider, I can um, tell you. Some other guys have taken it off. Uh, other guys have put it on, though. Um, you know, it's uh, a good question. Uh, Brayton told me that he never tried an uh, an Atlas, which is uh, one of the ones that is less restricting than the other ones. But Brayton told me when he was wearing the other brand, he literally could not seat bounce this triple out of a turn at the Honda track. Someone told him to take the neck brace off, and he took it off, and he seat bounced and cleared it. Now, you can call bullshit or whatever. That's Brayton's like I was doing the exact same thing. It was it was it was stopping him from going down into the weight into the bike. Well, what it know. is, you can't flip your head and look far enough out to see to try to where you're going to land. Like that's why a lot of off-road guys don't wear certain ones because when they're getting ready to go up a hill or a mountain, you can't look far enough ahead of you because you're you're kind of locked in, so to speak. And for riders. Right. Like it's it's sad to say, but movement and free you know of the body is more important than safety, honestly, because they'll take that risk where hey, I can ride how I want to ride versus dressing for the crash. You know they always say dress for the crash, not the ride. Well, top pros, most of them dress for the ride, not the crash. So um, right. try an Atlas though if you if you are out there and wondering about it. I'm obviously they're on our show, but they're uh, super slim, super lightweight. They're tucked in close. Uh, a lot of guys wear them. Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, Martin Davalos, they wear an Atlas, and I, I, those guys say it's no problem compared to the other ones. So if you're going to try a neck brace, try the Atlas out there. All right, thanks, guys. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, I've heard some good things about the Atlas brace um, over the years about being less restrictive than the other ones. So give that a shot, everybody. Yeah, no, they they are. They're lower down on your shoulders. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Um, hey, so Red Bull straight rhythm. Uh, let's get right into the NFAB question of the day. Let's do that first because I want to talk to you about this event. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com, we saw Thomas from NFAB stoke out the JGR Yamaha bikes for the Motocross the Nations, and of course they also helped the uh, Randy Hawkins Yamaha off-road team with Jessica Patterson and others. N-Fab.com, Hilton, Texas, USA, truck, Jeep, SUV parts, uh, step systems, light mounting solutions, bumpers, and more. Take your ride to the next level, N-Fab.com. Great guys, i got a set of steps on my original line, and uh, I love them. Couldn't be any happier. Guy down the street has a set of steps on his uh, Tundra, and I'm always like feeling like when I see him outside, I'm like, hey, bud, I know the guy who owns that company. Nice. Anyways, I don't. Okay, so question of the day, Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Chris Kiefer. Mm. One event a year? Yeah. Or do they expand this thing? Mm. Do they expand it to do a little series? Maybe Ala Enduro Cross? Maybe... You know, pump it up a little more, have a little more series. I know they paid well. We'll get Antonap on the phone, but I believe if you got eliminated in the first round, you made the show, you got a thousand bucks, which is pretty good for guys like that. Right. For especially break it down per second, right? Um, but uh, what do you think? Um, well, two things. One, I think it would be good for the riders because they'd be able to make money, like you said. Two, I don't know if a series is going to attract the quality of riders that we saw this weekend. 
because of other things going on. What if you had them in the offseason and the Red Bull guys had to go? I mean, what, I mean, you know? that's what I'm saying, though. How yeah. many guys are actually going to want to do the off? Is there offseason anymore when you do that? Yeah. yeah guys no, going to no, want to no, rest? No, Look yeah. at the, the, you know, the designations. Like, Dungey didn't go because he wants to chill. Mm-hmm. So how much do you do it? Like, I think it's cool to have a one-off deal. It's kind of special. It makes right. For me to go to all of those, to have them around, it, I don't think it warrants a series. I think it's cool to have it one time a year, and that's it. That's it? Okay. All right. I'd like to see more of them. I'd like to see a little series. Yeah. You know, three, four race series. I don't know. Keep track of points or something. Right. I don't, know. I don't, I don't know how the attendance was there. I, I, it looked like it was all right. It didn't look like it was packed. Right. And I don't really know. Obviously, for Red Bull, this is a vanity move. I mean, they're not making money on this race. They're paying out a lot. You know, they're renting this place. They're building the track. I doubt they're relying on spectator. This is strictly promotion vanity move for Red Bull. Yeah. So, that- you know, do they want to do more promotional vanity moves than what they already do? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely cool. Like I'm I'm interested to watch it. It makes me you know want to go and watch it. But uh, mm-hmm. on the same token too, like it does get a little bit monotonous after about an hour or two. You're like, okay, doesn't really start really ex- heating up and getting excited to yeah. the semifinals. You yeah, know? I wanted to see more races go to the third round. We only saw one, right? Dunge, Dungeon and Stu, Stu and Dunge? didn't Roxon and Stu go third round too? Did they go third round? I don't know. I didn't watch uh, that no, part no. of it. No, I thought Stu won, Stu won two in a row. Oh, okay. Um, so, no, they didn't go to the third round. I heard Roxon crossed the chalk line. Yeah, that's why he backed out. He said he crossed the chalk line. Okay. So he backed out right away. Um, but uh, I thought it was int- it was exciting to watch it. Yeah, I no, mean, it's cool. Just to see those guys do different things. It's 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 a great event. It, it's like an enduro cross. Like, it's just something different. Yeah, absolutely. If, and if you're a fan of two wheels, you want anything, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get to Thomas. Thomas, what's up? You got a point about the Atlas you want to make? Yeah, um, Kiefer, which uh, which uh, brands of neck braces have you tried? Have you tried the Atlas or just the Liette? Or well, I've ES tried the Liette, an Alpine Star, and an Atlas. Those are the three that I've tried. You tried the Air Atlas or the older one? Uh, no, the new one that just came out, I guess. I don't know okay. the name of it, sorry. Yeah, th- yeah, it's the Air. It's the latter one. Yeah. Oh, I race off-road. Right. And... When you brought up the off-road thing, I agreed with you. I um, I used to wear a carbon Liat one, right. and when you would look up, you couldn't see anything. Yeah. So I took it off, right? And um, I ordered the Atlas through uh, Pulpa Mex, and then um, I could see very well when you look up. Right. And my biggest uh, my biggest noticement was in the whoops uh, on a motocross track. Um, in the whoops with the Liet, it really pushes your head down mm-hmm. when you get back over the rear fender. And then the Atlas, it uh, you could feel it back there on the back of your helmet, but it definitely doesn't uh, lock you in, like you said. Well, what I noticed about the Atlas too, just from going from the Liat, Liat was like you said, my least favorite as far as like movement and and being mm-hmm. you know free feeling. Um, the Atlas is like I don't have to even strap it down; I just kind of set it on my shoulders. And the mm-hmm. other ones I had to, like, strap or wear the little chest piece or something like that just to keep it down. But for me, like the Atlas, I just left it free, you know, hanging. If I was going to wear one, that's what I would probably I do. I think the guys that I know that I've seen them, they don't, put, they don't strap up on the Atlas. They just yeah. run it. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I noticed, yeah. too. I just, you know, I've, raw dog it. I've done that both ways. Uh, on the motocross track, every once in a while, I won't wear a chest protector, and I just throw it on. But when I wear in the desert, I've got the Atlas chest protector that it's strapped into. Yeah, that chest protector thing works pretty cool. Their whole little deal. Yeah. yeah. That's the new slogan. Yeah. Atlas, no need to strap up. <laughs> yeah. Atlas, raw dog. Atlas, raw dog, neck brace. Uh, 
<laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, Thomas. Thanks for your call. Appreciate no problem, it. Steve. Thank you, man. Right. Uh, obviously, look, Atlas is on the show. They're they're a paid advertiser, but uh, they're I think they're the best ones out there from talking to different riders. So check them out, atlasbrace.com. Um, lots more to go on. Uh, we got uh, Davy Coombs coming up here. Uh, uh, MX Sports, Davy Coombs, and uh, Dave Prater coming in. James Stewart. Love Seven Deuce people. Deuce and Kenny Watson. Important people on the show. Very, Watson doesn't important. get much more important than Watson. Right. He's at the he's at the top level. Top so, tier. Top tier. Uh, F you, dude. Looking forward to uh, maybe Pookie might even come on later. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Ride Engineering, rideengineering.com. Adrian down there is uh, on the show. Uh, triple clamps, uh, calipers, brake lines, uh, all sorts of things coming out of Ride Engineering. And uh, Kiefer, uh, quickly, uh, you, you know this guy well. You've tested some things for him. And, yeah. Uh, good company, good products. Yeah, Adrian's a good guy. Like, he helps and. He he gets the bikes, he develops them, you know, and he gets to know what they need. And uh, what's cool about Adrian is like, there's nothing pigeon held. Like if he feels like he needs a, you know, a 23.5 offset, he'll make those. You know, there's you know, people think oh, 0.5 or one millimeter is not gonna make a huge difference, but it does. Um, so they offer cool, you know, you know, stuff like that as far as 22, 23.5s and. He tries to really mimic the same rigidity feeling as a stock clamp, mm-hmm. which for me is important because you need to work on that area as far as rigidity. You can get a, you know, hey, my, my Honda has a 20 offset clamp. I need to put a 22 on to get a little more stability. Well, you can do that and actually go backwards just because the rigidity balances off when the clamp. So he really tries to get the OEM balance and... Uh, yeah, he, he works hard to get those things correct. Check him out. Uh, pulp, uh, Pulpamex-10 gets you uh, 10% off ride-engineering.com. Uh, check him out. We'll talk more about them later. Hoping to have Adrian on the show at some point to uh, detail uh, the clamps and uh, and calipers that he has for different models. And also, too, Hot Cams, the leader in design and development of high-performance camshafts. Hot Cams is a proud sponsor of our show now. 30% off discount. Use Hot Cams 2015 discount code, hotcamsinc.com. Uh, type it out uh, when you use the discount code, um, Hot Cams. 2015 hot cams unleash the power within many of the top teams and riders are using hot cams to uh, get the extra power that they need and hot cams is pleased and proud to bring our next guest on the show uh racer x magazine racer x online a company that uh, i've worked for for a number of years now mx sports as well um he's uh, announced the 2016 lucas oil ama pro motocross series schedule and we're happy to have him on the show davy coombs what's going on man uh, there's not going to be a test on the offset clamp setting. <laughs> no, no, I, no, there won't be. That's kind of over my. That's like over my head. <laughs> I still ride a. I still ride an 82XR200. Yeah, no. Well, we're hoping maybe to get Timmy Coombs to test them for us uh, on a CR500 and see how that goes. <laughs> um, hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Now, well, thanks. I appreciate it. Glad to be on. Here's the first question. So. A few years back when Southwick went away, I took a spaghetti sauce jar to Southwick, Davey, and I scooped up some sand. And it's sitting here for years and years. Watson laughs at me, calls me an idiot. I have a spaghetti jar of sand from Southwick. I'm, it's back. Southwick is back. Do I need to pour this back in? Do I need to return if, the sand to its home? If you want to come to the race in August, or rather July next year, Please bring the sand back. We want it to be as rough as humanly possible. Okay. We're trying to talk John. We're trying to talk John down in the rocking again. But he said it's not as sandy as it used to be. It's okay. Like you're just missing that that one mason jar of sand. <laughs> I'll bring it then. Uh, hey, that's awesome news. I'm sure, 
I'm sure Pookie would like to get rid of it from the house. Oh, too, believe so. me. Yeah, she thought it was a dumb idea, just like Watson. <laughs> um, but, hey, that's awesome news, man. Southwick is back, and also, too, uh, back at the original direction, which I've always felt was a little better. Keith Johnson, John Dowd, working with uh, Mike Grondahl there. And uh, talk about the bringing Southwick back and uh, what you thought when they called you, what, what, you know, what you thought about bringing it back. Well, it was, uh, first of all, I'm totally excited to be going back there. Uh, it was one of my favorite tracks, too. But mm-hmm. uh, when the, the landscape changed up there over the course of a, a long period of time, uh, things just weren't the same as they, they used to be. And a big part of it was just the, the effects of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original uh, you know, American Legion 338 guys who, who started as part of what was called the Jimmy Fund, a lot of those guys had, had, had gotten older or passed on completely. And what started, you know, as a, as a really cool benevolent club back in the seventies had, had kind of whittled down to a really tough challenge because, uh, you know, as, as things grew around the track and land was bought and, and legionnaires came and went and local officials came and went, mm-hmm. uh, it just became a, a really tough, um, place to, to make a make a go of it and when um ralph and diane who were uh running the facility for basically the last 10 years when they didn't get their uh lease renewed uh it, it appeared the track was going to go away and yeah as a matter of fact it did for about a year um and uh you know we moved on right uh never shut the door completely though i learned that lesson it, it uh Glenn Helen, (laughs) don't go nuclear. You know, the the alternative is piling up sand out there in the desert and trying to make a big hill. And you know what? That's just not ever a really good idea. Right. Um, And, you know, but, but, you know, in the case of Glenn Helen, we were lucky enough to, you know, always have respect for the facility and and they had respect for the series. And we had Tom White to sort of get in the middle there and and sort of, you know, bring Mm -hmm. both sides together. And and, uh, I, I think, both Glenn Allen and MX Sports and all the fans and, and racers in the series would be, you know, forever grateful for that, for uh, getting it back to uh, natural, natural Southern California home. Um, but in the case of Southwick, that person didn't really exist until Mike Grundle decided to, you know, do something for the, the community. You know, he, he was, has been a very successful businessman, uh, as a love of motocross going back to his own youth. And um, when he decided to pick up the lease with the Legion, it was really kind of a a, a big gamble because mm-hmm. he didn't really know what to do with it. And then into that void stepped uh, the guy who I think is most responsible uh, for for the sweat equity, uh, the laps spun on that track. Uh, he, he, he told us last week that his first race was there, and he was six years old, and that's, that's Keith Johnson. Wow, yeah. And um, he, he went in there. He, he knew the land. He knew the community. He had a, as much a love of the, the sand as you do in that jar on your desk. <laughs> and um, he, uh, he went to work and, and with Grundle, uh, helping support it, and, and people like John Dowd and, and uh, just the whole NESC uh, old-school gang up there coming yeah. out and supporting it. Um, he was able to, to get it revived and, you know, as, 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 you know, 
on another front, something starts to turn and, you know, uh, we decide to, 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 you know, I made a cold call to Keith. You know, and oh, you did? Said, okay. Hey. Yeah, I was going to ask you who reached yeah. out to who. Okay, so you called Keith and well, just said, hey, what's going on? <laughs> it, 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 started out, it had started out awkwardly a while back in that when Mike got it, I think he assumed that the national came with it. Uh, and that was not the case. <laughs> right. uh, no, but I mean, he, he was just trying to, he was just trying to help. And when, when that became apparent that there was really a, a lot of work that needed to be done up there and a lot of, uh, other variables, um, he didn't give up. You mm-hmm. know, he got Keith and, and they went to work and, and, and got it turned around. I mean, quite literally, as you said, yeah. turned around yeah. and, and, in the right direction. And and this is no disrespect to, to anyone who's involved with it in the past or whatever. It had just gotten really worn down over the years because, it, you know, you just didn't know from, from you know, one mm-hmm. month to the next what was going to happen. I mean, it's kind of like a, the same scenario. You, you hear about this track out west or that track in, you know, Florida or wherever that just, you know, the, 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 the days are either numbered or they're infinite. Right. But, you know, Someone has to put their money on the line and say, you know, okay, I'm going to put the, the time and effort into, you know, fixing this. And when Mike did that and then, you know, put Keith to work and, uh, you know, it started to turn around. And then Keith and I talked and we invited them. Actually, I, it was, uh, I went through Jeff Myshack. Um, uh, Jeff uh, from, you know, he's part of the Geico team. Yeah. Uh, he was a long time, you know, kind of, you know, great guy to to bounce ideas off of and stuff and and we were one of the early nationals and i said hey you know you think mike would ever be interested in ramping that idea up again mm-hmm. this is actually bud's creek okay we're having this conversation and uh he he kind of got in the middle there and, and keith and i had already spoken obviously keith had done loretta lens and sure and everything and um and uh mike came to unadilla and by that point we knew that the writing was kind of on the proverbial wall for Miller Motorsports Park mm-hmm. because uh, the Miller family decided that you know they no longer wanted to underwrite it, and uh, it has since gone you know like a lot of these things you know sometimes they they end badly and that uh, you know lawsuits start flying and you know this this group is mad and that company's mad. And mm-hmm. I mean, this is like way above motocross. I said, this is yeah, like yeah. Chinese car, Chinese <laughs> auto racing industry in the state of Utah and town of Tuella and all that. I don't know what's going to happen out there, but, um, we, you know, had our three year deal and it was over and it was just the perfect opportunity right. to, to have that return to, I guess, I guess you'd call it authenticity and uh, we we decided to do it, and and you know we we talked a lot of things through with with Mike and with Keith, and uh, had them uh, you know uh, Keith is in fact coming to Las Vegas here uh, tomorrow okay. uh, for an NP, NPG meeting. Uh, it would be his first time on the other side right. of the proverbial starting gate. Sure, yeah, and uh, you know just to meet and talk about strategies and meet the NBC folks and right. the other promoters who all he knows all of them. He's yeah, of course, right. Polite. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, it'll, it'll be cool. It'll be fun. It's uh, yeah, and, and it's great that it's going back the other direction. I know I talked to Dowdy about it a few times, and he always said, "Man, 
it doesn't flow as good, you know, in the with the right hand uh, first turn or with the left hand first turn. It doesn't flow as good. He uh, thought it was better the other way, and I like to see it turned around. And like I read that interview with Keith, and he talked about you know moving it ten feet here, five feet there to try to get some new sand, get some new dirt, or you know, I, I think it's a good idea. I think the the changes will be great. Besides well, just bringing the track back. Yeah. Well. Well. First of all, it's it's hard to argue with. Keith Johnson and John Dowd when it comes to <laughs> that five or five or ten feet that this corner should be yeah. or, or just exactly how deep should we let the Buckley berm get or which direction should the first turn go. We're going to defer to those guys. You know, it's, as many times as like Nick McCabe and John Ayers and myself have been there, right. um, you, you sometimes let the experts be the experts. I think that's why Glenn Helen has been fantastic the last few years. Uh, Jody does a really, really good job with Carl Scanlon, and, and he lets Glenn Helen be Glenn Helen, and we let it be Glenn Helen. And yeah, I, I thought Glenn Helen for the national was really a lot different than Glenn Helen for the the GP, and I think that was in part because of the weather, the time of the year, and mm-hmm. and, and just the different. You know, you know as well as anyone how a, a one day format with 160 riders shapes up as compared to a two day format with. 50 riders. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a much different deal. Have you ever been to South uh, Kiefer? Oh, yeah. sorry, David. Yeah, one time. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got to go. It's like a Fenway Park experience. Like, you're driving in. You're like, is this really it? You drive by you're, a You're making something huge, you're right? You're in a town. Yeah. You're like, is this the track? It, it, yeah, it is. So, yeah. um, it's a really cool race for anybody to go to. It's a lot like Fenway Park. It's just kind of how motocross was. And it, it's it's the way motocross still is to, <laughs> to some degree. Yeah. Um, and, and, and let me explain one thing. The reason the track changed directions is because there was a time, right, when everyone was switching to 450s and 250Fs where you would come out of that first turn and get going down that hill and Carmichael would hit that tunnel jump <laughs> wide open, sideways, and uh, not a lot of other people could do that. And, and that's why he would be winning by like a lap. Yeah. Uh, and, and we decided that if we couldn't, if we couldn't slow that down, that, that, that tunnel jump it, it, before you got to the second turn effectively, yeah. that maybe we should try the other direction. And uh, I thought it worked okay. Yeah. Uh, the other direction, but uh, if it's going to return, let's just put it right back where it was and, Trying to figure out a way to slow it down a little bit. Yeah, exactly. 702-586-PULP. you got a question for uh, Davey Coombs for RacerX Online. And uh, Hot Cams brought to you by HotCamsInc.com. Hot Cams Unleashed the Power Within. And uh, you got a question, Kiefer? Yeah, I just got a question for Davey about magazines. You know, everybody's saying... Are you going to say Dirt Riders better? No, 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 no. I just want to talk about print. (laughs) Print versus digital. Like, you know, I'm sure you hear it all the time. Print's going downhill. The future is digital. Obviously, RacerX is huge in the digital world for motorcycles. Um... But how do you feel personally about a print magazine versus reading something, you know, digitally online? Man, Chris, I'll be at the airport uh, early Wednesday morning standing in front of the newsstand just picking up a whole bag of magazines. I, I'm still a guy who likes to go into the, the local convenience store or Barnes & Noble or whatever, and I, I'm, my wife accuses me of being a, a magazine junkie. <laughs> uh, there are some of us still out there. Right. But, but but that said, I think that you know you need to draw a balance between what you uh, sell, you know, for that six dollars on the newsstand and what you give away uh, at any given minute online. And and um, you know, 
I think that we've been lucky in that we've kind of not had a big company or anything to tell us what to do. And early on, rather than sort of, you know, throw out the life preservers and try to save the print magazine, we went all in online. And in doing so, I think it saved the print magazine as as compared to sort of beating our heads up against the uh, digital wall. We decided to just sort of jump over it and then see what was over there. And it's it's worked out really well for us. But as you know, now there's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. I mean, who knows what is next? And that's why I have a 13-year-old and an 8-year-old that have iPads. I'm like, Vance, Sloan, tell Daddy what's next. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't do the digital stuff. I don't do them in anything. All my sports magazines, moto magazines, I can't do digital. Just, I can't get into I, it. I, I, I'm, I'm with you there. I don't, yeah. I don't have a single digital subscription other than uh, Racer X, and yeah. I do that just to know what the user experience is like. But right. you know, I'm 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 a rider born, you know, with you know when XR75s were in vogue, right. uh, and and I'm not the core consumer of 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 media, but I am you know part of that group that still likes magazines and will always like magazines. And I think there'll always be a a place for magazines, at least for in my lifetime. Right. Uh, well, hey, Davey, by the way, good job by us at Racer X Online getting McGrath on the cover before the Dirt Rider guys did. That's so, false. So, <laughs> we had it at first. You know, no, you we know, did. We no came out first. I, 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 Steve, I, I, don't, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but I, after we hit send on ours, I literally saw theirs on the newsstand. Oh. I think they beat us. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn it. I thought... <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I, I was in the office on Thursday, and I saw Cudby posted a photo of oh, the oh. new cover. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, okay, damn it. I, it's thought... a, I go, it's it's McGrath, the same gear. That, he's doing a knack-knack. I ran into the office. I'm like, Dennison, did you see this? He's like, it's like, yeah, it happens sometimes. I'm like, oh, all right, yeah. that's cool. Right. <laughs> and you know what? It, exactly. If, if, if you're going to put anyone on the cover twice, you know, the, the same guy, yeah. two different magazines. I think it's Jeremy McGrath right now. Right. I mean, he's... he's um, He's uh, he's our guy. He's uh, your guy. He's he's our sports guy. I wrote a uh, cover me for for the McGrath issue coming out that's out now, and I just wrote about look at McGrath is on the cover. He's forty years old. He's still on covers of magazines. Yeah. Like how, what? What else do you need to say about the guy? How many right? guys that have been out of the, out of the sport retired yeah. that long Dude, are still nobody, relevant? Nobody. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and when he was down here at High Point with the, for the Kawasaki thing, when you saw him, Chris, he was he was. I mean, he he had not written High Point since nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Second when he, lap around. Second lap around, he launched the triple like it was nothing. And, and then he starts showing each editor how to do it. Right. I, of course, didn't need any help because yeah. I was on a lawnmower. Right. Uh, <laughs> hey, we got uh, Tyson on the line about a question for you. Tyson, uh, thanks for calling the show. What's your question for uh, Davey Coombs? Well, first off, DC, thanks for all you've done with uh, the motocross series. It's really been that uh, great to see the transformation since, what, like around 2008. So great job with that. Thank you. So you're you're There's definitely a, one of the best historians when it comes to lo- looking at old races and whatnot, and kind of talking about Southwick with that coming back, which is pretty much our only sand track. Being from Central Illinois, we don't have a lot to hang our head on when it comes to professional motocross. But in 1977, there was a national held at Keysburg, Illinois, and I was curious if one you remember that or. Have any memories that you would like to share? If you have anything I, I, on that, I actually do. I, I I do remember that. I I was not at the race, but my dad was having 
the first high point national that year. And I remember because Bob Hanna had to ride the 125 class and he was pissed off about it, even though he had only won his first title the year before, but he <laughs> was already, you know, going after, you know, Marty Smith and Tony D and those guys. But Yamaha made him defend the number one plate and he had a really bad, uneven season. It started with a breakdown, I think, in, uh, at Hangtown. So they go to that race in Keatsburg and Brock Glover, who, you know, really was, you know, a phenomenal motocross rider and Jimmy Weinert, who was kind of over the hill at the time and Danny Laporte, who was a really underrated, uh, sand rider. They all went at it. And if I remember correctly, I think Hannah stomped him. And, uh, I remember the jammer telling me that that was the roughest motocross track he'd ever ridden. I remember uh, Brock said as much, and then whenever we did the story in the magazine, Jimmy Weiner actually sent me the number 10 Kawasaki jersey and the actual leather Kawasaki pants <laughs> that he wore in the race that day. And uh, I, I think I have about 30 photos uh, from Jim Giannassis, uh from that day. It, wow. it was, uh, it was. I think it's called the roughest race you've never seen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we actually so, always heard about Bob Hanna saying that, but it's really cool to hear you say that. So, was it right just on. was cool. it just one year and done? One one national and done? It, 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 it might have been. Yeah. Uh, you know, back then there 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 are races at places like Allentown and Zor, and uh, there was a place. There was a race in Esophagen, I think it's called <laughs> es- or Eskahagen, Rhode Island, at a track called uh, Pine Top. And it was funny, that was one of the things that brought Grundle and I together in bench racing. I sent him this video that I found of a 500 National there in 1978. He was like, oh, my God, I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. um, Yeah, uh, shoot Steve an email, and I'll see if I can get some scans of those photos for you and and hook you up with uh, the old Keysburg stuff. There you go, Tyson. Thanks, Thanks, man. Right on, thanks, guys. Isn't, Thank you. isn't Grundle alias guy? Yeah, part okay. of, yeah, owner of alias. Okay. So, uh, Davey, also too, the new schedule looks a little more driver friendly than in the past. Obviously, something you're always trying to do, right? I I have always tried to do that. You know, Roy Jansen, uh, who who's kind of the, the 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 bottom line as far as we go. Like anything we have, we bounce off Roy. Roy <laughs> knows how it plays in Peoria. Yeah. He knows how it plays with the truck drivers. He knows how it plays with the TV, and in the case of the truck drivers, he truly knows because Brian Barnhart, the Monster Energy Kawasaki driver, is his son-in-law. Right, and so he's got a he's got a, a, a good idea of what the drivers are up against, and so we we do the best we can. But you guys know that the the, the Washougal event is not close to anything, and they they're yeah. limited, and and when they can run that, so. What we decided to do is put it, you know, the week before Loretta Lynch and then have two weeks off and like basically give everyone 20 days away from the races and then finish with uh, uh, the last three all together and uh, call mm-hmm. the season. Uh, Colin has a Loretta Lynn's question. God, Davey, uh, this could be about the pro. pro oh, God. <laughs> this could be vet, vet BC questions. But, Colin, what's going on? Thanks for calling the show. Uh, hey, I know it might be a question you won't be able to answer. There, you know, every couple of years there's a rumor of Loretta's moving for the race. Is there any chance of that ever happening, or is that pretty much locked in there for eternity? Well, well let me let me let me put it this way, Colin, and, and thanks for thanks for asking. Um, every year I try to mark the first time that I hear that rumor, <laughs> and I can tell you. 
that you're the second guy that's asked me that because the first guy was John Tomac at the Millville National. Oh, he geez. asked me in if August. This was the last. Right, right. He said, "Is this the last Loretta Lynn?" And I, it's like it was the first thing I, I, you know, I had not seen him since um, San Bernardino, and because uh, I wasn't in Thunder Valley, and right. he said, um, "Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that it was, you know, going away." And I said, "John, this is the 34th year in a row that I've heard that rumor," <laughs> and the answer is, "No, it's not going away." Um, the 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 uh, we've been very fortunate to have a, a third of a century at Loretta Lynn's and and honestly, Colin, I'm not tired of it. I don't think anyone is. Uh, it works because there's only one time a year you can race there. Uh, it's 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 as even a playing field as I think you could ever get in motocross. No, it doesn't have the big hills. No, it doesn't have the big jumps. But um, you know, it's it's where we go to determine our amateur champions. And I. I think we've done a, a, a good job of, of, of turning out uh, good, safe races every year. So if you've heard that rumor, I can promise you uh, I've heard it too. But I've been hearing it for 34 years, and uh, it's not true. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I kind of, I've kind of figured that. Thanks. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. So you had one in August and one in October for next August's race. <laughs> um, hey, I'm, I'm two for two on these questions. Someone's going to call up um, and be really, really mad about two strokes. Okay. <laughs> Barry's got a question about Glenn Ellen. Barry, what's your question about Glenn Ellen for Davey Coombs? Hey, guys. Good evening. Hey, I have a question. In 2008, I believe that was the year that Reed uh, switched to Suzuki. Oh, nine. The layout at oh, nine. Oh, nine. Thank yep. you. Yeah. That track at Glen Helen, we were there was, in my opinion, one of the gnarliest tracks, the way it ran back through the REM section and the uphills. Is there a reason why they haven't replicated that and they've shortened it? Well, there, actually there is, and I, I, I appreciate that. That was one of the best tracks I ever saw as well. Uh, I, I remember uh, just, you know, Wyndham coming over the hill and, and, and you just the, the great shots Carl Stone got uh, each time that we would go back there. The problem is the lap time was... Yeah. I think I want to say over three minutes. I, I think I it was like three fifteen. I want to say three twenty one. I yeah. thought or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, but, but when you have a track that long in a one day format, that means you have a third again amount of real estate that you have to prep, manicure, flag, uh, water. That you have to uh, have the banners out there. You have to have the paramedics out there. Uh, and it also takes away from the viewing experience because whether you're watching baseball or NASCAR or motocross, people like to see more and more of a shorter sort of event because we're, we're kind of changing our, our time habits, our viewing habits and, and whatnot. And, you know, just as I, I would love the idea of doing what my dad did at the 87-125 Grand Prix at Steel City where we had a 340 lap time. <laughs> really? Uh, at Steel City? It, it, it really oh, is one page, one race this, this, where, this month. Uh, where could you have gone? Where could you have gone? I don't know. In the woods? Oh, Hill and Dale. Down the old Three Rivers Stadium. Three Rivers and back, right. But, but, but seriously, as, as cool as that track was, it would be very hard to maintain, especially on a on a really sunny, hot day. And uh, I, I think that uh, with with forty bikes out there at a time, the 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 track that Jody builds and, and the one that uh, we saw as well at the GP, which was about two fifteen, two twenty. I, I think if you're a fan standing out there on the hills or in the field or whatever, you know, getting to see the skies come around like you know. 
five more times, uh, it just makes it you know a little better. And I know to each their own, but mm-hmm. you know it, it becomes really expensive and difficult to maintain a, a track that, that disappears over the hill like that and then comes back. Um, yeah, that, that, I, I, that, makes I, that makes sense. All right, thanks, Barry. Yeah. Thanks for calling. All right, thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Well, nothing about you killing two strokes, Davey, tonight. I, that's pretty good. Oh, it's early. It's, it's early. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> hey, I just turned in uh, my feature for the next issue on the Motocross to Nations. Uh, you didn't make it this year. You, most years you go there. Uh, four in a row. I love bench and racing with you on this kind of stuff. Four in a row for Team USA. They rode great. Um, they rode fantastic. You know, much better than Belgium's 56-point uh, score, but... What's your take on this? I mean, Dunn stayed home. You know, he said, hey, the, uh, it's a long year. The, the prep between the last Indiana race and the Des Nations. I got Monster Cup. I got the straight rhythm thing. Are we – where are we at with this race? Are you worried? Are you stressed? Are times changing? I'm, no, I'm, I'm actually not. I, I think that, uh, you know, I don't mean to sound – anti-history or anything like that. Well, if anybody loves history, it's you. I mean, I don't think you could well, be. Yeah. But, but when we went back and, and did the the 22 versions of Team USA that won, mm-hmm. from 1981 to 1993, we were really, really lucky a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, from 2005 to 2011, we caught a couple good breaks, uh, especially in Italy, in 2009, when uh, Chad Reed and, and Cairoli crashed off the start in the second moto, um, and then Philip Parks tries to drill Tedesco, and right. you know it was just a weird day. And you know Dungey had never ridden a 450 before. It was somehow we won. Uh, the French team that showed up at Ernay was the best lineup of a, of a European team that I think that I've seen since maybe. Back in the the days when the Belgians were really really solid, mm-hmm. I mean you know we're lucky a team you know with Team USA we always have a deep talent pool, but this year with with James Stewart on the sidelines with Dungey you know taking a break after six years uh, with with uh, you know Eli getting hurt you know way back at the beginning of the summer, mm-hmm. uh, Trey Kennard was down you know there, there was just a lot of little things and you know, you could woulda coulda shoulda but. I don't think you could have sent three guys who gelled better in that situation than you had with, with, with Justin and uh, Cooper and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the French just, they just had a better day. And, and, you know, it gets back to the, you know, the moment that just Dan drills Dirk Gherkins and mm-hmm. Falconsward or, or, um, you know, Jeremy uh, gets, gets, you know, blitzed by Kurt Nicole and, 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 93, but then everyone forgets about Kodrowski and he pulls it off. You know, we, yeah. we got lucky. We got lucky a lot and we've just not had the luck, uh, these last four years. We've been, we've been in it every year except, uh, Lomo, of course. Yeah. But, yep. uh, you know, if Cooper Webb doesn't stall that bike in the last corner of that third moto, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe he pulls Barsha with him and, and then mm-hmm. they go, you know, two, three. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, R- Romain Brett <laughs> he's good. Uh, he's really good. Yeah, and and, and uh, Gautier, and of course Marvin. They they earned it. They they rode the best on Saturday. They they rode the smartest on Sunday, and you know they were in a bit of a hole after the first moto. So yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't hit the panic button. Mm-hmm. I would just go back and and and, and rearm. But I would, uh, and I mentioned it Racerhead last week. 
I would watch that documentary that someone put together of the whole French experience and how they went about uh, testing, training, uh, how the three riders worked together, how they had the, the MotoGP uh, you know, hospitality area. They had the doctors there. I mean, they had the full resources mm-hmm. of you know, French motocross there. And, and that, they, they, they showed up to win. And, and it wasn't a home race in the sense that they had an advantage. It was a home race in, sen- in the sense that they had an, a nation behind them. And it's been a while since we had that, quite honestly. Yeah, um, yeah. Glenn Helen. Sometimes that coming up. Yeah, sometimes yeah. the designations becomes sort of an afterthought uh, for the riders, and, mm-hmm. and and you know our guys were done in August, and that race is at the end of the next month, and you know Ryan Villapoto made more at the Monster Cup one night than he made in four years with Team USA. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. And, and some riders figure think like that, you know, and and mm-hmm. so I I think the best man to get it turned around is the man that. That, that's been driving all along, and that's Roger DeCoster. And I, I would defer to him, and I would say I think our time is coming. It just uh, the French were better. Yeah, I, re- I read some things online about DeCoster not being the team manager because he's Belgium. Give me a break. He's the reason that the team want, went in '81. He's been there for all the wins. He's not on the bike. For people want to know, he's not riding the bikes. You know, like 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 Roger's not the problem. It's not the issue. That would be you know. that would be like the Canadians showing up without you, Steve. We didn't even go there this year. It's pathetic. <laughs> uh, we got a, We have a man named Tony. He has a statement uh, for you here. Oh wait, damn it! <sighs> Epic fail on my Tony. Part. You there, what the Tony? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't it didn't work? I've been setting this up the whole oh, thing. Shit. Oh wait. There's like drug ring inside of MX. Oh, no, no, Do you have no, anything no, to no, say that, about the drug that, ring? <laughs> um, man, that's <laughs> that's a pretty good imitation. That's a pretty good imitation. But, yeah. Uh, no, that, that that's that's well behind us, and uh, yeah, you know, um, motocross motocross is full of passion. It is, especially especially when it's you know mixed with a, a little bit of surreality. You uh, straight rhythm, Red Bull straight rhythm. What'd you think? I, I like this. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't there. I, I took a couple weeks off with my family um, and, and skipped uh, that event and the destinations this year. Um, but I watched it and it looked it looked fantastic. And I'm so happy for James Stewart. Yeah, I'm so happy for Malcolm Stewart. Uh, you know, those guys are destined to win a Supercross on the same night. Yeah, um, yeah, and, yeah. and this this was this was close. But if you think of all the number sevens been through in the last. 18 months and even Malcolm, uh, you know, kind of right there by his brother's side the whole time and yeah. taking the summer off himself. But for those guys to come back on the stage like that, well, uh, and, and, you know, Dungey and Roxon weren't kidding around. They were, they were kind of hard. Yeah. Yep. And so that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. I think the Red um, Bull guys, obviously hammer uh, a buddy of ours, Jeremy Malott at Red Bull. Great job by him. And uh, the event's cool. It's just cool. It, it you it, know, it's just a neat, neat deal. It's a different kind of deal. I mean, you know, it, it's a, it's a it's a it's a great idea. It's a great once a year event. I I don't think a series would necessarily work unless it was just you know kind of all at the same place or all on yeah. you know really exotic locations. I, I I did I do remember when I was walking around Glen Helen with Jody, uh, him saying uh, if they want to make that event twice as good, they should have them turn around at the end and go back as well. Oh yeah yeah. Thought, yeah. Ah, that's, that'd be pretty cool. Like if you race down a ski slope and then back up or something like that. I mean, there's there, there's lots of little 
mm-hmm. tweaks you could give to an event like that, but it, it looked better than it has, and, and it looked like a lot of fun. Cool. Well, hey, uh, we've kept you long enough. Uh, thank you for coming on. Hot Cam's bringing you Davey Coombs. Congrats on Southwick coming back. I think that's – I. I mean, there's a lot of people that can criticize a lot of things. I don't think anyone can be upset about Southwick coming back on the on the Lucas Oil MA Pro Motocross Series. That that's awesome, and uh, it's good to hear that you guys got it back on the schedule. That's awesome. Thank you for coming on. Well, I appreciate it. And if I could just figure out a way to to really morph it into the one race that everyone would love, and that would be like like a figure eight, but like a four mile lap with. <laughs> You know, two strokes, strokes, two strokes, right? Three exactly. Strokes. Like three strokes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know. All we'll, right. We'll, 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 we'll split the hot can in half. Yeah, there we go. Thanks for coming on, man. All right, see you, see you, see you, see you Davey. Davey Coombs, everybody. All right, let's take our first commercial break here. Pulp Mech Show is in by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be right back. Jason Thomas coming up. James Stewart, Dave Prater, Kenny Watson, Adam Entenap, Heather Kiefer, much more. All coming up here on the show. Stick, stick around. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. 
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Giganoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8-pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Marker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes Mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Marshall. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. That's the best thing, yeah. It's like got to run Galfer. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. 
The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven, and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. 
If you're in need of KTM parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsap, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. 
All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey guys, it's Brittany Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for a new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in the bar to have a brew. Say a thing. 
everybody. Some classic Seeger, Kiefer. I like it. I like Seeger. After an enormous sellout tour in 2014, Nitro Circus is back. Coming to North America, starting now. Show's going on now. NitroCircus.com. 25 cities across the continent. Pastrana, Josh Ian, Adam Jones, Bilko, Cam Sinclair, and many more. 40 of the world's best extreme athletes in freestyle motocross. NitroCircus.com. I saw this thing in Vegas a few years ago, the Nitro Circus show, and it was freaking ridiculous. Gotta go. Pulp MX Show is presented by BTOsports.com. Use the code PulpMX when you're checking out at BTOsports.com to save yourself money. And, of course, Fly Racing. Michelin Starcross 5 dropping now. Go to your local dealer. Ride Engineering. Thanks to the folks at Ride-Engineering.com. Race Tech Suspension. Vortex Racing. Roost Graphics. X-Brand Goggles. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Hot Cams. Sing it, Bob. Sing it, Bob. Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels. Great guys at W. John Anderson, everybody down there working hard. God, they did a hell of a job on my Project 88. Just waiting on the Project 88 pipe and sonics to get done, folks. I have to look at it. I haven't seen it. Well, it's down at Pro Circuit right now. Oh, that's right. I was going to ask you to bring it up to me if it was ready. Oh, it's not ready? No. Would you do that for me, though? Yeah. Ah, oh, sweet. Uh, would you send Heather? Just no. to do it? Oh. Just me. Okay. Guts Racing, two under, Galfer Breaks, KTMPartsExpress.com. All on board with us tonight. Chris Kiefer in studio. James Stewart still coming up. Dave Prater coming in studio. Kenny Watson, seven deuce deuce. And uh, this man, Jason Thomas. Where are you? Are you in the air somewhere in America? In the world? Now I'm home, man. I'm in Boise. Dude. Dude, gnarly. Dude, you got to stop. Seriously. You got to stop. That's too much. You a little, little bit much. Yeah, I do. <laughs> a little bit you, much. You, uh, you, to recap, uh, the week before the motocross nations, you went to Germany, right? Yeah. And yeah. then you uh, went to some fly racing uh, distributors and uh, a motorcycle show in Germany. Then we met up in France for the motocross nations. You were home from France for how long? Three days? Uh, yes. Three, three days. days in France. Then immediately jumped on a plane and went down to Brazil. And visited mo- distributors and rode a motorcycle across some dunes. <laughs> yeah, we did like uh, three or four hundred miles across Brazil. Where, How was that? Yeah. How was it? It was uh, it was pretty awesome, man. It was good. It was crazy to see how poor you know some parts of the world are because mm-hmm. we were out you know uh, a long way from any kind of civilization. You see just how third world you know. I guess, for lack of a better term, some people live. I mean, no running water, no no electricity, no real food other than what they, you know, kill or grow on their land. I mean, it's just, you know, they don't even have, like, they don't even own anything. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, the, uh, you know, the Sanchez's live over there, and that's just, (laughs) everyone knows that. Like, it's not legal or anything. It's just, that's where they've lived. Like, for the past 200 years, that's where everyone's lived from their family. Oh, dude. Not really schools or anything. It's just like a free-for-all, man. It's crazy. uh, You're going to do a story on the new Racer X coming up, right? About this ride? I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Were you on one of those, those, like, the car bikes? Is that what you rode, or was it a normal dirt bike? How was that? Uh, It was a normal 450 with, uh, just with a bigger tank. Um, It was a, uh, I don't even know the brand, or I'm sorry, the the model. I guess it would be like a uh, KLR. I don't know. It was a 450, but... Um, just a you know eleven liter tank, so you have a ton of gas on the. Tank, How do you not know what bike it, it is? Yeah, well, like, it's, it's a 
it's a Cowie 450, but it, I don't know the model number that they have down there. Oh, know, like okay. Yeah, it might be something some they don't sell model. here, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. It's a K, you know, KDR, KLR. With the the that. shrouds and the one. tank are all built into one and shit. Yeah, and the shroud is freaking massive. The tank is massive, 11 yeah. liters. So you know, <laughs> we're doing like a hundred mile rides without filling up. So. Yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. But it was, you know, the bikes were they kind of handle like a pig with that much weight on the front. Right, but, right. Uh, a lot of pitching. Have electric starts, and you know, it still was uh, still fun. So. Well, I saw your uh, I saw your spread in the upcoming Dirt Rider magazine, looking good. You got some uh, nice. Don Johnson stubble going on in your photo, dude. So. That's so how I do it. George Michael, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, easy on the George Michael. <laughs> um, com. Uh, visit Fly Racing for all the latest and greatest things going on from there. Um, JT, everything good at Fly? Everything uh, shaping up? You guys are debating, debuting some stuff for the Monster Cup this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't uh, confirm or deny that, but okay, well, there's we'll a see. chance that yeah. happened. Uh, Canard um, Racing, Canard, Millsaps, Brayton Short, everybody in? Pike? Yeah, yeah, as far as, uh, all, we, you know, we kind of have, like, our five marquee guys that yep. we kind of talk about, you know, uh, the three BTO guys with Davey added, and then, uh, well, I guess it's six with uh, Davey now. Is Pike um, Pike in? I don't I don't. I'm talking to yeah, JGR yeah, guys. Pike, oh, okay, uh, yeah. Pike Tracen, uh, Kennard. Bam Bam, um, I guess, would be then, too, right? Bam Bam will be there, right? Because Monster Guy, so. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I would think so. I would all think right. that would be part of the Monster deal, yeah. Are you coming this weekend down here? I am. Okay, of course. Oh, just checking. Of course. Well, I don't know. Are you doing the BTO Sports VIP? Do you have any room? Or are you all I done? am. I am. Yeah, yeah. I have a few spots left. If anybody's uh, okay, even if you're just looking for a way to kind of improve your weekend, I have some uh, some options. So okay. definitely email the show. Email me. Um, Jason thirty six at AOL dot com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's lots of ways you can get a hold of me though, and um, yeah, I definitely have spots available for this weekend. So there's lots of things I can do to make the weekend better. So appreciate you bringing that up. And, yeah, uh, yeah and, uh, rocking and rolling. So. Fly Racing Ride Day at Mesquite coming up. Uh, Mesquite, about an hour north of Vegas. Great track. Um, yeah. I forget the date of that, but... Uh, That's cool. It's on Sunday. It's just on Sunday. Oh, is it this the, Sunday? Uh, okay. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's just this Sunday. Fly um, Racing Ride Day, Mesquite. So if you want more information, email me. Use the contact form of Pulp Mex. I'll get you the flyer. So... Yeah, I was originally going to stay back and go to it, but uh, I have a big meeting Monday uh, about some projects. We're yeah, you were supposed to come for the show, to too. You are supposed to come for yeah, the show, yeah. too. Yeah, well, that was all one, one weekend deal. Yeah. And, Thanks. Uh, Thanks a lot. Well, yeah. Start calling you Pingry. Uh, yeah, really? What's up, Ping? <laughs> well, <laughs> unfortunately, I, you know, have some priorities I can't, you know, when there's... Nothing a, is more priority than this pulp show. Nothing. What's that say about you? me? That means I got nothing to do. <laughs> hey, we have a new date. We have a new date for Pingree. He has stamped it and everything. Stop it! I know. I'm. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. He stamped it. So let's just wait and Peter, see. If I could drive, if I could drive to the show, I, I promise you things would be a lot easier. Oh, I know. I know you're all over the map. He and let's not like Kiefer out to be a hero. He brings somebody every time with him, whether it's Heather, whether Stop. it's a Seven Deuce Deuce. So he basically has a, a companion on the way up and down. I have a woman friend or a man friend with me at yes, all times. Yes, one of the two. So That's you first, Dan Keeper's not a hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, B, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Jason Thomas on the line. Brazilian uh, motocross expert, Jason Thomas. Brazilian so, did wax. You meet any, Brazilian. Did you meet any Pulp fans down there? I didn't, no. No, oh, I went shit, to, okay. uh, so we went on that tour. You know, yep. that was like a three-day while well, mm -hmm. you fly. We flew three and a half hours north um, to North Brazil. So that's, you know, and then you, we took a four-hour bus ride. So you're talking Jesus. a good eight hours of travel. Forget about, you know, the yeah. layovers and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, luggage yeah. and all that. You know, you're, you're 10 hours deep into this thing. Easy. Yeah. Um, each way. Each way. So 
Sunday was full. You know, Saturday I flew down. Um, Sunday was another travel day back north. Then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we rode, you know, like 100 miles across beach sand. Um, and then Wednesday or Thursday, we flew all the way back down. So another 10-hour travel day. And then, uh, yeah, I, was, I went to a trade show Friday and Saturday. Uh, there's a big South American trade show in Sao Paulo. Um, all the, you know, mm-hmm. big manufacturers and stuff are there. Truck suppliers and doing, you know, kind of real, I guess, real work, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, flew back Saturday night on the red eye. Back, uh, you know, 10 hours and four hours and one hour. You're so. not going to AIM? Uh, no, I'm not in Monster Cup. So okay. I, don't, I'm, I have never actually been to AIM because of the conflict there. So Yeah, what they kind of move this freaking thing. I'm the opposite of Weege. I go they got to move this AIM show. Like, I don't understand. Why are they doing that? Weird deal, that? huh? Yeah, yeah they, just, they just, just do it. Like, they don't. Like, that's just what they're, like, the first year I get it, like, yeah, like, just move it, bro. The whole industry will come to your stupid thing in, in Orlando if you just move it. Right. Everyone yeah, else is of open weekend. Monster Cup. Hey, JT, can you believe Prater's coming in studio? Like, he, he refuses every year. Every year he denies it. He's got meetings, dinners, whatever. He's finally coming. I can't believe it. That's cool. Yeah. Prater, good guy. Solid. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Uh, all right, let's do the X-Brand Goggle tear-off. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire rapid Q&A. Fire. X Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Nick Way, not racing the Monster Cup, but where's X Brand? Kyle Chisholm, racing the Monster Cup, where's X Brand? Freddie Norn, where's X Brand, not racing the Monster Cup? Brock Tickle. Brock Tickle, racing the Monster Cup, wearing X Brand goggles. Uh, you name it, they got it at xbrandgoggles.com. Strap wraps, too. They got these cool strap wraps going on. They got the quick tear uh, tear off system going on where you mount it to the side of your goggle. EKSbrand.com. Use code PUBMX15. Save yourself money or PUBMX20, I think. 20%. 20% off X Brand goggles. EKSbrand.com. Choice of goggle champions everywhere. If you don't wear X Brand, you won't win. That's sad. Hey, did they find a replacement for you yet? I don't know. Um, you don't know. No, I don't. I don't know. Um, it's off season. I have. Uh, I have. Um, I think I'm doing it for this, some guys this weekend. So <laughs> <laughs> my retirement is. You know, I'm. Out, I'm retired. Semi retired. I'm retired, but I'm coming out for one more kick at the cat. Because <laughs> uh, you it's an X brand or like. Uh, <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. We can't, we cannot quit Wish each other. No, I will not be doing it next year. I, we have a guy in mind. We have an idea. So, uh, X Brown goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Um, all right, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser, and uh, they are for uh, Jason Thomas and Chris Kiefer and myself. And you have 15 seconds, JT. That's it. 15 seconds. So. That's a view. All right, let's do it. That sucks. All right, uh, first question, JT. Do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and not recall what country you're in? Uh, you know what? Not so much country, but when I do this summer thing where, you know, everyone's annoyed with my pictures and I w- I'm in a different city every single day, there were definitely days this summer I had no idea where I was when I woke up. <laughs> I, I mean, on a much smaller scale, I, I get like that in Supercross. In the middle of Supercross series, I will have to wake up and think about, okay, where am I? Oh, Detroit. You know, or, or think about those. think about that being every day. Yeah, put on every weekend, yeah. every single day. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, it's brutal. But uh, I'm, I'm coming up, going to Bulgaria, JT. I got my tickets for Bulgaria coming up at the end of this month. Tickets for uh, Lille too, so I'll be heading back over there twice. Going to a city named Sofia. Yeah. How does Pookie feel about that? Oh yeah, Sofia will treat me well. <laughs> All right, next question. 
All right, uh, Steve, after watching Stu at the straight rhythm, are you more or less confident with his performance at Monster Energy Cup? I couldn't have been any more confident. It wasn't possible. So, Stu is winning the Monster Cup. Stu came out at the Red Bull straight rhythm. Uh, although, Ryan Dungey beat him. How many main events does he win? Uh, two. Two out of three. Yeah, two out of three. I will bet you, I will bet you that Dungey wins against your betting that Stewart's going to win. Mm. Okay. All right. How much? You want to bet ten bucks? Uh, no, let's go fifty. There you go. Let's raise bucks. it. Yep, fifty bucks. You have Dunge. I have Stu. If anybody else wins, it's a soft. All right, done. Uh, all right, okay. You're an idiot. You can't bet against Stu. I'm telling him on the show. When he yeah, comes I'm an on idiot. Here. I have Ryan Dungey. Yeah, I'm a moron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not like you picked Filthy Phil. <laughs> we love you, Phil. We love you, Phil. We didn't mean that. All right, next question. <laughs> all right, Kiefer. This one's a little weird. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> How many of your followers do you think whack off to pictures you post of your wife? Seventy-two percent. McGrath. I always find nice ways to get pictures. The in one with... last yet yeah, last night was a little obscene. Really? I mean, that's kinda. A, that's on, that's it. a great part of a woman. Instagram. Well, the leg meets the butt. That crease. That that that. It's like a it's like a barrier. You know. Yeah. It's like a state line. You don't. It's a different. It's a different state. You know. It's like customs. You got to clear Trump. customs. It's yeah. Like the wall Trump wants to build. Right. Uh, JT, did you see it? Did you see his Twitter? Last no, time? I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I mean, good. look. Look. I mean, yeah. Hey, look. These I are the things that I see. Yeah. These are the things that I see when I'm watching like, football. I look down and I'm like, oh, that's that'd Heather, be a good Heather, picture. You're fine with this? No, I don't care. You're, you're totally fine with this. I don't. Okay. No, it yep. Doesn't bother me. Okay. All right. Just check. It'd rather be her than someone else. I think he got reported and pulled up, pulled down. I mean, what was your I guarantee oh, okay. you, so like, if I'm doing, like, Pookie's cleavage or whatever, she's freaking out. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, and look, Pookie's a wife. My wife, she goes to strip clubs with me. She's right. not. She's cool. Yeah. She's not uptight. She's not a prude. No, not a prude at all. But right. that kind of stuff, like. Yeah, it's all good. It's just a, it's just uh, a little barrier. Never mind. I just got a text that I can't give you shit. Okay, never mind. All right. <laughs> okay, next question. All right, Steve. Uh, which column is your favorite to read on Pulp and Max? Uh, Swiss Corner. 1.43. Moser was very happy. His, uh, his, he talked to Alan Brown for a racing team, and it got into Racerhead. Right. Oh, I, can't really I saw like that. It. Yes, he's very proud. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he likes holding it over Swiss Corps, that his article. That's the Racer pinnacle Reds. of where yeah. you need to go. Swiss Corps is calling him a sellout. <laughs> Moser saying that he's made the big time, and, and they argue back and forth. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kiefer, out of all of the off-season races, which one do you like the best? Did you miss JT's question? Did I? Yeah, no, JT was first. Oh. Yeah, but oh, then you went me. Oh, you're right, you're right. Hang on, hold on. Sorry, JT. I didn't mean to leave you out. Sorry, I didn't even know what happened, so. That's all right. He wasn't paying attention. He's watching the game. Uh, what obstacles would you like to see added to the straight rhythm, JT? Corners. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coombs was on earlier, and he said, like, what about making a making a 180 and going right backwards down that lane? Straight Same rhythms. Lane. Yeah. Like, right? Not bad. Not bad idea. Yeah. They should throw some like uh, like have some people juggling and like a hoop oh, like a fire hoop. Mm-hmm. Do Could you imagine? Like that. That'd be really cool. Do you imagine going backwards though on some of those things? It's like well, it's like riding an ultra cross back in the nineties. You would you couldn't have. They should right. do like the uh, like the skiing archery thing where they have to stop and then like shoot a bullseye. You know, like with a with like a <laughs> yeah like know, um twenty two um, rifle. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, 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 that Olympic sport, like the uh, whatever it is, the uh, um the Cathalon. The Cavalon. Yeah. That that equates to a lot of things in real life. Ski, 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 shoot, shoot, <laughs> ski, ski, shoot. Yeah. Um, 
You how, like little John? How about <laughs> how about Stu though? Like jumping the jumping the dragon back and then just pinning it. Like Dunge was ahead of him every run, dude. And then Stu's just like, watch this. I got this. What about Hampshire? Scared. It's Stu. <laughs> it's just remarkable, isn't it? Though he's what twenty? He's twenty nine. He's thirty. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Hampshire's crash was bad. Uh, Hampshire's crash was bad. I thought he was, I was like, oh my God, that guy is done. He was laying over the whoop. I was like, I felt, I was like, oh my gosh. I just, you know, you can't, I mean, I like all the other riders, but just Stu's worth the price of admission when you see things like that. And you're just like, look at this dude. It's impressive to watch ride at all times. Yes, at all times. Yes. Good and bad. Yes. Something amazing can Off happen. Off night, good night, it's both. <laughs> it's great. Uh, all right. Next question. All right, Kiefer, yeah. uh, out of all the off-season races which, races, which one do you like best? Well, they don't have it anymore, but I would prefer the U.S. Open. No. Absolutely. Yeah, no. I, I was just talking. JT's early. on this bandwagon, too. You brought this up a little while ago, JT. Really? Yeah, because I was Bring just. Bring it back. Totally. No, dude, it was by the end it was so boring. Four fifty four strokes in that little arena. No. Guys weren't even riding. No. It was it just the the setting, you know, you stayed in the hotel where the race was at, everyone was right there. You never left the hotel. Right. And it was just <laughs> never saw daylight. It was just nope. nice to have the track was always fun to watch to me. You it was, guys forget near the end how boring that racing was. It was terrible. Seriously. You forget. You know what race was awesome? The McGrath Invitational. I didn't I didn't go. That was fun too. Yeah. That ramps and yeah, all kinds. I got, of... I got a free cell phone with service for a year. <laughs> no shit. I got like PlayStation. <laughs> I got all kinds of stuff. Then I got fifteen grand too. You sound like it's a nap right now. <laughs> I got yeah, a PlayStation awesome. and a phone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like they, they, uh, they had it going on there. What about X, what about X Games? What'd you get? What'd you get for X Games? Uh, I think I got a thousand bucks, and um, that's about it. Okay, all right. Next question. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. JT, uh, what places will the BTO team finish in Monster Energy Cup? Uh, it would be cool if all three of them got in the top ten. I think that's totally doable. Yeah. Yeah. I think right. that'd be cool. I mean, obviously, Millsaps won the race last year. Brayton had Brayton's a good gonna solid. going to be better this year. Yeah, Brayton had a good solid straight rhythm for whatever that's worth, and Shorty's just solid. Which he did too last year, and then they both kind of struggled at Monster Cup. So okay, Shorty's going to yeah. rip hole shots like who done it this year. Yeah, good to see twenty nine. I, think, on the I track. think three top tens would be good. Yeah, I I, I would. I mean, think... I know Forrest is probably hoping for a lot more than that. You know, of but, course. Yeah. You know, Forrest is always an optimist with that stuff, but uh, I think that that would be solid. Right. All right, Steve. Final question for you: uh, Which JT haircut has been your favorite? Mm. Not the one he's got now. Really? I don't know what's going on with the one he's got now. I like that one. I'm not in. I'm not very stylish. Look at my hair right now. Pookie was giving me shit. But um, you do dress well on planes, though. Thank you, thank you. I think I've been proven right by all my uh, t- people, though, too. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Overwhelming response in your favor. Thank you. Uh, the full hawk. I mean, yeah, full hawk. You know, classic JT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ran a full hawk for a long time. Mm-hmm. My one now is my favorite. Okay, well, you're wrong. All right. Totally. Uh, final question. <laughs> totally. Totes. Totes, McGoats. Totes. You owe me a soda, Kiefer? No, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Kiefer, final question. Who do you predict has a better Supercross season, Malcolm or James? Mm. James. Seven seconds. 
Uh, oh, wow. Seven I disagree. Yeah. I know. It, it can, can go either way, honestly. Malcolm can win the title. I agree with that, too. Yeah. I don't think, I don't see James winning a title. I see James, ooh, ah. I don't know. See, I can. Dude, he would he would make history if he did. Oldest guy to win it, or most times between titles. You know, like there's a lot of things he's, the kind of deficits he's facing. I can see that happening just because I think he's been gone long enough where hunger was never the issue, but I think... You know what, though? The consistency part, mm-hmm. he's going to be better at this time. Because he doesn't want to be injured. He's been out for 16 freaking months. He doesn't want to do that. JT well, just fell down. He was was that a bag of chips? What was that? <laughs> uh, I, just, I just can't believe it. can't believe it. <laughs> he's in shock. Look what you did, Kiefer. Well, you don't think James can win? He's not going to win the title next year. Wow. Yeah, I he's mean, incredibly good at riding dirt bikes. He, there would never be a day when I say that that's not true. But I don't, I don't think he's going to win the title. No, he hasn't even been close like in recent years. He is going to thrill he, us and amaze us. Who has a better chance, Chad or James? James. Jason. Yeah, I think they're pretty close. To be honest with you, I think you look at their recent results, like over a whole season recently, and they're probably pretty close. Of course, James. I would say James better than I think, Chad. I think the best waffle, chance of waffle, winning an waffle, individual waffle, race waffle, waffle. is James. But I think over 17 rounds, mm-hmm. I think probably Chad. How is this 2-2 lately? Talk to him? I haven't been talking to him too much. He's, no. he's in California. He's, he's riding. He's laying low. Um, he's probably low. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard from him much lately. Right. Um, well, that's been the X-Brown Goggle uh, tariff segment. X-Brown Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Nick Way in the new Transworld Motocross, a full feature on the 2016 Cowie, and his X-Brands are looking good. Mm. Nice. He looks supreme. Um, supreme. Supreme in that, supreme in that photo. Uh, Roost Graphics, RoostMX.net, bringing you Chris Kiefer tonight, uh, 17 years in the business. Pulp MX section on their website. Of course, the guys from Roost have been with us all year long, and... Hoping, uh, hoping that you guys uh, support them. They offer a full, wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Pulp Nation saves 20% at RoostMX.net. There's lots of janky graphic companies out there, people. Tons of janky graphic companies. These guys are not one of them. They've been around forever uh, and uh, providing great service. And, of course, the Cycle Trader Rock River team. With Partridge. Is Partridge on the team next year? I think so, yeah. JT, is Partridge on the team next year? I don't know. That was kind of a last-minute deal from us. I'm not, I'm not sure. And you think so, Kiefer? I think it was more of like a tryout, try the bike, and then go to the these races coming okay. up. And uh, sorry, I said Monster Cup, but I meant Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so. he he'll be uh, he'll be on the bike for Monster Cup. Yeah, from what I understand. Yes. But I didn't know if it was a 2016 deal or not. I kind of I think they're going to go that route. Shocker that he was good in the whoops. Shocking. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know Chisholm was so pissed. Ah, oh, dude, Chis- uh, Chis- That's not Chisholm's format, right there. That is not Chisholm. Does Chis and him get along? Partridge? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, but... just seemed like they didn't really get along when they oh, rode really? off. Uh. It's weird to see who would give thumbs up to who after the race was done. Yeah, yeah. And some riders are just like, eh, F it, I'm just going to ride along and not give you a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Some guys were cool about it. Well, I think, like, Chisholm, Chisholm probably knows deep down that he's a better Supercross racer than Partridge. But Partridge just knocked him out. So he's like, damn it. <laughs> and, and Partridge, kid on the way. Partridge is just like, hey, bro, I don't care how far ahead of you are of me. We have these whoops coming up and watch me go through them. <laughs> right. Watch me. Uh, watch ride, me. Watch me. Watch me ride right through them. Um, anything else, JT, you want to talk about? Monster Cup? Uh, uh, I don't know. Do I need an agenda? Or? I don't know. I, what the hell happened? Um, 
What's new with uh, Pro Circuit and Fly Racing? Anything? Anything you can tell us? Uh, nothing I know of. Okay. All right. Fly. Uh, no. We haven't. Um, we should see uh, oh, Star right. Racing with new gear. Star right. Racing's got new gear. Think Fox. Um, no, I think Thor. Okay. Uh, Pro Circuit should have. Yeah, for Star. Yeah, Star's gonna be Thor. Uh, Pro Circuit will have new brand. Rumors are Fox or Fly. Okay. Uh, JGR will have new goggle company coming out. Um, Who are they with this? They've been with Oakley. Oakley. Um, That's a good goggle. Who else? There's one other team that's switching. Am I, who am I missing? There's another team switch coming. Can't think of anything off the top of my head. KTM's, well, their 250 team's gone. So yeah. that'll be a different deal. TLD. Yeah. Um, Justin Hill will be in the, in the in TLD gear, obviously. with their, and, and Alex Fry's going over there, too, from the Orange Brigade. So Now, I heard, JT, the Orange Brigade was done. I didn't know that. Uh, somebody uh, tweeted me that today. So Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that because oh. uh, we obviously sponsored Daniel Baker. Yeah. So... Um, I actually was told that at Indiana, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. So. That's bummer. James <laughs> Coy. I wonder if James Coy is like doing something with amateurs maybe or something. That was a neat little deal they had, you know? So, uh, yeah. um, and Alex, I think Baker's going to this new Suzuki team with, with, uh, with Bichelia. Oh yeah. Dirt, be good. Dirt candy Suzuki team, 250 team. Yeah. I don't know. It's not really a factory team. I think it's just like bikes and parts, but it's something because sweet Jesus, where have the uh, Suzuki 250S been lately? Right. Well, I know showroom four probably <laughs> a lot of 250F Yoast motor stuff going on right now. Oh, is there? So there's okay. stuff happening. So yeah, maybe things going on there. Mm -hmm. So that'd be interesting to see. And uh, don't forget, everybody, you can get uh, get the show on iTunes tomorrow. You can get it on uh, the Pulp Mix app. You can get it on uh, on um, on the any kind of podcatcher that you have. Uh, the archives will be up and. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Let's do the uh, Race Tech email segment here. James Stewart coming up in 12 minutes on the show. Race Tech, uh, want to experience the gold valve advantage? Freeze, LeMay, Michael Essie, Coda Gilmer get the choice in suspension. They choose Race Tech. Race Tech's gold valves provide a plush, flush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance. And uh, Racetech.com seminars coming soon, November 7th to 13th. Uh, and they're also hiring multiple suspension techs. Entry level, management level positions are based are available based on experience. Racetech.com. Just uh, use code PulpMX2015 uh, to save uh, 10% at Racetech. Great guys down there at Racetech. They help us out a lot, and they've been with most of the racers for a long, long time. Engine department up and running over there, too. All right, so here's some emails. Here's an email for you, Kiefer. Uh, do the Enduro Cross guys run mooses on the tires or normal air tubes? I'm wondering because I signed up for Enduro Cross race down in Chile, and I would like to know what's better. They run mooses or tire balls? That's what or she said. they run uh, tubeless. So those three, they do not run tubes. Tubeless is still around, huh? Yes. Okay. I ran tubeless when my yeah, bike yeah. Okay. All right. And, uh, yeah, so no, and they run a soft mousse. Sometimes they drill holes in it, a little bit softer, and they run a gummy rear tire. What about trials tires you can't run anymore? Can't right? run trials tire, but they have trials compound in okay. regular, like, right. uh, 756 Dunlop designs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, soft gummy is what you need. Uh, also what the hell is a tire ball? Tire balls are these little, exactly, like blue balls that go around. That, well, you had to say blue balls? No, I didn't even go there, but you, you had, went there. No, I did not go there. You went there. You had to. They're, they, they're blue. Are they really? Yes. They're freaking blue. My bad. I apologize. All right. Okay. So anyway. Go on. You're classic. You set these in. All you right. can. Uh, they have a little air pressure that you can adjust in there, so it's kind of cool. But they don't go flat. 
Okay. Uh, so there we go. Uh, also, to race tech, uh, <laughs> if you're tired of uh, of uh, using air pressure on your fork and tired of missing the feel of a spring fork, yes. Race Tech has released their spring conversion system for Showa uh, TAC tack forks. The easy drop-in cartridge combined with a Race Tech spring converts your air forks from air to coil. Jesus, that so, would be gold. That's what Race Tech can do for you, folks. Uh, okay, um, Mike sent this in. Steve, a 53-year-old ex-moto guy in Michigan, who's lucky enough to see Swink at Baja. Uh, along with Eddie Warren. The two funniest things you have said on the show. JT is using his clothing as a shield. I was mowing my lawn and had to stop and rewind the iPhone. <laughs> and then your comment about RV sticking his feet in Kleenex boxes. Keep it up. Um, DV is your number one co-host. Oh, bummer. Uh, bummer. He is good, though. Not going to lie. Jason sent this in. Love Monday's show with DV. Between his accent and self-righteous non-PC humor, I was laughing out loud. Tell him he reminds me of a French Ted Cruz. Um... Keep up the good work and just know the next time I'm taking a piss in public, I'll be thinking of you. Why? It's these outhouses they have in these nations. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, hey, Steve, from, I'm a big fan of the show. Only missed a few. Unfortunately, I'm not able to listen live because of my schedule, but you can't imagine my excitement when I get on five tunes and see a five-hour show. I can't. Is that sarcasm? Is that no, real? No, I think he's real. I think okay. he's being real. I'm a huge Moto fan, even though I'm an off-road rider from the hills of Tennessee. I understand you, have to, you all have a break, and I'm forced to listen to DMXS. TMXS is a good show. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Those guys are it's cool. It's just different. Yeah. It's totally different. Still best. It's a different from uh, Pulp Mix. I was surprised to see you as a guest on there a few weeks ago. I just want to say great job. You gave an awesome interview. Probably the best I've heard on their show. I've re-listened to y'all's very first show tonight, and you guys talked about JGR and how you guys thought that other NASCAR teams would follow them. Why do you think we haven't seen this? Is it because JGR hasn't much success? Chris Kiefer is awesome. God bless and go Vols which I think is Volunteers, Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah, Tennessee Volunteers. College football. Uh, they went down to Florida, don't worry. Uh, what about your quarterback, Grasses, Ben? Are you pissed about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to hear exactly what he took. He, You know, in the press conference, he said it was over the counter. But yeah, of course it was. Still a bad deal. I mean, whatever, regardless. Uh, okay, so other NASCAR teams coming to Moto. Apparently this is something that I talked about with Paul Lindsay on the very first show. Um, I guess it's just not profitable, right? Yeah. I mean, people look at the economics and they're like, "We can't, can't do it." Well, but. not everybody gets free T-shirt stands at Motocross Nation, like Coy does. <laughs> How funny was Mumbles at this Nations? He was awesome, right? <laughs> he's so good. That guy's awesome all the time. He is. Uh, he's awesome. Okay, Todd sent this in. Steve, if you started your own race program and money was not an issue, who would you hire as your staff? I.e. GM, engine guy, suspension guy, hype man, tester. Love your shows. Keep me inter- informed and entertained while on the road. Keep up the good work. Four time. Let the haters hate. Have a good show, Todd. Who would I hire? Did you say hype man or hype man? I'm to be the hype man. Hype man. Yeah, you can be the hype man. No, hype yeah. man. All right. So let's spread this out with, with us three here on the phone. So who would you hire as a suspension guy? Kiefer? Kaipo. All right. Who would you hire as a team manager, JT? Anybody in the sport? Yeah. Um, hmm. That's a tough question. I'd say maybe Eric Kehoe. I was going to say Kehoe. What about That's a good Bro- one. What about Brooks? Oh, nah, he's controversial. Yeah, he's a little bit too much for me. Yeah. He's got. Uh, he's intense, bro. I think Kehoe yeah. would work with the rider a little bit better. He's good with riders too. He's just. He's, he's, Brooks is controversial. We got to go. Brooks is just show. too intense, I think. <laughs> he is very Not intense. He, I mean, he's super successful. He's won a ton of titles. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's. I worked for the guy. <laughs> he's gnarly. Um, all right. Uh, Jeff Peters sent this in. 
Wait, Who's your you, hype man? Yeah, who would you hire me? Oh, hype, hype man? man? Gotta be Deuce Deuce, right? Uh, well, in between races, yeah, he could be, he could be a hype man. Yeah, for sure, he'd hug all spectators, tell them that they're <laughs> the best friends ever. He'd be in charge of coloring boots too. He'd be coloring boots. His phone call today was so good. Gosh. He called you, huh? Dude, he he just called me just to make sure it's okay if he tested for some other. You know, yeah. person. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, do what you but need. But you've never used him for dirt. Rock, never, only used his brother, yeah. but he connects himself with his brother, which I respect. <laughs> and I'm awesome. like, yeah, feel free to go do that. He's like, well, I want to be with dirt ride. I'm like, okay, we'll use you. I go, but if I used you before, I wouldn't want you to go anywhere else. He's like, all right, so if I do this, am I cool to come back? I'm like, yeah, I'll use you. And I'm like, hey, I really appreciate and I respect what you just did. You called me and asked me. He's like, you know what, Kiefer? That's what I do. When I say I keep it real, I ain't bullshitting. I keep it real with you. I'm like, the <laughs> fuck you just did? That's great. I go, thank you. Uh, he, someone called him for an interview early on when he first started coming on the show. He's like, bro, I'm pulp. I'm pulp all the time. But they called me for this interview, bro, and I want to let you know that I want to ask you if it's okay. And I'm like, yeah, you could do other interviews, bro. But see, I like it because that shows respect. I like oh, that. It's just awesome. Now, just how about when he missed the Racer X interview? Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, no. when I first met him, I was I was going to do a privateer profile with him, and he is he didn't answer his phone, or he said let's do it, and then he never got back to me. And uh-huh. then he saw me at the race, and he was like, "Bro, <laughs> my phone broke. I lost my phone," and I'm like, "Okay." And he hugs me, dude. He hugs me. Can we still do it, dude? I'm like, yeah, it's not a problem, bro. We'll get you on a privateer profile. Oh, he was heartbroken. Then he was happy. And then he was hugging me. That's awesome. Literally hugged me. And I'm just like, dude. He's a genuine, he's a genuine guy. Yes. Like, Like, you think it's an act? It's not. That's how he is. No, No. it's not. Uh, Last question for you two racers, uh, JT and Kiefer. Uh, first of all, let me tell you, I love this show. It gets me through the work week. My question is, are there, if there are any tips or tricks you could give me about easing back into racing after a major injury? I broke and dislocated my ankle, and I am just about at the end of my recovery. Due to winter, I, like, I most likely won't be able to get back on a bike again until spring. Since this is my first major injury, I don't want to either re-injure myself or scare myself off the bike. Any tips to help support my ankles better? I already plan on getting some SG12 boots. Thanks, guys. All right, ankle injuries. JT, you want to start or you want me to go? Go ahead. Um, just getting back from injury, obviously, the first thing, you're not going to be able to do that many laps. So just take it easy. Don't expect yourself to do the same stuff you did um, before your injury. And try to have fun with it. Like, don't go out there and expect, hey, I'm going to do this, this, this. Just have no expectations. If you get tired in two laps, pull off. Best thing you can do is just not to push it and get re-injured. And it'll eventually come back, but you just got to take it slow. Dislocating and breaking is bad. Like, breaking is bad, but then when you dislocate, yeah. that's bad, too. Right. Stretching all the ligaments and everything. Uh, the sector boot has got good ankle support. You can also look into that boot. Fly yeah. Fly sector boot. So, uh, But SG12 is good. Good yeah, boot. Nothing good wrong boot. with that, either. Um, some people, though, with ankle injuries, and depending on how it heals and how it grows back, they stay away from the booty boot. I've heard of that. Hmm. From rubbing? Uh, yeah. Just do they like, like an A-star? Is it seven? That there's no boot inside, right? Yeah, there's eight a half also. booty. There's a half booty inside? Yeah. Okay. And there's a booty. Is there one in the eight? There's one in the eight, yep. And there's is one. It? Okay. And there's, is there one in the eight? Yes. Yeah. Is there one in the sector? There is, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, The thing I learned just from Alpine Stars, they have these side, uh, I'm sure 
JT has the right term for it. They have these little bars, these plastic yeah, torsion, bars, like torsion, torsion bars. Yeah, I can't, I can't I, work. I, I can't wait to use those things. Yeah, I take them right out, and yeah. and the the boot feels great to me after that. Yeah, flat blade screwdriver. Yep, right out of there. What and happened to um? What happened to uh pants with hip pads in them, JT? Still have them. They do. Yeah. Hey, uh, JT, left, do you wear left joggers? Leg, left leg every time. Do you wear joggers, JT? I don't know what that means. Like, thank God. Like, like, like a thank God. Like, no, like the tight sweatpants with the tight bottoms, like cuffs. Like sweats. Like, chick, what are you talking chick about? Chick yoga pants. Chick yoga pants for dudes. Yeah. With, with just, cool I, just, I, just, I just pictured dudes. Did you, you want to like, run or something? Like under, like racing? What do you... Wh- no, they're just what? kickback. Like, you're going, you're going to hang out. I just got home. I want to put some shit on. Put some sweats on. But they're like more... They're better sweats. They're like designer <laughs> Kiefer, sweats. Stop it. Stop no, Steve, it. This I, don't wear, thing. I don't wear yoga stop pants. Stop it. They're not no, yoga he, pants. He doesn't wear yoga pants. It's just sweats. Um, no, they're sweat not sweatpants. No, they're not sweats. They're a little, They're tight. Yeah, they're they're like emo sweatpants. They're tight. Like they're they're skin touching for sure. I'm not emotional about my sweatpants. Okay. No, this right. is. A oh, thing. You're, you're saying on. you're saying it. You asked JT because he he, he dresses like fashion, this is like a skinny yes, jean right. sweatpant. That's what it is. No, I don't. He's I don't very fashion. Wouldn't you rather just have that on chicks? No, I like I have some. They're great. He has yoga pants. Yeah. Really? I wear yoga pants. You really? When I work out and stretch and stuff. <laughs> what do you wear under your pants? I free ball. Yeah, command. Motocross? Oh, no. no I wear the I Astra Zero G pant. That's, that's, uh, that's, what do you wear, JT, under your motor pants? Uh, like a chamois, like a fly chamois. Basically like yeah. a bicycle short. Right. You know, yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Huh. I have a like running tight pants, though, if that's what you mean, for like cold weather to go running. Yeah, like oh. tight, like like. Uh, but you put shorts over top. No. Or you just um, running? Them. You don't have to. I with mean, just you your, do you with your twig and berries just sticking out, and you're running. Franks and beans, Franks and beans. <laughs> well, I mean, they're they're you know anatomically designed. Okay. And if you have a little bulge when you're running, who cares? It's show it off. Hell, if I had a big ween, I'd show it off too. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> After dark already. <laughs> it's, it's eight o'clock and it's after dark for him. Uh, all it's right, always buddy. after dark for Keeper. It is. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks, JT. Thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um, right. uh, have fun uh, getting equipped. I guess your time zone wasn't too bad in, in Brazil, so uh, not too bad. Yeah, no, I was uh, one hour ahead of East Coast. So when do you get in bad. here for Monster Cup? Um, either Friday morning. I may have to come Thursday night. Uh, I don't okay. know yet. All right, well, let me know. That yeah, out. We'll hang, bro. So, yep. Sounds good. All right. See you, buddy. All right, see you guys. Uh, see ya. Flyracings.com, Jason Thomas uh, on the show, and uh, got into some uh, some sweats, some high-end sweats. That's a good talk. 702-586-757, give us a call anytime. Next up on the show, uh, Vortex Racing. This man uses Vortex sprockets on his uh, Yoshimura Suzuki, and uh, great guys, fantastic company. Email jake at vortexracing.com for 40%. Use the code PulpMX2015. 30,000 possible gearing combinations, more, more, more gearing than your garage has room for. Official sprockets uh, of a Yoshimura Suzuki. This man came back, first race out. He won. And uh, hoping to continue on uh, this week of the Monster Cup. Welcome back to the show, James Stewart. How are you? I'm doing good, Steve. How are you doing? I'm good. Congratulations. Uh, thanks. Thanks. It was a nice intro, too, so I appreciate <laughs> that. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a solid weekend. Um, a lot better than I thought it was going to go. So Oh, uh, stop it. You were my pick to win all the way. <laughs> I don't know why, man. I've been on the couch for the last year. Dude. So, uh <laughs> 
that Look, event I, is I made for a guy space. like you. It's a made for a, a guy like you. Just, you know, creative and, and thinking and, you know, wheel tapping and, and balls out niche and all that kind of stuff. That's made for James Stewart. I liked it. Yeah. No, I, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's, it's funny that, uh, you know, like we was all doing like the same rhythm this weekend and stuff. And like I said before, like, you know, I, I think, you know, I took the scrub to another level, but I, I don't like, I personally don't like doing it. So, uh, <laughs> But it, it's all good. It, we, yeah. we got the job done. Listen, you've won uh, a, a shit ton of races and titles and everything else, but you've been out for a long time. Um, were you nervous? Does James Stewart get nervous a little bit? I mean, it's not it's not Anaheim one, but it's still a race. You're still sitting there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody on the gate was nervous. Um, <clears throat> I mean, for sure, is you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure uh, on all of us, but you know, there was there was not one person or. You know, not. I probably heard. I'm glad to have you back. You know, you're mm-hmm. win this weekend probably five, six times a day. So, <laughs> um, I'm like, man, I, you know, it's a process. You know, I, I don't, I don't know too many people that can come off the, off the couch and not be racing for a year that is expected to win um, right off the gate. But, um, yeah, I, I get nervous for every race. I mean, I get nervous before anything. I, I do before I care. And mm-hmm. the day I don't, I'll quit racing or, or stop doing what I'm doing. Yeah, we know you had off for a little bit. Did you get to do anything out of the ordinary, something that you usually don't get to do because you're riding your dirt bike all the time, you get to do some, something that's cool for you and your family and get away a little bit? You know, um, no, not really. I mean, I, actually <laughs> doing a, <laughs> I was actually doing a lot of, like, business work. Um, you know, like I got to work, you know, my company with Seven and, you know, kind of get that thing transformed and get that going down the right direction and, and that was a big adventure and, and just kind of doing some some other stuff you know kind of buying my time and stuff and mm-hmm. you know I, I i wrote i mean i wrote a little bit but not that much i mean i i mean there i i mean i think i went two months or maybe more without riding a motorcycle at one time so mm-hmm. I, I knew once i came back you know i got a few years that i'm gonna give it 100 percent. so I, I i felt like it was a good time to just kind of take off, relax, you know, watch the races and, and do some other things, but no vacations, nothing like that. Yeah. It's gotta be tough. Like, okay. So you realize you're out for the year, you know, you're not going to be riding. It's, it's gotta be tough to head out in the garage with the green cabinets from the Cowie days and, uh, and still get motivated to like pound out laps. Right. Like, uh, God, I can't even imagine. You're just like, what, you know, Hey Malcolm, I guess you follow Malcolm around a little bit, but that's gotta be tough. Yeah, it was, it was tough for sure. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there was a few days I called Malcolm in the morning. I'm like, ah, nah, I'm not riding today. I'm sorry, I just don't really feel like it. <laughs> he was like, come on, man, you got to do it. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. But uh, you know, the the hard part for me is that like I, you know, I went through the training. Like you know, I went through the off season training in, in November and December, thinking that I was possibly gonna race, mm-hmm. and then I did it again. Um, you know, a month or so, a month and a half before the outdoors. So True. Right. Yeah. I did all this work just to sit on the couch and I'm like, I'm not doing it again. The next time, like I'm going to get focused on training. Uh, it's going to be a guarantee that I'm, I'm, I'm lining up for the race. So yeah, there was some time that, uh, yeah, I took off a little bit. The, uh, the straight rhythm itself, uh, good job by hammer and all the guys at Red Bull. It's a cool deal. Like we, we, we debated the top of the show, like what about making more events or what about making a little championship, like a three race series or whatever. But, what a cool idea and a cool event. Um, really neat to see. And, and, you know, obviously being on the on the TV, it's it's well done. Slow motion, Weege and RJ calling the action. Like, it's just a cool deal. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I, 
uh, as a rider, like I, you know, I appreciate it. You know, I thought it was fun and, you know, any moto heads, uh, you know, any, uh, growing up, we all played a site bikes and now, you know, it's mad skills and stuff like that. So, you know, we all had the video game where you just kind of, you know, shooting forward and playing video games like that. So it kind of, a video game into reality and things like that. And, uh, you know, just thinking outside the box and, and for us, it's a fun event. Um, you know, it's a fun off season event. You get to you know, make some money doing it. You get to, you know, yeah. have fun and stuff like that. But also, you know, for me personally, you know, you get to start and, and, you know, kind of work on some of your super pro stuff and mm-hmm. all that, even though there's not any turns, but you know, you, you do get to, you know, work on things that you, Sometimes you don't ordinarily get at a test track, and, and racing is a part of that, so it was nice. And it seemed like, and maybe maybe not, but it seemed like the guys, like after the race, win or lose, everyone was, hey, thumbs up, good job. Everyone was kind of happy to be there, like, ah, I lost, but hey, good job to you. Like, it just, there's a way more laid back attitude than you'd have at a, at a Supercross race. Yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. And, and especially like, you know, you got the big old jumbotron, so you know you're like, ah, I lost. And but I, I guarantee, like we all, you know, I mean, Dundee said in his interview, I know Ken said, and I said, you know, when you show up, no matter if you're racing two barrels, like you want to be able to win. So yeah. you, you 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 go there and you're like, you you give it your all for 45 seconds or whatnot. And if you win, you win. You lose, you lose. And they're like, all right, you know, you win. You're like, you stay in the zone. Like, good job, man. And you go back to the gate. If you lose, you're just like, ah, it was just fun. Like, <laughs> I'm just here. So, you know, I, I remember after when I, I lost the dungeon, I was like, ah, you know, I'm like, dude, I've been off for a year. Like, I mean, it's fine. Right. But, but as I'm like driving back, I'm like, man, forget this. Like, no, no, like I'm, I'm going back for this. So it's, uh, you know, I yeah. guess it kind of depends what, what position you end up getting in. <laughs> Uh, I know your uh, I know your move uh, is to hide things away, uh, maybe do them one lap, a last lap of practice or whatever. So, how much did you have that dragon back in your pocket? Because uh, you were in the race versus Dunge. I think you were trailing all three times coming into that, and uh, and it, it got you ahead. And then, you, of course, charging the whoops too. You you were better than Ryan in that too. Was that something you were holding in your back, or were you all of a sudden like, hey, look, I cleared the dragon back? No, actually, I, I did it. On uh, Friday, like okay. I, I was doing it on Friday, so it wasn't nothing that I was hiding on. I just, I just knew I was, you know, I could, I felt like I could go quicker in other spots, but you know, until like they caught up on that part or, or mm-hmm. was going faster through the whoops, I was like, oh, I, I'll just kind of hang out, <laughs> make sure I see tail top right, and, yeah. and just get to Dragon's back section. But the funny thing was is that, um, you know, I don't know if Ryan meant to do it or if he was planning on doing it. Um, <clears throat> He, obviously I was fast on the dragon's back and then the whoops and he was really quick, you know, on those, those on off tabletops yeah. at the end. But the second time we went around, he, it, it was funny. He actually did the dragon's back thing and, and actually went quicker through the dragon's back, both of them. And then went into whoops. And I was like, all right, you know, my plan was I get through the, the beginning part. I'll hit the dragon's back and I'll catch up. Well, by the time I got to that part, I'm like, I look over and homie's like flying through the dragon's back in the whoop, uh, in uh, both dragon's back section. And I'm like, damn, like, dude, he, you know, he stepped it up. And you must have this thing planned after the, after the first one. So that's when I went bonsai through the whoops. Like, I was like, all right, well, well, we'll see how fast you want to go through these things. And I was able to get back through them again. But, uh, right. yeah, it was, it was, it was a unique event. It was fun, and um, you know it was cool to come out on top. Did you happen to see? Uh, did you happen to see uh, Carmichael's uh, Twitter? I don't know if you follow him. I don't, but uh, it was passed on to me about you at the straight rhythm. 
No, uh-uh, I didn't see it. He no. said, uh, Villeman said, why do they remove the whoops every time it's Stu's turn? And Carmichael says, you think he ever wonders what might happen when he's wide open going into them? And uh, uh, Villeman said, uh, uh, maybe he has amnesia. And Ricky says, he doesn't look, he just sends it WFO, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> what? So he was, like, I, I, so he was saying that, you know, I, well, I'm crazy people. Yeah, they're just, they're both amazed that, like, you're just like, I'm sending it, bro. Check me out in the whoops, you know? So, yeah. The, the, the funny thing is, is that, like, you know, honestly, like, you can believe it or not, is that, like, I, I never once thought I was actually out of control or, or was actually going like fast. Like, I, I yeah. could have went faster to him, but there was no sense. But, you know, I think it's, you know, um, you know, I, I, Actually, Ricky, he probably would be afraid. I mean, I I remember he remembers Dallas. No, well, they, in the boat, so. yeah, they well they kept talking <laughs> about that. They, and Ricky said, "I haven't done that since Dallas. Like that's, <laughs> that was the last time where where he just looked like he grabbed a gear when and then he was like, I guess I got to match this guy in the whoops, and then it went horribly." <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I guess I can kind of see what he's saying because last time he did that, it was it was that night. So right. you know, I can see why it is, but I don't know, man. I, yeah. I just I guess I see it a little bit different than uh, most. Yeah, I felt that I felt like you were in like it wasn't sketchy at all. It just you were just doing you in the whoops, you know, which uh, may be one of the fastest guys ever in the whoops. But uh, uh, Kiefer, you got a question? Yeah, I was watching you. There's like a speed check wall, and I was noticing you at the beginning of the day. You're scrubbing, and then. And later part of the day, you're more soaking it straight on versus scrubbing because I guess if you scrub too hard, it kind of threw your trajectory off to do the next rhythm. Was that something planned later in the day just to soak it up straight? Well, um, as the day went on, like I got, I started going a little bit faster as the competition got stronger. I started going faster and faster. Well, when I started doing that, I started going faster, you know, through the whoops and stuff. So there was a few times like I really couldn't, I couldn't, um, you know, scrub it that hard. And then the first speed check, I was more concentrated on just like getting over it and, uh, you know, making sure I hit that rhythm section. So, you know, my whole thing was, is that if I get through these tabletops, then I, I got a good chance on winning the race. I, I feel pretty confident at the end. So, um, yeah, it was just mainly testing some few things out. And then once I got it dialed in, it was, it was really no sense on, you know, scrubbing too hard or, or you know, yeah. screwing up my, my that mid part of that section. You look like you uh, spun a few times too. Was it was it steel back there? What was it? What were you starting on? Because it looked like you got a jump and then kind of lit it up. Yeah, um, it, it was steel, okay, uh, yeah. like a grade, right, uh, right, grade. But it also like uh, the way the way my bike is. You know, we we <laughs> the funny part is we actually get pretty good launches. Like you know, we were practicing at the test track. Mm-hmm. And my front wheels off like a half an inch or you know two inches off the ground. So when I was starting on Friday, like I was actually as soon as I took off, my front wheel never touched until it went. It actually hit the downside of the jump. So mm-hmm. I was actually slowing down to make sure the front wheel touched instead of doing no you know nose the endo with the front wheel <laughs> locked up, which I was doing on Friday. So, right. It was all just try to stay safe and just get get to the dragon part part, and then after that we can have some fun. <laughs> we can check it out from there. Was it was it sec- was it second gear the whole time until the whoops? Is that what it was? Um, uh, I maybe. I mean, I, <laughs> I I mean I I shift probably twenty pounds around the supercross track, so I would probably say that I, at some point it was probably third 
in probably third, maybe even fourth in there. I mean, the higher you are in the gear, the easier it is to go through them. So uh, I was probably up in gears. You want to take some phone calls? As usual when you're on the yeah. line. Um, yeah. Isaiah, uh, thanks for calling the Pulp Mech Show. James Stewart presented by Vortex Racing, Vortex Bars and Sprockets, uh, VortexRacing.com. What's your question for uh, James Stewart, Isaiah? Hey, Steve, thanks for the shows that you've been doing. They've been really interesting. Thank you, man. Um, hey, Stuart, um, first question is, who was your most favorite competitor to race against, Chad Reed or Ricky Carmichael? Or Tim Ferry. You can also drop in a third answer, Tim Ferry. <laughs> All right. Uh, I would say Ricky. Um, you know, I always felt like I knew what I was going to get with Ricky. Um you know, me and me and Timmy was he was teammates, but you know, Steve, you know, I call him Dirty Dog. You know, he got <laughs> yeah, me at yeah, that. Yeah, he did. He did. He got you hanged down. So yeah. I, I would probably say. I mean, I I enjoy racing. You know, I, I respect all three of them, but I, I would probably say Ricky. Uh, he was probably the most consistent. Like the guy's gonna be on pretty much every weekend. So, yeah, him. The the James Stewart, Chad Reed, Ricky Carmichael battles. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we haven't seen that with the Ryans. We haven't seen that even like in the last few years. Those three, four years, you and Ricky going at it outdoors. Uh, you guys were about two minutes ahead of third place. Those were some times in our sport. Like, I don't know if we'll ever get them back, but they were something else, man. That was those were those were racist. <laughs> so yeah, I always said like when I when I raced Ricky, he was always he was the the one guy that you know Villapoto was like that also. You know he he got to it. Um, you know, where you just knew he was going to die trying, basically. And, um, you know, but unfortunately, like, I never really had a chance. Like, either I was out or, you know, he was out or whatnot. So we just really never went to head, head-to-head until actually 2014 was really the first time we really went head-to-head a couple times during the year. But mm-hmm. Ricky was always that, you know, guy like, all right, you know, like, I'm not letting off. He's not letting off. You know, like, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna crash. He's gonna crash. I'm gonna. He's gonna hit the boat. I'm, you know, whatever. It <laughs> right, was. Like, right, right. Like, we're gonna, we're going. We're somebody going is gonna. <laughs> somebody's going down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all our races and stuff. You know, if you go back and think about it, like, you know, one of us usually went went down at some point in there, and it, yeah. it was always it was always a battle. Thanks, uh, thanks, Isaiah. Yeah, thank you. All right, thanks. Raining yellow. Welcome. Your man is on the phone. He is victorious once again. It has been a long year for you, Raining yellow. Congratulations. Hey, James. Uh, sounds uh, sounds like uh, all is well. Uh, what's it called? Uh, my quality of life is going to go up now that I can watch James race. Well, congratulations. You've made your quality of life go up. Hey, but I got I to gotta say thank you, James, for uh, – I remember I was on the, the Gears website. You gave me a shout out. Uh, Roger hooked me up with some gear, so it's good to see no you back. And uh, he's happy, he, doing well, and uh, he's tearing up. Yeah, I, he's tearing up. He's here. getting all nervous. He is. He's nervous. He is. No, uh, hey, not, man, stay strong. Stay strong, my brother. Hey, you're. Uh, <laughs> We're we're family now, so you know you, you keep it real through all that stuff. I can see how much you know hate and you know jealousy you get sometimes, but you know I appreciate the love and all that. So yeah, keep it real. Right on, right on. So uh, yeah, no, it's good to see you back. Um, uh, and uh, I'll be at A one. So good luck at Monster Cup. 
And, uh, yeah, it's all good. It's raining yellow, baby. All right. Right on, Jen. See, all right, see it raining yellow. Hey, James, by the it's way, I don't know. going to be raining something today. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Hey, by the way, I don't know if you saw that, but uh, the seven athlete, uh, the newest seven athlete, Evan Ferry. I, I was, uh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Take it. Yeah, no, it. I, I, it's, it's obviously, you know, this kid's doing very well. And, and, uh, you know, it was, it, you know, when I look at seven and stuff, you know, I always think about, you know, the new, you know, the kids that's coming up and, you know, the people I actually want to represent, you know, my company and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, even though me and <clears throat> Timmy, I call him dirty dog, you know, he was, you know, he was a hard worker and stuff. And obviously his son is the same way. So, you yeah. know, we've been hired some, some different kids and it's been going good. Um, you know, it's actually been going really good and, you know, a lot of different changes that's coming up here and, and you know, just trying to make things better. Uh, just getting in the studio right now, the director of Supercross. He's in Vegas here, Monster Cup. Dave Prater, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dave. Oh, oh, Dave. Go ahead. What's happening, James? What's going on, Dave? Um, the Monster Cup this weekend. I was going to bring this up. James, you have one thing to remember. Don't forget the Joker lane. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is all – I cannot believe we've seen guys miss this thing, Prater, and, uh, and that, that's it. James has never missed it, No, though, James so has been good, yeah. but – yeah, I mean, uh, I'm solid, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm solid. <laughs> I, I know exactly when I'm gonna do it and stuff. But all I gotta say is that you know, you you gotta believe after I won the third race, the one race I was thinking about was when we had the issues with the starting gate. I'm like, man, that could have that was probably a million dollar start that I got messed up on because I whole shot it and then got a bad start and went down in the first corner. But it was all good. Uh, you know, we're going to this weekend. I know when I'm gonna hit Joker Lane already, so I'm not. I'm not really too concerned. Nice. I don't even know where it's at. I just know I'm gonna hit it. <laughs> it's right. actually, it's actually, Dave. It's a little uh, different this year. Uh, a snake, an S turn, right? Yeah, we're doing an S turn down the start straight. So you come off. Stewart. Yep, exactly. There you go. You know when I'm for the, right for the return of James. We made it an S turn, but it's uh it should be cool. It should be a little something different. That starts elevated, so you drop in off the start, and then once you come back around, you use the drop in as a berm, and you either go take the normal lane to the right or cut a little inside and take an S turn down the start straight. Yeah, it. it I can't. We'll talk about this when we hang up with James, but. I can't believe anybody would forget it. Seriously, I, I you know, like it blows me away. And then we saw we've seen multiple guys, even some of the backbarkers guys have forgotten. It's not yeah. just Dungey Villapoto. Yeah. And I'm just like, come on, guys, you got one thing, one thing to remember. I know. I think it's hard. I mean, obviously, I've never done yeah. it, but when you're locked in and you're I guess, battling a right? guy and you're just yeah. focused on them. Also, too, you, in the old format, too, you're coming on a straightaway wide open. And yeah, that really, one was a tough one. You got to think about hitting the brakes and, right. and dunking in. Uh, James, yeah. you're going to be uh, at Lille, I see, uh, on the website. That, uh, that's locked in. That's official. You and uh, Malcolm? Yeah. Um, yeah, me and Malcolm going to – I keep calling her Bercy, but we're going to France. And then he's doing – I think he's going to be the new modern-day Larry Ward. Like, <laughs> I asked him, like, how many races are you doing? He's like five or something off-season yeah. races over there and stuff and so yeah now we'll be at that one and then uh yeah i'm going to australia i don't think he's going to that one so it should be good yeah you know, i felt like uh you know as many gate drops i can get and sure. kind of just use it as practice it'll be good um and the fans they thank god i've never i've been in that race every year i'm going again this year i'm also going to bulgaria i'll see malcolm there eric's eric's taking me mm-hmm. there too but the french fans and booba they go they cannot get enough of Booba. When was the last there. time you were there, James? Uh, 2000, 2010. 10? Yeah. 
yeah, 10, uh, 2009 or 10. I know I went back to back and, uh, yeah, it's, God, they love you. I mean, it's, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, anytime <laughs> I've ever went to Europe, it's, it's been crazy. When I went to England um, twice, it, it was crazy there too. But yeah, the, the French fans are. I yeah. mean, they're, they're freaking awesome. Yeah, they don't know how to say my name. But, yeah, no, uh, they yeah. they love it, man. I, honestly, I mean, I've been going every year, and I just see. I mean, the guys all get mobbed. They all get, you know, everyone wants a, ch- a piece of them. But when, when you're there, it's like, holy crap, guys! Like, calm down, like Jesus. Um, and then. Uh, <laughs> You know, look, and then the Australian race coming up, too. We had Chad on the show uh, a few weeks ago, and he said, you know, I, he's never come down and raced me on my turf, and uh, and it's going to be good, and, and get him in front of my fans, friends and family. And you think about the epic rivalry between you and Chad Reed over every single year. Uh, that's going to be cool for those people down there. It's going to be – and it's a tight arena. You, it's going to be great racing between you two. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe because I I know I, I want to get out of there alive, so you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything uh, that's gonna, gonna jeopardize that. But right. yeah, I mean, I I feel like if we race, you know, fair and, and all that, I'll race. But uh, you know, I'm not going to 2011 Atlanta. I can tell you that right now. No, so, no, <laughs> no, no. He can win. I, I don't mind. Yeah. Take it, man. Take it. I just want to get yeah. out of here. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, for this weekend's. Uh, monster cup how are you feeling and all that obviously we saw the straight rhythm the, the win there and everything else but um are you you know are you peaking are you are you going to be you know working on some things testing things is a great event with three main events to test some things too um what's the what's what do you like going into this race uh, with so much uh, downtime uh honestly like i mean like i said i i i was shocked that I won the straight rhythm. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's hard to believe and stuff, but, you know, that's, you know, I haven't been preparing, you know, to to go out and, like, win races. Like, I've been preparing on, like, setting a motorcycle up. Cause mm-hmm. I know I got a busy, <clears throat> busy off-season, uh, you know, with those two races overseas and stuff. So, you know, lately, we i just been testing. So, I get all the testing done and then, you know, race the Monster Cup and then race, uh, you know, those races and not have to worry about coming back and testing. So, mm-hmm. you know, we just been doing that stuff. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of, I don't know how I'm going to do. Honestly, right. it's probably one of the first, first races that I, I'll, I'll go to and say, you know, shoot, I, I really don't know. But I just know that, you know, whatever happens and stuff, it, I mean, it really doesn't matter if I win, lose. It's, it's all, it's all a process and it's all a plan that just gets stronger and stronger at each race. So, you know, when we get into Anaheim and, and we start that series, that I'm peaking then. So that's, mm-hmm. that's my whole goal. Right. Usually when it comes to Vegas and you always have a sick kit laid out ready to go for for vegas or monster cup you have anything special for for seven coming to monster cup no no i actually don't um that's the, it's again like we uh there's a lot of changes this off season um you know as far as with seven and kind of everything with the program and stuff so mm-hmm. i'm actually you know i I have a bunch of gear that I haven't worn, you know, because I haven't raced all year. So nothing really, you know, nothing really, you know, set in stone. All our gear, I feel like it's pretty good. But, you know, once we get into the main stuff and Supercross and all that, we'll have some pretty, pretty banging things, one-off stuff. But right now, um, you know, what you see is what you can go buy on the shelf. Vortex Racing, you bring in Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart, uh, the winner of the Red Bull Straight Rhythm here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, thanks, James. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, to, I know you're busy and everything else. Um, so 
thank you. Good luck uh, this weekend. We'll be seeing you. And congrats on the straight rhythm and, and everything else. All right. I appreciate it, guys. Take care. All right. See you, James. See you. See you bud. James Stewart, everybody. Red Bull straight rhythm. Uh, right from James Stewart, brought to you by Vortex Racing, to Dave Prater. Prater, I can't believe you're here. I know, man. I'm, I can only duck you for so long. I'm like, I'm, all right, I'm heading out. That's what I was telling JT. I'm like, Prater couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't come up with meetings. He dinner. ran out of excuses. <laughs> uh, or, or Watson. Maybe it was Watson that you were ducking, too, when, when he was no, in No, no. <laughs> I love Kenny. I love Kenny. Uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. This is great. Uh, 702-586-7857. Question for director of Supercross Dave Prater. How's things going down in the stadium? Things are going well. Everything's on track. We moved in yesterday mm-hmm. about 8 a.m. and uh, we're doing well. We've got, I don't know, three of the three of the lanes built already. Elevated start platform is built. Um, platform for the track and the stands are built. So mm-hmm. we're on schedule. Going well. The uh, This race is always pretty cool. I like the straight rhythm thing. It's just different. It's unique. It, it's uh, the million dollars, too. Like, you know, we saw last year, like, Trade won the first two and probably would have just taken the overall, taken hung up behind Davey, taken the overall. But right. he's like, I got a million dollars. I can win. Pushed it. Lost front end. Davey went on to, to a major unexpected win. But that million dollars for sweeping all three, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, and like, so this I, is the – Yeah. Whose idea was that? Or how did that come about? You know, I don't even know how it came about. It Monster and – we had been talking to Monster – for years about just doing okay. something different yeah. when we had the u.s open and um you know we needed a change and we wanted to go do something do something that was fun that was different and big mm-hmm. and i think it probably all started i think it came about because someone threw out what the purse was going to be the u.s open had two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars or right. whatnot and someone threw out the monster million i think probably as a joke at okay, first yeah, yeah. and then uh it grew from there and right uh, it came it came into reality. We saw Villapoto win it the first year and this is the fifth year, so the four years previous, um, James missed it by one race mm-hmm. and then Trey missed it by one race. Yeah. So Yeah, you've come closer than you would think. Mm-hmm. Like just bench racing, you're like, it's pretty hard to sweep three motos, you know, good starts, all that you know. Right. And if actually guys have come pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's definitely uh yeah. it's that's what you'd think. You're right. Yeah. But I think once you find, you know, your rhythm and uh-huh. you get the confidence after, especially if you win that first one, yeah. you just carry it through. Yeah. This guy here, we were talking before you got here, him and JT were reminiscing. They want the U.S. Open back. I like the U.S. Open, it too. It was good. See, it was saying. fine. But 450s on that arena, near the end, people forget. It wasn't exactly star-studded. The racing itself wasn't great. I but, like the Monster Cup. It's it's better. I, mean, I like the I Monster like, Cup, too. But, no, like, yeah, it's this not, the the atmosphere being in the in the hotel and the yeah. track right there and everyone's in the same area just Dude, felt like the it was bikes a, are too big for that thing now like that little tiny floor. yeah no i agree but i i i understand the atmosphere yeah. thing i used to be at the mgm grand all week like eight <laughs> to ten days and never go outside i'd go yeah, walk yeah. to my room walk to the track <laughs> it's a lot easier. but you're right steve i mean it needed to be something different yeah. it was it was tough to get guys to go race the U.S. Open. It's not tough to get them to come. No, because it, it replicates what you're going to see in Anaheim. Right. You know? And it's yeah. it's different. It's fun. It, the three main events, a million dollars on the line. So it's just something they enjoy doing mm-hmm. where the U.S. Open wasn't. I, I think, yeah, by the end, it, you know, it was great. The drunken stuff afterwards was great for all of us. But right. people forget, like, the racing was like, eh, you know, kind of like whatever. Yeah. Um, the uh, Joker Lane. Um, like we talked about with James a little bit. Like, again, he's never missed it. Right. We saw Villapoto miss it. We saw Dungey miss it. Like, which I forget which one it was, but one of them missed it in the first race, and the other one got the win. 
But then the next one missed it in the other race. You're like, dude, yeah. you saw the guy miss it. Dungy missed it. Okay. Villapoto pulled up to him and told him about yeah, it. He realized right. it. And, and then, then Villapoto is battling with James, and he misses it the dude, next time. And then, and then I've seen some guys in the back of the field that forgot it were docked yep. also. Yep. It's incredible. It's a great idea. I love it. I can't believe these guys miss it. I really can't. But, but it totally adds to the event where you're like, who hasn't taken it? Who hasn't taken it? it you know, and you're watching them, and you're like, oh, God. Right, because this guy may be in front. You know, yeah. James may be in front of Dungy, but... James hasn't taken the Joker and Dungey has. Right. So, and you're trying to gauge in your mind, all right, it takes about five seconds to get through yeah. the Joker. Is he five seconds ahead of him? Well, and on top of that, we've seen guys miss it. So now you're like, is he going to miss this? Right. And so like the extra, like you're like, oh, I think he's missing it. Like, Definitely. <laughs> no, it adds a whole different flair to it. And it's, uh, I, I don't know if the guys like it a whole lot, yeah. but it's... You know what? Screw them. It's just... It's exciting, man. <laughs> yeah. Screw It adds a lot to the event, no, for I, sure. So, five years in, four four races, right? This is the fifth year, like yep, you said. fifth year. You happy with it? Like, how it's evolved? The first year, maybe we're a little long in the main events. We t- yeah. tried to turn it more into, like, a moto thing, but I think you guys have shortened it, tightened it up. Five years in, you happy with this thing? We're happy, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, we're always trying to get better. You're right. The first year, we tried to make it a little more motocross mm-hmm. than we should have probably. We went out around that grass area yeah. in the pits. and Some sand whoops. It, yeah, it was cool, <laughs> but it just yeah. lap times are way too long. Yeah. So um, we tightened it back, and, and uh, everything's good. And Ricky keeps coming up with crazy ideas, and yeah. it just keeps growing. Uh, what do you think of the start being moved into the stadium, Kiefer? Did you like the outdoor start, or did you – you like it being indoor? I think I think indoors would be a little bit actually friendlier for the guys for right racing. You know, the roost is going to be right. so gnarly, like right off the bat. So that'll kind of tone that down a little bit, mm-hmm. and the fans could see it They're yeah. right there in front of you. So that's cool. I thought moving it out was awesome. Just like I thought, like um, getting rid of semis was awesome. And then I, mm-hmm. I think I welcome them back now. In my opinion. I like to move it first. Then I was like, mm, maybe not. Like, as we saw, the guys kind of riding around in seventh, eighth, and ninth right. in the heats. So when you move the start outside, I'm like, oh, that's a bitching idea. That's incredible. But I felt like it kind of, you kind of sat there and you're like, oh, here they come, you know? So yeah, I think no, moving it back in, I'm a fan of that. I think we're, we're always trying to make yeah, it different. Yeah, of course. Right. And I agree with you. When we first moved it out, I thought it was great. And then it's almost, you don't see it. So the start is when they come blasting in the stadium, yeah. which is very cool in itself but there's something to be said there's about actually the, the seeing revs, the gate drop the revs, right. the gate drop yeah everything so it, we'll see we'll see how it works ticket year, sales ticket sales good ticket sales are good yeah still have a few to sell though okay. so uh supercrossonline.com people tell yeah, them my, sent you yep supercrossonline.com actually supercrosslive.com oh, or well, monsterenergycup.com okay, my bad so I can't even get that right. It's all right, buddy. Uh, we changed it. Boyer and Holly still doing their show too, right? Boyer and Holly yeah. will be doing their which, show. Which is great. And I think, I don't know if you knew this, but Boyer heard Stank on our show, Stank Dog. <laughs> we And in Monster Cup, not everybody can go. It's, right. it's invite only. Mm-hmm. Boyer maybe called you or I don't. But yeah, you guys, the next he didn't call me. Okay. He, St- he texted me. And Stank the next, Dog got in? Yeah, the next day. He was at my office when I walked into work. <laughs> Boyer's like, "You got it. You know the story." And I'm like, "You're like, no, I don't. Know I don't story. know the story, but let's let's talk about it." And yeah, we uh, we got him in, uh, so it'll be cool. Stank dog on the 252. That's so cool. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Right. Good luck with that. Buddy. Starts are gonna be great. <laughs> well, yeah. no, it's qualifying. I qualifying during the day, and then the ma- the night show is just the main event. So right, but I'm saying right. it starts if he makes it in the main, it's not gonna be very good. Yeah, yeah so he's like, gonna be tough to make it in. Plus, the main. Uh, Vegas is not too loamy. No, that's no. true. Yeah, that's it's very great true. for two-stroke traction, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I think they're running uh, 
uh, slicks. <laughs> yeah. Gibbs, did you have something you want to say? Yeah, no. Question? Yeah, I had a quick question. Uh, we were talking about the U.S. Uh, Open for a little bit. Do you know what size the new stadium that they're building out here is going to be? It's, it's got to be bigger than that arena that the MGM had, right? Oh, the arena they're building. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The no, it, yeah, it's bigger. It's, yeah, that's it's called an arena. It's called an arena? Yeah, it's not a stadium. Well, whatever. Uh, that could be possible for a return to the U.S. Open, right? I mean, you who knows? Know. It's a bigger Anything's floor plan possible. for sure. Yeah. It's a bigger floor it's right plan. right next to so. New York, New York. And the MGM has one of the largest floor floors in the country as far as arenas go. So, And it is going to be bigger than that. It is? Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. Once you retract the Yeah, bring the, the, bring the things seats. in. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so there's a new arena coming, but... Uh, I guess that's the one bad point about obviously the the Monster Energy Supercross Series wraps up here in early Maine, and then right. we're back here. We don't have the nicest stadium here, like the metal bleachers. Like it's not. It's weird the, because Vegas is such a huge city, but I know, I know. I, well, you, can, you never know. I mean, you also too the the capacity for you guys on the felt side of things. You'd like to have well, yeah, more definitely. people. The more know? seats, the better, right. obviously. Yeah, yeah. But they're continuing to make improvements. Um, it's getting better and better. Yeah, but yeah. Um, we'll see what yeah, happens. You know, it's one it's stadium. one drawback thing to uh, to it. Um, who's coming this weekend? Everybody, Barsha coming? Are those Barsha's coming? In? Everyone really, except for uh, the guys who were hurt, Seeley and Tomac, um, okay. and Muskan. Yeah, Muskan's so, wrist. Yeah, that's ought, be, that's ought to be one of the biggest years for his top guys coming, right? I mean, yeah, definitely. I usually, you have like four to five guys, and I have like almost ten dudes that could actually do something. Well, I think yeah. it's like what you said. Like when you talk to team managers about it, like I remember the days of I was a mechanic and we were bitching about going to U.S. Open, you know. And then, but now when I talk to guys, they're like, "Yeah, we're in." Like, like you said, it's, yeah. it's a full opportunity, and also too, the the rules are a little bit relaxed, right? As there are no rules really. Yeah, so. um, Data, sound and that's about it data is, is rec well you guys have slacked the data rules a little bit too in super costs uh, a little changed bit, a bit. Yeah. but you can go more wide open here so people use it for data for testing for everything else it's yeah, great for can, those guys you can do anything right um and the elevated start how high is that thing it's 12 feet 12 feet tall so basically they're they're what starting the red, off what's the straight rhythm I'm not sure. Okay. They're starting off the top of the the locker room. Oh they are. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They'll be on the locker room and then the gate will drop, and basically, as soon as they clear the gate, they're dropping. They're in. So. 702-586-757. you got a question for Director of Supercross, Dave Prater. We had Coombs on earlier talking about the Southwick coming back and everything oh, yeah, else. Cool. Um, and uh, he didn't get yelled at about two strokes. But maybe if you want to yell at Dave Prater about two strokes. Hey, <laughs> yell at me about it. We're letting him in. Come You'll on see in. one at the Monster Energy Cup <laughs> Saturday night. It's always you people's fault why two strokes aren't racing, know. right? <laughs> yeah, you know oh, how it God. is. Um, but uh, no, looking forward to uh, to going this weekend. It should be it should be a good time. And if somebody sweeps the first two, man, it gets it gets exciting. It million, does, million for bucks sure. on the line. And uh, still having the amateur all stars and do, doing yep, that. Yep. Still doing the amateur all stars and the super mini. So to me, that's exciting too. Is watching the amateur all stars. It is, man. That's yeah. the biggest. I mean, Super obviously, is sketchy. There's the Cup class, <laughs> which is the best yeah. Supercross riders in the world, and yeah. then the Amateur All Stars, which is the next generation of best riders, and then the Super Mini. Yeah. And then KTM Juniors, KJSC, all the the yeah. ten winners from each city are there. So That's it's cool. like the All Star race for them as well. God, you got to come in. How early for this thing? So when did you get here? Yesterday. I got here actually Friday. We Friday. had a meeting on Saturday, but. Wow. Jeez, you're here all day, all week. Love uh, it, man. No, you don't. You, <laughs> you love Tampa. You're down in Tampa now. We yeah, are. Everybody We're moved. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody moved down there from uh, yeah. from uh, Chicago down to Tampa. Yeah, so. our uh, new office is in Ellington, Florida, and it's about 45 minutes south of Tampa. So. And everything with um, Feld is all there. The yeah, we're circuses all. Circuses and yep. racing and everything, right? We're all there. We're uh, slowly moving 
the uh, operations for or everything. What about slowly moving Denny Hartwick? He is slowly moving. He is coming. <laughs> he's he's dragging his feet now. He'll be down there yeah. probably next year. Right. Uh, the track design. You mentioned Carmichael builds it or designs it and works with the Dirtworks guys and you guys, obviously. What was the thinking behind no whoops? Like, we don't see the whoops of the Monster Cup, and I love them. You know, I like to see them every weekend. I love it when JT stands in them, too, and takes photos, by the way. Right. Yeah, um, I do, too. But uh, uh, what was Where's the thinking? Where is JT, by the way? Uh, he was in Brazil for, okay. like, a week. Right. Now he's back. Okay. But... Uh, What's your thinking behind that? Like, what, what's sort of the reasoning? Or is there a strategy at all? There wasn't really a strategy. Okay. It's just when we started this, like, we wanted to, to be, um, like, a hybrid track. Supercross, okay. motocross. And by putting whoops in, it just felt a little too supercrossy. Yep. So that was a decision we made early on. Um, just something, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, it, may, it may have been Ricky's. It's funny when you're talking about Ricky and Chad and James. Um, back <laughs> when they were battling... We used to walk around the tracks just to, I don't know who thought of, thought this would be a good idea, but we used to walk around the tracks. It was myself and those three, and we would look at different obstacles, yeah. and, and we'd get their opinion yeah. what to you guys try think? to yeah. make it better. Right. And it was like walking the three bears around. Like one, We'd get to the whoops, and it was like, oh, these whoops are too big. And then these whoops are too little. Too little oh, these yeah. whoops are perfect. <laughs> so, and that lasted about three races. And well, I'm like, fellas, let's. We used to, when I was at Yamaha, Chad had Ricky covered in the whoops, right? It was bad. And Ricky was had the lower Honda, right, back then. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you they were started getting smaller. And you should have heard the conspiracy theories in the truck. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Oh, he's, he's complaining. He's paying him like, off. Oh, you know, you know that. When <laughs> no. you're in the trenches, you know, like that's the shit that goes right, on, right? right. <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. I think it, I don't even know if it was like a conscious decision. We just decided, yeah. let's make it more yeah, motocrossy. Let's, let's do some elevation changes and that type of thing. Bummer. Uh, we were supposed to see Gautier Paul, and he told me he was all set, ready to go, and then he's got to have knee surgery. So yeah. it would. I love the fact that some of those guys want to come over and do it. You know, yeah. I think that's a great thing. Um, yeah, we're getting more interest every year, so uh, we got to take a commercial. Will you stick around after that? Yeah, uh, about ten minutes or yeah, fifteen no minutes, and then we'll talk a little more. I want to talk to you. You know, I'm going to get on you about changing super costs a little bit. So let's get up. Let's wait. Take commercial, then we'll come back, and I'll start yelling at you for <laughs> nice not changing <laughs> super costs that all of our listeners have heard over and over. Uh, Pulp Mag Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Dave Prater, director of Supercross. In Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider Magazine. Stick around, we'll be right back after this commercial. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. 
The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use the pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike's handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Giganoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Enticknap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all new line of atlas braces are 20% lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself the only thing left to do is join RV Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. 
Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. 
Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know, you know these, these bars, bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Some people in the chat room aren't fans of your song, Kiefer. Yeah, that happens sometimes. DirtRider.com, DirtRider Magazines, Chris Kiefer in studio. Director of Supercross, Dave Prater, uh, has been in with us. The Kiefer, there's no chance that anyone like who has more like responsibility slash power in our industry has been in the studio. There's a shining than, light than over this Prater. chair right now. Well, I, don't, I don't go that far, but... <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I don't Prater, go that far, man. But what's cool about it... Prater's is you, a really important guy. Right, but what you, what's cool about him is if you see him at the track, at the Supercross race where he's running all over the hell, he still has time. Hey, how's it going? Shakes your hand. He doesn't fucking cool guy you, so... There, there's a lot of people, Dave won't say anything, but there's a lot of people like teams, riders, that get pissed at Supercross for things that they do. But you always hear... Prater's a cool guy, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like Dave. <laughs> There's always that caveat where no one's really pissed at Prater. Thanks, fellas. They, they, they you guys are too at, kind. They may be pissed at some rules or some things that are going on with sponsors. Right. But everyone's like, Dave's, Dave's an awesome guy, though. 
Thanks. I appreciate that, guys. That's the goal. Well, right. the goal is to make them love Supercross as well. Yeah, but. No, absolutely. You can't make everybody happy. I've learned that in my writing career slash podcasting career. When you try to make everybody happy, that's when you kind of fail. So Yes, true. Whichever direction you take is going to piss somebody off. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Nitro Circus on board Michelin Starcross 5 launching now. Michelin brand new tire that Chris Kiefer helped develop. Ride engineering on the show, as long with Race Tech, Vortex Racing, Roos Graphics, X Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under Underwear, official underwear of Rick uh, uh, R.A. Dickey, who pitched the Blue Jays to, to a win today. Forcing Game 5, suck it, Texas Rangers. Gal for breaks and KTMPartsExpress.com. KTMPartsExpress.com. Use code PulpMX15 when you're checking out to uh, save yourself money with those guys. KTMPartsExpress.com. Dave Prater in the studio. Monster Energy Cup coming up this Saturday night. Dave, uh, Fox Sports 2 on Saturday night, and a, but a rerunning on the Big Fox um, on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, that's a right. A little bit of a change. But, I mean, the baseball playoffs on Fox Sports 1, so that, that kind of happens. Yeah, Major League Baseball is kind of a tough one to get over. But uh, mm-hmm. Fox Sports 2 live Saturday night, 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. And then, uh, like you said, re-air next day. So Sunday, the, will the, the whole 18th. show run, or will it be a condensed hour? Or it's, a, what do I we know? think it's an hour and a half, so okay. it's a little condensed. But yeah. um, you'll see all the all the pro guys and yeah. condensed version of the amateurs. But uh, on the East Coast, it'll be at four thirty, so it's after the NFL on Fox, and mm-hmm. the West Coast it precedes the NFL at a nice, nice lead in. Yeah, yeah right. Definitely. That, that kind of works. Yeah. Uh, how much do you use the director of Supercross? Uh, the TV package handled by Fox. Uh, Michael Prince is a big part of it down at Feld. How much do you, the director of Supercross, the operations, do you get involved in that kind of stuff, or, or not really? I get involved as far as the actual um, contracts and stuff. Yeah. Not not really. You're um, worried but, about the buildings and everything. Right. Else. Um, but as for, you know, Michael Prince, Ken Hudgens, our COO, they handle all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mike Aber- or Mark Abernathy, um, they do a great job with it. It just it falls on me and Prince to kind of marry the two at mm-hmm. the events yep. and make sure that both are as good as they this can be. This is what we want to do right. or whatever. Uh, the Monster Cup, um, how many more, like, was there a foreseeable, how many more years is this guaranteed to go on? Or is the contract up? Or, like, how does that work? No, the can contract's you? not up. There'll okay. be a, at least, uh, there'll, there'll be multiple ones coming okay, up. Okay, all right. Um, I think there's 18 spots on that uh, that trailing trophy okay, that we yeah, can yeah. fill. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got another God, uh, thing is huge. 14 <laughs> years at least. <laughs> no doubt. Um, yeah, so it's good to see that you guys have, uh, I mean, the U.S. Open, I think there was one or two years with nothing? Just one year. Just 2002. one year? Okay. Yeah, one year with nothing, and it did feel kind of empty with no season-ending Vegas kind of race, you know, yeah. and the Monster Energy Cups come back, and I think it's worked. I really do. I, I think it's worked, Dave, and I, I know you're a regular listener to the show. I'm sure you tune in every Monday every night. Every yeah, Monday night. Can't, don't miss religiously. it. <laughs> uh, but if there is something that I've gone on and on and on and just beat the drum to death is changes in Supercross, and I, and. and we saw the arena cross thing. Now, I'm not a fan of everything you guys do in arena cross. We've had Bowers in here a lot, and neither is he. But there are great things you've done in the arena cross series, the Amzola arena cross series, uh, to spice things up. You've got the Monster Cup here with three 10 12 lappers? 10 lappers? 10, 10 lappers. 10 lappers. Uh, with the Joker lane and uh, and the way you go right into the main events. It's a little bit different qualifying during the day. Mm-hmm. And the arena cross thing is great. My big beef, and everybody knows this. Kiefer, how many times have you heard me complain? Like 800? Yeah. 1,000. We had 1985. We had two 12 lappers. Other than that, 
We had 120 lapper, no matter the length of the track, no, doesn't matter. We've had heat races, semis, 25 points for a win, 20, 22 for second, 20 for third. We've had this baseball has football, baseball, hockey, F1, MotoGP. Everybody's made changes uh, to formats, to uh, motorcycles, to drastic rule things. Uh, NASCAR with the chase. Um, We've done nothing, and this gets me upset. Now, you guys have tried. Amazon Arena Cross, some great things going on there. The the Monster Energy Cup, you've gone. But please, Dave, we've got to do something. We need to switch this thing up. And, and you know what? If it doesn't work, like maybe it doesn't work, whatever we come up with, we meaning you, yep. uh, change it back. Like we're fine. Like we already know what we have. But And I know like as a journalist, if I go up to 10 teams and ask them, hey, like the Joker Lane, Five of them are going to tell me that Dave Prater can pound sand. Five are going to tell me it's the best thing ever. So it's hard to get these guys in the pits to agree on anything. I know this, but we got to do something. We meaning you. No, I get you, Steve. <laughs> I know. Believe me, I've heard it. If if your listeners have heard it a thousand times from you, I've heard it twelve hundred times from you. Um, I, we are. I mean, yeah. it, it's I mean, not get... coming as quickly as you and I would want. But I can tell you that there are changes coming in the future. Okay. It's, it's not going to be tomorrow. Yeah. It's not going to be January 9th at Anaheim. But there are changes coming, and we're working on things. Um, and like I said, I, if it doesn't work, all of us go back. Agree with you. Go back. Yeah. You know, um, 25 points for a win. Why? I don't know. We've always done that. Why 20 laps? I don't know. We've always, like, let's take a look at everything. You know, let's, let's. Uh, heat race points, Joker lanes, uh, reverse order, uh, arena cross thing that you guys do, the chase in the arena cross, uh, the chase in NASCAR. I think, although ratings are down in NASCAR, and some blame it, uh, ratings and attendance are down in NASCAR. Some blame the chase. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's really it. But th- I don't you think know, it's the chase. If anything, I think the chase helps it. Right. Right. Um, I saw Chad Reed's uh, tweet a couple days ago, like for the 48, Jimmy Johnson went yeah, out. Right. I don't yeah. follow NASCAR that much, but I guess Jimmy Johnson was eliminated from the chase. Chad said. Bullshit, you work all year long and you're eliminated from the title. We're in the entertainment business now. We're not so much in the, you know, and I think NASCAR does a good job. They crown a champion. But you know what? If your favorite driver doesn't win the title, you're still okay with that. And we need to be more like that, where we had 17 entertaining rounds. And, yeah, Dungey won the title. Great job by him. But a lot of other stuff happened, and it was great. You know, and I think we need to get away from that so much. So, Bottom, bottom line, I guess you're telling me, changes hopefully will be coming. Changes will be coming. Like I said, there there won't be – you're going to just – you'll be complaining for at least another year. Okay, but But yeah. I'm working on – we're working on some changes. Um, I just want to see, yeah, something uh, – you know, yeah, something – whatever you guys do, I'd be pumped with um, – let's talk about the arena cross series, the Amzo arena cross. I don't know how many you get to. Probably none. One last year, okay, because they're running yeah. in conjunction with Supercross. So I'm in which, a by the city. way, another thing I've complained about: you got to put that thing back in November when there's nothing going on and all the media is hankering for racing, and we're pumped to see racing. So we got to put that back in November. Okay, all right. I'll tell Mui and Jimmy. Mui. A lot of demands tell, tell tonight. A lot of demands, <laughs> a lot of demands I know, tonight. There are. But what do you like about the arena cross changes that you guys have done? You've got a chase format. You've got uh, two main events. You've got um, a reverse a, a briefcase thing with the reverse order or the same order or half order. <laughs> right. No, yeah, they have a briefcase. Yeah. What do you like? Do you like any of those? What What you I think love all worked? of those. I okay. think all of those have been great, and I think all of those work. Um, I'm not saying we're going to adopt no, no, all yeah, of yeah. those or no, any but, of those, but, but I, I thought it was great. I think it, I mean, if you were here last year or even, you know, just paid attention last year, 
mm-hmm. the Vegas uh, Arena Cross Finals. Yeah. It was amazing, you know. Uh, we call, we called the action. Exactly. Somehow, right. I don't know if no one told uh, uh, Gendro or or Abernathy, but. It was Gendro and Abernathy's idea, I think, to, man. To get Steve Mathis? Yeah, they were like, get, the get Steve wow. Mathis on the phone. I, I don't think so, but anyway, I love it. It was great. Thank you for guys for doing that. And it was insane. Yeah. It was nuts. It was. Yeah. It was so exciting. I mean, I, I was looking forward. We were out here for Supercross, obviously, but I was so looking forward to Friday night to get there and yeah. check that out. Yeah. So, so is there one, I'm putting you on the spot, but is there one thing that you like out of that Arena Cross series that you would take, in your opinion, Dave Prater's opinion? Like, what... What I, do you like about that, or what? Which I like it all. Yeah. I'm not, you know. There's there's one aspect of that I'm not a huge fan of. Okay, but the majority I like. Yeah. The majority of it I love. Um, I would if I could just nail two changes. If I could do two changes, mm-hmm. I've talked about qualifying points and whole shot points and all that. But if I could do two changes, I would make a few of the races two ten lappers. Because then you can, in the media, like us and fans, hey, like, Kennard's really good in the 210 lappers, and James isn't, or, like, and now we're getting down to the wire, or who, what, what, like, I think it alters the racing. Right. There's that, and then I will, honestly, I would put a joker lane in some races. Not every race, because it's, it's a little much, but I would put some joker lane in there. I think that thing really worked. I think that was a good idea, and uh, we saw the drama. We talked about it earlier in the show, the Monster Energy Cup. Um, that thing works. I don't know if I'd do it every round, but some. No, I love it. I love the Joker Lane. I'm with you. I'm up there. You know, yeah. you never, it keeps it exciting to the end. Yeah. More often than yeah, not. That's exactly because, it. Yeah. Uh, 2016 Monster Energy Supercross Series going back to Toronto. Going back to Toronto. It's oh, all you. It's fantastic. All, it's all for hey, you. That, the hockey jerseys hanging on the wall. What the hell happened? That race has legitimately grown from when you when we first started going oh, yeah. there. I don't know. I don't want to put any numbers, but I'm, I'm saying... 30-40% attendance increase, in my mind, from when we first started going there. Yeah, I It's would been say huge. It, it may be more than that, actually. Right. A little bit more than 40. Um, but no, it's it keeps growing, and unfortunately, last year yeah, with like, wh- scheduling how, conflict... Why is it back? Why? What happened? Or? We never really wanted to leave. Okay. It just was a scheduling conflict, so it didn't work out, but yeah. we're back. They and were putting some new turf in, too. I love Toronto, yeah. Hey, that's a really cool race. The pits, not the greatest, no. but... I mean, you, almost everything else is great. You know what I yeah, mean? Like it, as far as that goes, uh, Minneapolis on the horizon, perhaps with the new stadium. Yeah, uh, as soon as they that, open the new stadium, okay. we'll you, be there. You think you'll be back? Yeah, we'll be there uh, for I don't sure. Mean to I put actually you on the went spot, up, but yeah, I actually was there. Uh, I don't know, a few months ago, doing a walkthrough. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's All about right. yeah. I don't know. It's probably sixty percent done, but it's going to mm-hmm. be an amazing place. Two races at Petco. Two races. Uh, one less go. at Anaheim. What's yes. the reasoning behind that? The thinking behind that? A little just, bit. You know, switching it up. There's mm-hmm. a little change for you, Steve. So we've <laughs> always done. We've that. always done three. <laughs> um, now we're doing two. And yep. and Petco is just an amazing facility. Yeah. I don't know if you went to the race no, last year, but come on, Dave. Oh yeah, you did. I, I skipped one race last. Oh, I skipped two. I sent him to St. Louis. St. Louis, okay. and then I skipped Detroit. So. Okay. Well, I love Petco. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's beautiful. It's an awesome stadium. Um, Pingree was very upset about moving away from Jack Murphy because you couldn't tailgate and throw the football in the parking lot. That's true. He was upset about that. But almost in every other way, I think Petco was a better move. Like, shorter yes. track? Okay, a little shorter track. Not much. Not much yeah. shorter. No, it's uh, mm-hmm. Petco just, I mean, it's a world-class stadium. Yeah. And it's, they just put in a brand new uh, video board. Oh, they did? Huge. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't operational when we were there. We right. rented one. but And the city has the backdrop mm-hmm. right there by the gas oh, district. It's just... Um, daytime Supercross at, at East Rutherford this year. 
What'd you think? How'd that work? I thought it was different. It was I, more for TV, right? That's yeah, it was. Did it? it yeah. was all for TV. Um, you know, Fox Network they wanted us to do the daytime race, so we okay. tried it, and it was it was successful for, for the most part. It was weird. Yeah, it was, it was definitely weird. weird. Dude, right? It was weird in a in a good kind of way. You know, we yeah. got finished, and the guys are loading trucks, and it's daylight out still. Yeah. And I'm going. Yeah. What's going on? But yeah, yeah it was uh, it was definitely weird. Is it something that you're gonna do again? Yes. Oh, we are mm-hmm. this year. Do we do we know that, or is it on the schedule? It'll be on the schedule. Okay. Very so, soon. So we're doing East Rutherford. Uh, Not East Rutherford. Oh, oh, another day rest. Yes. Okay. Mm. Um, and going back to, going back to Boston for the first time since shit. When was in Foxborough? Uh, Nineteen ninety. Ninety. Ninety-one. Ninety. Yeah. Probably. Okay. When Denny won. Yeah. Oh, well, Denny's. Oh, will we have Denny in opening ceremonies? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Let's bring him out. A little, um, What's the move behind that? Uh, just uh, I think it's gonna be awesome. I'm thinking yeah. about staying back that whole week. Just going to I mean New England. The New England area has been crazy since mm-hmm. we went to East Rutherford, and why not give them another race? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be the old Foxborough Stadium was where we were in '90, and now we'll be yeah um, in Gillette. So that's awesome. Pumped about it. The only thing, the only bad thing I could see is the weather. But eh, you know what? Yeah, hey, whatever. What, it is that's what it is. That's part of the experience. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I think the. The East Rutherford thing has worked. Rumors are having it that perhaps it could be the final round in a few years. I don't know if you much you want to tell us, but that's what we found on the know. street, right? You never know. Um, and then the the East Rutherford thing, yeah, that should be. I mean, the the Foxborough thing should, that should be that should draw pretty good. Yeah, those no, fans are, so. are hungry, hungry for Supercross. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 2016, uh, 2015 Monster Energy Cup coming up this Saturday, Sam Boyd Stadium, Las Vegas, should be exciting, man. Like it, it, getting back to that race. Um, do we have any – is Pro Circuit guys showing up, do we know? Any PC guys showing up on 450s? Um, I don't know. I don't know that they're showing up okay. on 450s. I know Mitch is out there. He's He supports their amateur guys yeah. pretty heavily, yep. so he's out there supporting those guys. Um, but I think they're still on the fence with any of the – and I think Webb's out, right? Webb's not going. He's yeah, he's a, heading, to, go, heading to Japan. Yeah, going to Japan right. or whatever. Plessinger's in. Yeah, Plessinger's, yeah, Plessinger's on a big bike. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Plessinger will be there on a big bike. So that should be should be good. You're you're going, right, Kiefer? Yeah, I'm gonna go. You're gonna go. You're gonna race at Works Race. I'm gonna race in the morning Saturday, and then go do cover some stuff for Dirt Rider there. Yeah, Dirt Rider. Yeah, Dirt Rider. You race in Durocross, you had a headlight on, now you're going to Works Race. And we now do it all, man. We cup. do it all. We cover everything. <laughs> Utility. Uh, yeah, no, no doubt. Dave, how long have you been doing this for? How long, what year is this for you? Fourteen. Jesus. Yeah, man, fourteen years. And how many years is director? Todd Gender was before you for you were I don't know um nine or ten something yeah. like that so you look forward to Daytona weekend I do I but do but Daytona. now yeah I know well now I'm pretty close so it's a two-hour drive yeah, so it's not true. bad it'll be all right it's right not bad. and then uh, I saw you motocross the nations mm-hmm. you guys go to that Feld supports the team uh, people yeah. may not know that but there's a Feld logo on the team and you guys help them out so that's cool you guys and then you go to that yep go and, to I, see that you, every and year. I see you at red bud yes red bud <laughs> every year if i can those are three three races i try not to miss yeah. i obviously don't miss any supercrosses but daytona supercross motocross the nations yeah. and red bud you uh is travel getting to you you still love it uh how's that how's the personal it doesn't affect it? me you know yeah. i i don't know what it is i i miss obviously time at home with mm-hmm. the kids and my wife um but travel doesn't really wear on me like it does some people do they ever get to go with you at all they do they do they used to go when they were smaller because it was easier she could carry them around now she sets them down in their 100 different directions but uh they'll come and then they'll come up to atlanta probably this year because it's fairly close to tampa so um 
yeah, they come out when they can, but that's really the only downside to travel is being away from the family. family, right? Yeah, for sure. And it has to be tough because, you know, I'll, I'll take Heather with me, so I'm just to have, you know, to keep that around. And I don't travel near as much as you guys, and I don't know how all you guys do it. It's yeah, gnarly. it can be a grind. You have to, yeah. But the thing is, you just, it almost makes you, or it does, at least makes me appreciate the time at home more. So right. when I'm yeah. there, I'm there with them, focused on them. Yeah, yeah, really, TV right? Or whatever else. Are so. you able to, like, not go in the office in the off season as much, or do you have to be there type, or? No, I'm there. Like, there, there oh, are so no days off. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I fly home on Sunday, yeah. and I'm in the office Monday morning. Yeah, and gnarly. when you get into a city, when do you normally get in? Wednesdays? Most Thursdays? of the time I get in Thursdays. Thursdays. So, yeah. I'm in the office Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Fly out first thing Thursday morning, on-site Thursday. Fly back home first thing Sunday morning. Right. I have a burning question. Okay. Monster Girl related? Yes. Okay. Uh-oh. Who is Miss Supercross for next year? Ah, uh, you will have to wait and see, but it is, uh, Diana, it has been. Di- Diana is going to be arena cross. Uh, yes. Yeah, reporter. Pit, pit, pit reporter. She's going to be a pit reporter for Fox sports. And, uh, she's excited about that. We're excited about that, but we've got to narrow down to, uh, three okay. mm-hmm. and, uh, we'll make the decision shortly, but is she blonde? I, I, I can't. Aren't they all? Yeah. No, they're, <laughs> they're not all, but, uh, Christ, there's a yeah. possibility there'll be a few, <laughs> Of those candidates walking around the Monster Energy Cup uh, pit oh, yeah. party, so nice. hmm. are you doing the uh, are you doing a whip best whip and all that in the parking lot? Yeah, we're doing all that in the parking okay, lot. We're doing uh, trophy trucks. We'll have trophy oh. trucks drifting and jumping. We've got a couple jumps for them. We've got the uh, uh, biggest whip competition, um, BMX dirt jam freestyle, BMX best trick, the Harley the unknown Harley stunt team. Oh, jeez, and. Um, and yes. MMA, Bellator Pro MMA. So and, and, we've got four geez. pro bouts. And out you there. have to coordinate all these things. Yeah, it's of. a little crazy at the moment. I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Like last year when we added MMA, um, I was like, all right, guys, we, we have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Like there's way too much going on. But uh, it's amazing. You know, you get there at noon and literally from noon till 10 p.m. that night, yeah. there is action. And, and the. The pits are open all night, right? They don't close, or do they close the Monster Cup? They close at okay. 6 o'clock. I thought that maybe they didn't used to or something. The or... first year we didn't oh, okay. do maybe it. We didn't it. close yeah. them, and what we found out is no one was out there anyway, you know? Because <laughs> yeah, 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 everyone yeah. was inside watching the racing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hey, how much, does, uh, how much do you pay attention to media stuff in a sport? Like, obviously, you and I are buddies. We've known each other for a long time. You're not, you haven't always been super pumped on stuff I write, but you've been fair, uh, I think. And, and there's a lot of media covering Supercross more than ever, um, especially from, you know, 14 years ago when you started right. or when I was a mechanic. How much does that stuff bother you? How much does that stuff affect you? How much do you have to put out fires? Uh, things like that. Like, how's that? It doesn't really bother me. I mean, I mean you're a pretty laid-back guy. <laughs> I am. I'm, I try to be as laid-back as possible. But um, it doesn't bother me. I mean, you you and I, we've butted heads a couple of times, you know, yeah, in the past. But, but it's been – it hasn't been bad. Yep. Um, but for the most part, I don't pay too much attention to yeah, it, you know. I try to take it – um, Head down, working, you know, yeah. Yeah, and take it from the perspective that maybe whoever wrote that or whoever said that doesn't mm-hmm. quite get the big picture. Right. Doesn't know everything that's going on. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm a huge Florida State fan. I know mm-hmm. JT will be pumped about that. Yeah. And And I've kind of learned over the years that, you know, I may not agree with every decision they make. Yeah. But – 
I'm not there. I don't yeah, live yeah, it yeah, every yeah. day in, you're day in, and day out. You're not the athletic director. Right. You're so not, yeah. there's reasons they're making those decisions. Right, right. And so I don't pay too much attention to it. Yeah. Pay less attention to it now than I did 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, That's probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, the one thing you guys have done a great job at, and judging by my Twitter, because I don't hear any complaints like I used to, the Supercross Live, Race Day Live uh, feed, Jim Hawley, Andy Boyer, mm-hmm. um, I think I don't watch it too much because I'm at the races. They, it sounds like they're doing a great job. Like I mean, Holly is just like, he was in here after uh, Utah. I mean, Jim Holly is gold. He, he is. is gold. And then Boyer's new to the job. You guys hired him full time. Yep. Andy Boyer, brother of Clint, of course, he's worked for Racer X for a long mm-hmm. time. He's doing a good job. And I think the whole program you guys are putting practice on on live streaming and. Interviews with riders, like yeah. that's a, whoever's in charge of that. It can't be you, Prater, because it's really good. Yeah, I know, um, exactly. <laughs> that's it's been an awesome thing. No, it is. Uh, last year, um, we got a new VP of uh, digital, Sam Gomez, and uh, Christy Cannon is the director of digital, and we all sat down and kind of reinvented what Race Day Live is, mm-hmm. and they did a great job. They moved it out into the concourse where they could be around the fans or in some places yeah. like East Rutherford and Vegas. We did it in the pits. The pits yeah. We're going to do it in the pits at Monster Energy Cup um, on Saturday, and they're actually going to broadcast some of the stuff going out on going on in the pits, like mm-hmm. the MMA bouts. They're going to broadcast the – God, Holly calling that action. Yeah, no Well, we'll actually have a, we'll have a professional <laughs> oh, MMA announcer. But, uh, yeah, and uh, uh, the biggest whip um, yeah. and the BMX Dirt Jam. So – they just they get it and they took yeah. a whole different direction and you know we've gotten nothing but positive is, feedback. Is from. that more of a when Feld bought uh, Live Nation Clear Channel? I forget which one you guys were. Well, I uh, do too, Live um, Nation. When Feld brought it, was that a little bit of their their um, their presence, their ideas a little bit like Feld guys saying, "Hey, this is what we do on." Disney on ice or, or no, that wasn't, um, that happened some and okay. it's, it's great. It's a positive thing, but mm-hmm. not necessarily, that wasn't necessarily, yeah. uh, one of those moves. It was just someone coming in who didn't know the sport at all. Yeah. Like, which actually is good. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Sam and Christy are both great people and mm-hmm. incredibly smart. And they just looked at what we were doing. They actually, last year, the monster energy cup was their first time. And they actually physically took this over knowing, nothing about it and got through the monster energy cup and just reinvented it from there and um come anaheim it was just a whole new show and in my opinion a hundred times better yeah it's awesome do you ever watch a kefir at home or yeah yeah Yeah, like and i mean holly is just yeah holly and andy both they just have a great chemistry together and they're just they're both so knowledgeable i brought holly with me to montreal supercross i was doing a webcast from there a few years and i brought him up and i was i was the play-by-play guy with no experience and i called wygan and i'm like dude like give me some tips like i'm not a play-by-play guy i don't know what i'm doing or whatever he's like dude i'm telling you whenever you get stuck whatever you throw it to holly like whatever throw it to holly but the fly on the wall and he can tell you a story about the fly on the wall in 78 that got in his goggles. Like, and he was right. Like, a couple times I had to, like, adjust the equipment. And I was like, hey, Jim, how about that Enduro Cross water pit? And then, dude, Holly, for 10 minutes, goes on for about right. the water. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, the guy is just phenomenal. He's good. And he, he's really good when he has to deal with something like that. So right. there was a couple times last year where we had Andy, who was a rookie commentator. And then we had some like i said rookie producers right. yeah and things went sideways like sideways <laughs> enough where i would have been going uh, uh and holly just stepped in and if you're watching or listening to the show you Dude, see nothing yeah. 
No yeah. idea, right? No like, idea. Yeah, no. He's it, and that whole program, like I said, uh, it's been good, man. It's been it's been a real boon, I think, to the to the series. Yeah, you know? so it's been really good. I uh, love them. So tickets again, Monster Energy Cup, uh, MonsterEnergyCup.com. You can go to that. Uh, go check it out, Soundboy Stadium this Saturday night, um, and uh, it should be a good race. I think uh, weather permitting. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great, <laughs> man. It, it, calling it rain in Vegas, it doesn't look, rain in Vegas, people. Thunder showers. Look, it's thirty percent it. chance, which means seventy percent chance of dry. No, dude, right? I, that's what I have to laugh. Which actually like, would probably be a nice day then. Because it's you, cloudy, you know who, really nice. you know who, be beautiful. Yeah, you know who, who uh, called or texted me with the weather report, John Knowles. Of course. <laughs> the goggle guy. Right, the goggle guy. All worried about it, you know what I mean, or whatever. So, um, hey, uh, another question for you, Dave. When you're dealing with, uh, like, obviously you're putting the Supercross race on and, and you're worried about that and everything else, but you have team managers in your ear all day or on your phone, right? How do you how do you deal with some of that? How do you, like, uh, I mean, obviously, you're, look, you're trying to do the best job you can. You're trying to strike. But I am sure, and I'm thinking about Brooks, Screaming and yelling at you about something and how you're effing his team slash rider over. God, that's got to be a lot on your plate. It can be. I. It's it's kind of funny because we've all had myself and probably every team manager out there have had some kind of confrontation mm-hmm. during my 14 years. But we're all friends, and I actually am am that weird personality that actually enjoys like the little difficulties in yeah. dealing with people and yeah. different personalities so um we we go at it sometimes and yeah. that's fine and then the next day we're fine you know yeah. we we're like one big family because we've got to deal with each other yeah every week every week yeah for years and years and years so but uh and it's all you know they're just trying to they're trying to get whatever advantage they can yeah um and well, that's well, their job watson the biggest pain in the ass he was. He was. <laughs> now he's like, he's How about when, so easy to get along when, with. How about when is the official truck of Supercross, and they wanted to bring their Dodge. Oh, yeah, he was heated. And he put it on the tailgate and lifted it up and said, it's not in the pits. It's not in the pits, Dave. Yeah. Hey, Watson is creative. <laughs> I love that guy. I really oh, do. We uh, we went from the Tyler Evans days when he and I went at it oh, literally wow. every weekend, probably Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and uh, and yeah. now we were just on the phone the other night talking about our kids. Right, right. Like, it's crazy, right? How things have changed. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, he's a good friend of mine. He's co-host of the show here with me for the first three years, and you know he he's he's just Kenny Lawson. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all, all you can say. <laughs> that's all you got to say. Yeah. Uh, well, hey Dave, thanks for coming in, man. Uh, I appreciate you coming in and pumping up Monster Energy Cup. Uh, I can't believe you actually came. I, I invite you every year. Yeah, he made his night. Yeah, you did. You really made my night. I'm pumped, up. man. I'm glad I came. Um, Thanks for having me. And uh, so check it out this weekend, Sandboy Stadium. It's on the race day live. It's on uh, Fox Network on Sunday after the football game on the East Coast, before the football game, uh, West Coast. Fox Sports 2 on Saturday night. Uh, Ralph M.A. Carmichael, I would guess. Ralph M.A. Right? Carmichael and Ginny Taft, yeah. Oh, and then... Uh, oh, Jenny's here. That's cool. Mm-hmm. She's good. Rocket Rob is doing the live stuff, right? Yes, Oh, uh, Rocket Rob. Rocket there, Rob. There is no better announcer than Rocket Rob. Love I'm a big guy. fan of Irv. As you know, I'm a big fan of Irv. But Rocket Rob <laughs> is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. There's nobody's got a voice in the pipes like like Rob does. So You're right. You're uh, right. Um, but, uh, no, thank you for coming by. It means a lot to me. And uh, we'll see you on, uh, on Saturday night, man. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Appreciate uh, it. All right. See you, Dave. See you. Dave Prater, the director of Supercross. Uh, hold on. I'm going to shake his hand. We'll be right back. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Can you see him up? Yes. All right. All right. See you, Dave. Oh, wait, hey, get him to sign that. 
Okay, all right, Pookie. Yeah, she asked, and I said no, so oh. we're good. There you go, folks. Monster Energy Supercross. Uh, this should be good. Good race. The man, the myth, yeah. the legend. Looking forward to actually going, especially all That's those gonna guys be good. coming. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. I think it's going to be good. The uh, the Joker Lane and uh, everything else, man, it adds to that race. All right, see you, Dave. All right, let's get our our, our next guest on here, Seven Deuce Deuce. Call him up. What happened to Watson? We're not calling him? Yeah, call up? Watson, too. Okay, call both, both at the same time. There. Yeah, call, uh, call Watson first. Let's get, let's get uh All right, we'll call Watson first. Yeah, all right, look at get Kenny Watson on this phone. Hey, uh, and we got uh, Wade. What's up, Wade? Thanks for uh, calling. You got silly season question? Yeah, I was actually just wondering, you know, how come we haven't heard anything about Tomat going to Cowie or, you know, what Reed's doing, what Grant's doing? Uh, Grant, I don't think, has anything signed. Chad's going to do a factory Yamaha deal. Tomac's going to be announced this this weekend. Um, they usually all isn't it usually always announced October first or around there? Yeah, but with the monster with the monster cup, teams are finding like it's way better to do it like at the at the race. They're they're yeah, more excited. Yeah, and you know you know how Chad is. Yeah, um, I don't know if Chad's deal will be announced by then, but he'll be there. Um, so you he's could, factory Yamaha for sure, then, huh? Yeah, he'll be factory Yamaha. Yep, absolutely. You follow DV on Instagram. He was out the Yamaha track this last week and. Uh, you could even tell he couldn't film right up by the fence or where he was. Yeah, he had yeah, to go yeah. on top of the hill. Well, even so. if you follow Lars, Chad's mechanic, yeah. he Instagram a shot at the Yamaha track today and said, good at work or something. Right. So, um, so, I don't, what about, so what about Bogle joining him? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, that's uh, I've heard that's going to happen, but haven't uh, seen anything yet. So, um, And Grant, I think Grant's in the running for another spot at Yamaha uh, if they do it. And um, what else? Um, I think the Tomac thing will be announced this weekend at some point. He'll probably be there uh, to answer some questions or whatever. And anything else? Are we missing? And Factory anything? Connection doesn't have a 450 guy no more, correct? No, no, yep. no. I think, yeah, I think that's pretty I, much, pretty I, much it. I think Bogle will be on the uh, on the Yamaha team with um, with Reedy. With Reedy, but I, I I'm not as sure of that as I am about uh, obviously about Chad and uh, and all that. But I know uh, Chisholm was talking to those guys a little bit about getting on there, and um, and then also to Josh Grant because Chad doesn't do outdoors, right? So they're going to um, yeah. Supercross only for him. Yeah, Supercross only exactly. That, how do we feel about Chad being uh, being on his uh, not owning a team anymore, just riding for a paycheck or going for? No, I think for, it's, uh, you know not really having any anything else on the line. I think it's good, man. I think he'll um, and back on a Yamaha. I think he'll win races. I don't think he'll win the title, and he'll be one of the most popular guy in the pits. You know, with fans, him or Stu, and uh, yeah, same old story. I think so. I mean, you can't see him winning the title, can you, Kiefer? No. I mean, but but. What's funny is he he did change his tune on the Yamaha. He doesn't wasn't a big fan of that bike, and then now he seems to really like it. Obviously, because he wants to ride it. So yeah, yeah, I know that whole air fork and uh, that little deal. But to be massive. fair, he rode the backwards motor Yamaha in the first version. Yeah. He rode a he rode a Valley, and he rode one at home. They've made some revisions to the thing. So but yeah, you can't even say that because I guess he's on an air fork too. That's what. Yes, he is on an air fork, which is I, I gave him shit already <laughs> about that. So. <laughs> All right, thanks. Uh, thanks, All right, cool. Hey, actually, I had another question. Sure. I'm going to be in Vegas this weekend. You guys got any uh, tickets for Monster Cup for me? Oh, uh, no, we don't. Sorry, man. Prater oh, just left. The uh, golden ticket just left. I was kind of so. waiting for Prater. I, know, I was, trying, I was, I was trying to get through while Prater was on. I was kind of waiting for Dave to offer them up. He never never really did. But yeah. Yeah, you know he's right. still in the house, man. Go tell him. No, nah, he's gone, bro. He's out. <laughs> so Sorry, man. He's giving to me. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for calling, Wade. All right, cool. All right, see. You. All right, let's welcome our next guest. He was at the Red Bull Straight Rhythm, former co-host of the show, RCH uh, marketing guru, 
uh, former Moto Triple X manager, former Plano Honda manager. And the easiest guy to work with in the paddock now. Easiest guy to work with now, according to Dave Prater. Kenny Watson, what's up, man? What's going on? Prater said that uh, you guys were talking the other day, and, and he loves you, and you're easy to work with now, but, but he battled with you hard in the Tyler Evans days. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Well, wait, so... He, uh, Devin told me he showed up there. He he went to the, he came in the studio. Yeah, hey, he was actually oh. here. Wow, dude! <laughs> every year you try to get that guy. Dude, out there. you're telling me I couldn't believe he actually showed up. I seriously can't believe it. But that's good. Dave's- yeah, he Prater, Prater is like he's he has a really tough job. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he is. But all in all, I think everybody will say good guy. You know what I mean? You can't get like you get frustrated and mad mm-hmm. when he and you just throw your hands up and he just says, "You know what? Let me see what I can do." And you know what? You know he's going to look into it and he'll yeah. give you, uh, you know, he'll give you a straight shot. He mm-hmm. ain't going to just you know blow steam up your ass. He's just going to say no, yes or no. Yeah, I can do it or I can't do it, and I respect that. And I think when we used to have our blowouts, him and I was because I couldn't get a yes or no. And then they had their rules, and I'd find a gray area in their rules. And then he would come back and tell me, well, you can't do that. And I'd pull out his rule book, and he would go, yeah, but you didn't read the bottom paragraph. It says we can override whatever we want. And I'm just like, you bastard. <laughs> but Love this all in guy all, right I think here. he's done a really good job with, with the series, and he has a really tough job. Mm-hmm. He, wears a lot of, he wears a lot of hats, and, you know, he – he, a lot of people probably wouldn't even know, but he's he walks through the pits. He talks to everybody. Yeah. He's cool. He'll talk to anybody. He doesn't mm-hmm. care if you're a privateer or a factory guy. He gives everybody the same respect. And you know, I take my hat off to that guy. That guy's a that guy's a class act for sure. Um, Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Uh, Kenny Roxon made it to the final. Uh, got second place. Uh, you were there, hung out. What's your take on the event itself? Like. It looked like a fair amount of fans. Um, it's not the easiest race to see. It's probably better to watch on TV. But like vending, spectator event itself. Like, what's your take on everything? You know, it's, it's, that's funny you ask me that question because I asked myself that question when I was there. Uh-huh. I went. I went the first year, and it was on a drag strip, and it was the first inaugural year, so it was you know big hype around it. And I went this year. And I went to a freestyle event there called the LG, uh, you know, the electronics company, LG, yeah. that, that puts on this big action sports uh, contest, kind of like the Do 2 or X Games. Mm-hmm. They do skating and all that. And I went there, and they did freestyle motocross in that same venue. And when I went to that, the stands were packed. Like, it's at a, it's at a horse track mm-hmm. and it has a, and it probably holds maybe 15,000 people, I would think. And it was packed and I went and I looked up there and it was only half full. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, because the way the finish line ended, it, you know, if you sat on the far end, you were sitting past the finish line. Yeah. So everyone was crammed in one area. Then they had some bleachers on the other side. And I was asking myself, what does Red Bull get out of this? Like, and I asked a couple people that would know, and they said it's more of a media hype, and it's put on um, by one of Red Bull's company called Red Bull uh, Media. And it's from Red Bull House or Red Bull TV, whatever they call mm-hmm. it. 
and it's all it's all for promotion and advertising and to get their name out. Um, so I said my question was, so oh, they're not acting as a promoter to, to take this thing and grow legs and and move on with it. And they're like, no, they they, they if if forty people showed up, they wouldn't care. Right. It's open. You, it was a ten dollar ticket, and it the pits are open to the public. So. I thought, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I started thinking, how rad would this be to have this in Times Square? Or how good right? would this be to do on, you know, Las Vegas Boulevard? And I'm like, huh, that's kind of interesting. Maybe do this halfway through the summer and get rid of five nationals and do five of these and five nationals and do a grand championship. You know, I just start thinking all this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. But all in all, I think it's a unique event. Um, I think uh, they need to slow it down tremendously. Um, there's three three people that got you know pretty. One guy got walked away. Very lucky to you know maybe hurt his jaw, but two other guys got you know pretty injured pretty bad. And the, the speeds that they're carrying are really high, faster than in a Supercross. And it's outdoor speed, but with supercross obstacles. Mm-hmm. So they're hauling ass. And I think it's super dangerous. But I think if they slowed it down and put maybe bigger jumps and, you know, more air and stuff like that, it could be cool. But I, I, all in all, I think it's it's new, and I think it's exciting. And I think the racing was better than it was last year because – I mean, until you got to the semis, I thought it was kind of boring. But yeah, yeah. That's just me in general. I mean, yeah. you're going to watch, you know, Ken Roxon ride against uh, Kevin Tapia. No disrespect, no disrespect to Kevin Tapia, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's totally two different, you know, leagues of riders. But all in all, I thought it was decent. Bad deal for Ivan Tedesco, as he tweeted today. He had a bit of a bike malfunction. That's your buddy there. We know you and it. Looks like he hurt himself pretty good. That sucks. He was just kind of coming out like for like kind of fun and just whatever, right? And then ends up walking away uh, with crutches. That sucks for Ivan. Yeah, that was that was a, that was like a that was a gut check to a, to him to our whole team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's part of the family and he's been with us a long time. And just seeing you know him going to the track every day and hanging out with us and just the whole thing coming to. To you know, fruition that he was going to ride, yeah. and then you know him him putting in the work and just riding and getting comfortable, and then something happened that was totally out of his hands. That's a racing incident that you know happens, and you know there's nothing anybody could do about it. It was a mal you know a malfunction, and uh, for that to happen to him, it, it was it was a real bummer, you know, for him and all of us. So did he break his uh, his ankle? Is that what happened? Uh, no, uh, well, he's not. He, it's kind of up in the air still. I mean, he went to a, he went to the hospital, and uh, he was just in a lot of pain. And I knew, you know, it wasn't in his it wasn't in his lower leg. It was more in his ankle. He kept saying, mm-hmm. and he couldn't even move. Like he couldn't even touch his boot, and he would freak out. So we had to get ten snips and oh, cut it, cut his boot off of him literally had to cut his pants off of him Ugh. and you know and he's he the whole time he's like oh i i go dude it's crazy there doesn't even look like anything right and he goes i don't swell and i'm like huh okay <laughs> and then he was sitting there and i'm looking at his ankle and right underneath his ankle 
it just starts getting like this, like uh, what's the best way? It looks like a green bean, the size of a green bean. Oh, yeah. just getting purple and purple. And then he went to the hospital, they x-rayed it, and they said that he broke his heel in three places. Mm. And uh, he, uh, you know, he's really not sure. He thinks uh, it could be worse, or right. he doesn't. He doesn't know. He's just in still a lot of pain. He still has to go to a specialist. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I just, I just think that was maybe a, a gut check for him, and yeah, might, have take, might have taken the wind completely out of the sails with even riding her bike anymore. Who oh, knows? That sucks. Yeah. Um, Kenny crossed over. Is that why he stopped there? Kenny crossed over the white line. Yeah, he he uh, he just scrubbed too hard and landed, and it mm-hmm. just you know right. crossed over the line. And he yeah. was just like knew he was just qualified. He said he should have kept going, but he mm-hmm. was just like so. No, he wasn't even really mad. He was just like yeah, that's know, like whatever. He was right? just like yeah, but uh, he he. I don't know. I think I mean for him being off the bike, he was in Germany for the last three yeah. weeks. Yeah. And not even really riding or doing anything, he came back and tested a couple of days and uh, went straight into that. Um, you know, I, I think uh, all in all, it was good just to see him back. And you know, he has a new mechanic now, and you know, watching those guys bond and and just watch how the whole team is kind of uh, going in a new direction. And uh, you know, just the morale of the team and the camaraderie that's there now. It's it's, it's 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 really positive. Shouldn't you guys have announced Tickle re-signing, or are you going to do that, or has that not happened yet? Did I miss that? I mean, it, it seems like it's just going to happen, right? Uh, you know, that's is it still uh, going. I, I, you know, I can't I can't answer that okay. because I don't I don't know. Okay, but right. but I would I I I could probably say that I think that you know it will happen, and you know I think there's it's going to happen, but I just don't think that. You know, there's things worked out that they're working on still, okay. and uh, that's what they're waiting for. But right. uh, okay. his contract—he's not his contract's not even up yet. So. Oh, oh, it's not okay. So he is racing this weekend then for you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll be at Monster Cup. His his contract's not up until uh, I believe November. Oh, okay. I know he's committed to go overseas to Italy to do a race over there, and he has some other things going on. But uh, yeah, Brock's good right now. Brock's riding really good, and seems like he's in a good place. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, are you gonna, are you coming up? Uh, Monster coming Cup? up, Monster Cup. Uh, oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, we got we have uh, RCH is uh, doing some stuff where we got a new sponsor with a, a new golf course out there that oh, okay. uh, we're, we're going to do promotions up there for the golf course. And mm-hmm. if you're by if you're at Monster Cup, come by and check it out. They're going to have a little putting contest, and mm-hmm. we're going to be you know activating and giving away prizes and registering for a bunch of good stuff. And uh, we're doing uh, the Hard Rock has stepped up, and we did a one-off deal with the Hard Rock for this one weekend to mm-hmm. kind of do a partnership with Hart and Huntington Tattoo Company. So Hart, Hart and Huntington Tattoo Company and the Hard Rock, we're going to have uh, some Suzuki's on display. And speaking of that, uh, we kind of did a special build with a bike and uh, – like to shout out one of your sponsors, John Anderson, for hooking up. Uh, we did a, a all set of black wheels, black oh. wheels, black hubs with uh, a new creation he came up with, some Sweet. kind of gold plated spokes. Oh, nice, so nice. We're going to, uh, that will be on display in front of the Hard Rock for photos. And uh, yeah, so, you know, 
we're doing our thing and just getting ready. Kiefer, just B to B, bro. Golf, co- golf course. Uh, That's smart. Golfing. Tattoos, hard rock. Yeah. What do moto guys do when they're not riding moto? They golf. Right. Kenny Watson. Yeah. It's making things happen. That's right. Yeah. Well, I can't, I, 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 I really can't take the credit for that. I'll uh, just take uh, it. It doesn't matter. Take <laughs> no, it. Just but there's it. a lot of people behind the scenes working. I know that we've uh, we got a, a new sponsor on for 2016. It's called Elite Construction, and they're out of the Northern California. What they I do saw that on Kenny's jersey, yeah. Yeah, they specialize in uh, construction, not not like, you know, building a home, but, you know, building golf courses, building, you know, you know, like really big carports and parking garages and, you know, casinos and high-rises and all different kinds of stuff, so. You know, we're super excited to have them on board, and, you know, this is our first work weekend working with them. So it's just all in all, you know, we're just plugging away and uh, just trying to get better. Nice. Yeah, no, I like it. Uh, biggest surprise for you at the Red Bull Street Rhythm? Was there somebody, something that stood out? Like, what did you think? We were talking earlier about Partridge to the Whoops, uh, but is there something else that, or something that caught your eye? Wait, so you're telling me you were surprised that guy goes faster than the whoops? No, we just were like, oh, yeah, poor Chias. Oh, it's know? just good to reconfirm. Like, you haven't seen him ride in a bit. And yeah. He's like, well, shit, he's like, let yeah. Me, let me, I put you on the spot with that one. Let me ask you this. Kiefer and JT were reminiscing, and Prater was in here too, but Kiefer and JT were reminiscing how they think the U.S. Open was better than the Monster Energy Cup. I disagree. People don't remember that the U.S. Open near the end was kind of played out. What do you uh, think? I, I would say early U.S. Open, there was nothing like it. Yes. And the guys came out of the ceilings and all that. And, yeah. You know, just the racing was really good. Towards the end, it was kind of, you know, I think it was gnarly when it was. Did they used to have three days of racing or two days of racing? Yeah. Or something. Uh, I always thought that, you know, if they, they should have just condense it down to one day but mm-hmm. i think i think the monster cup is is growing legs and i it's, it's kind of like a freaking carnival out there now i think yeah. they have like drifting you know, and yeah you name it if you ask prater they'll he'll call best whip uh best jump <laughs> he actually said best whip though <laughs> he did say yeah and uh there's drifting and mma and a harley davidson stunt team and best whip and did i miss something mm, Kiefer? no that's it so didn't they have fighting last year? They had uh, something MMA. like that. Yeah, they had yeah, a ring. MMA, yeah. Hey, the chicks. Yeah. The chicks were fighting. I don't know. I'm gonna get Watson. I'm gonna get Watson in the ring with me. We're gonna have MMA. What? Beltor, dirt jumping, drifting, monster trucks. Yeah, yeah, the, they, 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 they in the, going on. I mean, in the pretty, octagon, Paul Lindsay versus Kenny Watson. That'd be he'd good. Probably kick my, he'd probably kick. Well, the, the guy doesn't have a job, so he's probably doing nothing but training. He's just hungry. <laughs> probably. <laughs> jab, jab. <laughs> jab, jab, Watson. Uh, uh, hey, hey uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, you wanted to get your thoughts on straight rhythm and everything else, so, yeah. That's it? That's it? You don't want to talk to me about the, the most successful podcast in moto history? Your, your podcast. Which one was it? Kenny's Corner. I gotta get you those stats. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'll, let me work on that. I I forgot. You should have shown me shot me a test. He doesn't want to show you, Kenny. He doesn't want to show you because he knows they're good. Eighty thousand downloads. Are you three shows? Are you going to do this more? Like, what's your deal with those? I am gonna do it more. Okay, fantastic. Can't wait. But, um, but but people got to show me the money. <laughs> Jerry, you're Jerry right now. <laughs> show so, me. I got. I got. Um, I help got, me. I got help some you. Really good some really, really good 
good guests lined up. Mm-hmm. And uh, people, you know, hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Twitter, and yep. gave me some ideas. I reached out to a bunch of different people, and, you know, people don't really know about it. So the people that I called, and I say, hey, check it out, listen to it. And these people have called me back and said, yeah, they want to tell their story. And it's, it's, cool. it's, it's kind of cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's one story that will be never be told, though, and that's the, 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 the David Holliman story <laughs> the true life of dv uh, we tried Wait, can, to, we, we, can we get something straight right now we tried to get him to do it he came okay. up here we asked him he said nope nope okay let's get the story straight okay so everybody knows what happened okay kenny watson wasn't the bad guy kenny watson did not hang up the phone and he david volman was still on the other end Steve goes, how'd that go? And I said, that sucked. He talked too much, and I didn't step in. Yeah. I feel like I didn't do a good enough job, and it just went, it, it just It just wasn't good. Yeah, I think that's, and then, that's, and that's then you, and what then you happened. Said to me, then you said to me, hey, did you hang up the phone? And I'm like, oh, shit, no. <laughs> and you're all, you know he's on the other end, and I'm like, no, he'll be fine. <laughs> 30 seconds later, I get a text. Lose my number if I suck that bad. And I text him, David. I did not say you suck. I suck. I did not. I did not conduct the podcast the right way. If I offended you, I apologize. It was not meant to be like that. I have too. I have respect for what but you've done. Here's the thing: he never got that text because he said he blocked your number right after that. <laughs> <laughs> so when you uh, when you see him at Anaheim or San Diego or whatever, you gotta you gotta try to make peace with him. He, uh, I, I I back you up, Kenny. That's what happened. You said that sucked or that podcast sucked. He talked too much. I didn't get a chance to get in and and uh, and get my points across or something. And you just you didn't mean it like he sucked. You did, the, the show itself, you just weren't happy with. I get you. I'm on your side. Of that. Yeah, it, it wasn't. I said I- I said I sucked at it. I yeah. think it's my fault. Um, you know what the fun, you know what the funny thing is. This is what's even crazier. That someone put, someone told me, hey, there's some post on Vital, and I don't I don't even go on Vital anymore mm-hmm. because I'm just over it. And someone sent a screenshot to me with these guys. Just who in the hell is that guy, anyways? You know, like David Volman's a multi-time. That guy's a nobody. He's just he's just a He's just a a fifty year old marketing guy that tucks his ears in his hat. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I, I saw there were some people who stood up for you there too in there though. But don't worry about you know there was there was people who stood. Oh, I, yeah. I don't I don't yeah. care. But I just wanted to get my side of the story straight. Yeah, so everybody knows I'm not that guy. Anybody that does a podcast with me, I let them listen to it first. Um, I, I I have nothing but respect for David Bullman. I'm not being a, one of those industry guys that says something. And then says, oh, no, I didn't say that. No, I said what I said. I did not mean it in a bad way towards him. And I tried to explain that to him, but he wasn't having no, it. No, and he, he, wasn't was, having it. he was here two weeks ago, and he still wasn't having it. <laughs> so um, uh, the uh, um, somebody in the chat room said – Someone in the should, I show up, should I show up at his house to knock on his door with flowers? <laughs> some candy. You can have some music in the background, too. Some French fries. Fr- French frogs. Fr- frogs. Just have some, 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 some French rain just going on. <laughs> TV, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, um, uh, someone in the chat room says, ask you about the Bell Ray deal. I, do you know what he's talking about? I don't know, but I'm supposed to ask you about the Bell Ray deal. What about? I don't know. Uh, Bell Ray's not with RCH anymore. Oh, so. they're not. Oh, okay. They're, they're not. They're not. Bell Ray's not. 
I don't know. That's what I think this guy's talking about. Oh really? That's funny. That's not what our that's not what our contract says. <laughs> okay, all right. That's Belray. A- Belray is an awesome company. Uh, they've been with us in 2011. Um, they're you know they're they're the, I can't speak nothing but great about Belray. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I just I didn't know if there was something I'm missing. So like yeah. some sort of news. Um, hey, let's uh let's welcome to the show the Seven Deuce Deuce. Seven Deuce Deuce, what's up? What up? Dude, I thought you were going to win the straight rhythm. I really did. Dude, I called me for winning the straight rhythm, too. I even picked you. <laughs> I, I have to admit, though, I have to admit, when I was like, you know how you pick your guys for straight rhythm? Yeah. When it was me versus Bubba in the final round, Yeah. for like two seconds, I was like, fuck, I think I should put my money on Bubba, <laughs> but I still picked you. I still picked you. Oh, man. Hey, hey. Ask ask uh, Adam what I told him when I saw him. You, you, I said, dude, you're on Mathis there. told me, Mathis told me straight out, you're winning everything today. <laughs> you're winning every. You're, you're winning. You're going to qualify fastest, and you're just going to sweep your way to, to the top. Well, I thought you and were. He goes, yeah. Go ahead. And, and you know what he said. Hmm. Yeah, bro, that's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, ser- I seriously thought maybe you were like holding things back and qualifying a little bit. Like you weren't going to show all your cards, and that's why you were like two, two to three seconds off. Oh no, I totally did. I totally <laughs> did. I held back. I held hey, back hard. Hey, did you get a you grant? Know, you don't want to just. You don't want to just show everybody what you got no. right off the bat. No, man. I know. Did you get a grand for that? I heard that Tapio said that. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Yep. That's decent, right? Yep. You can't. You can't be mad at that. How could you be mad at that? I literally, I mean, it totally, the only, honestly, the only complaint I have about Red Bull straight rhythm is that I didn't get to race enough. Right. I mean, that's really, like, you know what I mean? That's it. I mean, I did practice on Friday, which was super fun. We got to rip the track up. It was, like, the best, smoothest, nicest straight. I mean, I've only ridden one straight rhythm, but you know what I mean? It was (laughs) just so smooth and perfect. Yeah. And it was just so much fun. And then I did two passes and made a thousand bucks. I can't, I can't complain about that. But I mean, I just wish I would have got more time. Yeah. Race, you know. Right. Did, did I think, the, like I was go go ahead. Uh, well, Kenny, when when Roxon was doing in between the heats, like was I don't I don't want to say he's tired because obviously he's not tired, but like was he a hundred percent? Like was there any sort of was sweat. It, yeah, sweat at all? <laughs> like, or was it pretty much fine in between rounds? Uh, to tell you the truth, I have no idea because I never saw him. You never went there? Okay. Dude, no, no, he, 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 let's put it this way, bro. Okay, I haven't ridden in five months, uh-huh. and I only rode like four to five full days before Red Bull Stray Rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even really tired. Okay, all right, that's what so I So I can to say. only imagine that Kenny wasn't right, right. Even I, uh, you know I think I mean? maybe, maybe, maybe towards the end, you know, when they're when they're they're, they're they don't have a, uh, as much time to recover. Uh huh. But like in the semis and then in the final, I mean, they were they were going within five minutes, you know, and your heart rate spiking. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe they got more tired in, on practice on Friday. Who knows? Hey, Antonap, uh, Kenny was on earlier before you, and he said like he thought he thought it was a little fast, uh, like like outdoor speed with supercross obstacles. Do you kind of see what Watson was saying? Like, did you feel a little sketched? Yeah, a little sketched. Like the rhythm sections 
were I thought the rhythm sections were perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, the rhythms were perfect. The first double section that was absolutely amazing. But the biggest issue I think with the track was like right after the rhythm, they made this double that slowed you down. That was perfect. But the dragons back to on off to dragons back to whoop section was just stupid. I mean, like you could literally just, that's where all the time was made up on the track and it was just who could pin it the most. And it was just a little bit too quick. Uh I mean, Bubba was literally jumping off the bottom. There was like five whoops in the dragon's back, and like a couple of the guys were just jumping off. Like yeah. Kenny, I think, we were just jumping off the bottom one, and it was just it was a little bit too gnarly. <laughs> like the rest of the track was right. perfect. Yeah, yeah. But like with RJ, you know, the, even RJ Hampshire, you know what I mean? Full pro Geico factory rider coming in just mock 10 in the whoops right you just dropped your front wheel and it's over I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong the track was so perfect that you could go that fast mm-hmm. but like one little mistake going that fast and you're like toast right hey, a perfect a perfect example is that it's right after the whoops there was that wall that speed check and freezy misses break oh, oh dude and, that was did nice. you see that and, yeah and and, and, and Dude, he jumped so far, he almost cleared the other table. <laughs> Dude, Dude, it was like you missed your break off those walls. <laughs> you were going so far. Like, a- and they didn't make, like, walls at Supercross, you know, where they're, like, six, seven foot tall. Uh-huh. We're talking, like, a 30-foot speed check. Yeah. Like, this thing was, like, the moon jump, bro. Like, I've never <laughs> seen a wall like this in my life. There's a right. picture of uh, Lutz has a picture up on his Instagram of Freeze from the back yeah, yeah. as he's slipping his peg going up the face. That You're is, like, oh, That dude. is a terrible feeling. Uh, right? That's a terrible feeling. Dude, I'm surprised. I mean, most, most people in that bars. situation are jumping off. That yeah. Dude, that, dude, that dude did not jump off his bike, and I will. He I thought about it. Seen, Oh, I know he thought about it. I know he thought about a lot of stuff. He probably seen his life But dude, dude, that's why the thing has suspension. Yeah, he smashed his face on the front of the bars, but dude, he still got. He didn't fall. He never fell. He didn't fall. Yeah. So I mean, good. But hey, let me let me just say this about the seven deuce deuce. I went to the straight rhythm with with my girlfriend and her daughter and mm-hmm. my kid, right? Yep. And. I introduced my girlfriend's daughter, who's 13, her name's Michaela, to Seven Deuce Deuce music, okay? <laughs> she is, like, she she knew the guy raced, and, you know, she knows about racing. Right. And then we're going to Straight Rhythm, and her mom asks you, who do you really want to meet? Do you want to meet Dungey? Do you want to get a picture with Dungey? Do you want to get a picture with Roxanne Stewart? Who do you want to get one with? And she looks with a dead face and goes... The seven deuce deuce. <laughs> and my chick goes, my girl Lisa goes, can you make that happen? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so I can. I, <laughs> <laughs> I went over to Adam. When Adam was done racing, I went over to his truck and I said, hey, dude, check it out. I told him the situation. I go, dude, she don't, she's not, she's a fan of yours, but not from racing because your music. And if you could hook her up with a jersey, you'd make this little girl's life, night, whatever. Yeah. And straight out, no doubt, no problem. No problem, dude. Gives her, and he comes by to give it to her, and she wasn't there. So I gave it to her when I saw her. And then we're at the truck, and she saw him, and then she's like, oh, my God, here he is. And <laughs> went over there. He signed it. They took a picture together. And I just want to say 
thank you for being such a stand-up dude and being the real dude that you are and uh, keeping keeping it real because uh, hell yeah, they're, they're going to go see you at. Uh, they said uh, he's hosting some movie premiere that you're doing. Are you performing there? Or are you just emceeing it, or what's going on with what, that? No. What, are you, what are you doing uh, at the map? What, what, what's, what's going he has on? He a lot of so, shit going on. He does. Yeah, listen so to this. Moto, listen to this one, Moto Steve. 7's Moto coming out, uh-huh. and um, I am the host and the MC for all, for all the <laughs> West Coast premieres. So, like, 11 of them, I'm going to stand up and, like, announce and kind of introduce the movie and say what's up to the fans and do the whole little deal. That's so, awesome, uh, why don't you do a rap? Why don't you rap one song? You know they're going to make me rap or something, dude. I guarantee it. Um, well, I guarantee Steve, it. Steve, you're going to love this. Ask him who the host for the rest of them are. Cause, and I know this guy can't rap, but go <laughs> who's tell the, him who they are. Who's you're the host love this, for the other ones? Dano. Oh. Dano. Oh, Dano. Yep. Good old Dano. DVS Dano. I love it. Um, so when your chick said, hey, can you meet can I can can you make it happen where Antonep uh, gets to meet uh, the daughter, uh, your daughter? You you probably said, dude, that guy is such a dick and has such an entourage. There's no chance. Like there's no. Said, ch- you gotta get through ten guys. Yeah, you get dude, no way. Well, uh, I said first I gotta go through his PR firm. Right. And then and then if if that's not the case, I gotta get there and and make get through security. Oh. And then if I could get, I said, if I can get to him, I could probably get to happen. But the problem is going to be getting on his tour bus. Yeah. But uh, luckily, the, the, he didn't take the tour bus. He brought the Ranger. He brought the Ranger. Hell yeah. <laughs> Turn that AC you know on that bitch. Ranger. <laughs> it was just out of a Ranger. No, that's why That's why he's the people's champion, the seven deuce deuce. So. Yeah. So, hey, dude, I just want to say thank you for doing that. That was Awesome, love you, buddy. I, 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 I say, no right problem, here. dude. That's kind of it's kind of what I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Antonap, you know, Fly had to pull down that Instagram of your boots, right? I told you that. Uh huh. Because people yeah. wanted to buy them. People were saying, "When are those being released?" <laughs> oh, they did put them up. <laughs> oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah people were like, "Those are yeah. sick." When when can I get them? That's awesome. Fuck it. And Fly was like, "Right," because right. they look good. Yeah, Fly yeah. was like, "I had to take them down." That's I swear, bro, I got comments like probably like a hundred like Twitter messages, DMs like, bro, show me the boots, where are the boots? I was supposed to post the boots, where are the boots, bro? I'm like, dude, I can't do it. I'm not trying to get in any more shit that I've already got. No. Yeah. Hey, so what happens if Fly makes a colorway that way? Do, do they cut off Antonapa piece of it? I think they do. Yeah, I think they do. Oh, I think, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm working on that right now. We're talking seven Deuce Deuce Edition boot the mm-hmm. whole nine. That shit would sell, dude. I like it. Dude, that shit would sell. Yeah, I thought they were cut. It would be so mint, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Hey, uh, Watson, thanks, man. Thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, no, no problem. Hey, thanks, w- for coming. thanks for coming. Thanks for letting me come on your uh My radio show? show. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Adam, thank you again, dude, for doing that. That, that meant a lot to me and to her and, uh, Appreciate you just being solid. Hey, no problem, dude. Any anything you need or anybody actually. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I appreciate it. <laughs> if anybody I, needs I, anything. If anything. If you need a fence post, Doug, he'll he'll come over. You need a pool. Oh, you need shit. a pool, Doug. Animal. Come you want over. a pool, pool boy? He's your man. <laughs> dude, hey, and just, keep, I, don't, and keep her. I don't know, bro. I just try to do my best. That's all. <laughs>
Hey, Kiefer, have you talked about your boy Jimmy D just lighting it up in Canada yet? I mean, in Australia? Yeah, I did actually mention to Steve earlier, yeah. Awesome, dude. Yeah, he won. He's racing, he's racing supercars here, though, right? Yeah. yeah he's yeah. coming back. Does he have a team? But I think he's going to come back and ride a Yamaha for one Yeah, he's riding Rock. No, Rock River. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, good. They worked it out because I know Hot Dog Vendor was trying to help him out getting the Yamaha yeah, thing. Yeah, I think over Alan here. Brown was involved with that and That's OTSF good. And, and MX101, oh. but I don't, think that, I don't think that came together. Hey, can I tell you a quick Alan Brown story? Yeah, please do. Yeah. Uh, because you, you, you shared a little experience with me about the Hawaii trip. Yep. So the other night, I go to sushi with uh, Kyle Bentley, his wife, Nikki, and Jen Brown and Alan Brown. Uh-huh. And, you know, everyone buys, you know, I'm by myself. They're together. They're together. So I get my check, and I, I pay for my bill. And I walk out. We all walk out. And the waitress and the manager runs out. And they're all, excuse me, uh. You didn't pay your bill, and, and Kyle's all, oh, it's probably this guy right here with no sleeves on it. I'm all, what are you talking about? I paid my bill. I go, here's my receipt with my And she brings out the receipt. She's like, here's who paid. And there's one for me and one for Kyle. Right. And I look at Alan, and I'm like, you bastard. You tried to get away without buying dinner. You were, like, trying to skip on dinner. She's like, no, bro. He took both of the receipts with him. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. And he said, uh, I swear. That, that sounds that sounds like Alan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, All right, I'll, Watson. I'll hey, we'll see you this weekend, man. All right. Talk to you guys later. Later, right, Kate. Up. Kenny Watson. Hey, thanks, Kenny. Later, dude. Kenny Watson, everybody. So, Seven Deuce Deuce, no Monster Cup for you, right? No. No, uh, dude. I'm, I'm working right now. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get laps in and, and do the whole nine. What? Uh, how's that going? Supercross prep going well? A milestone out there every day, I guess, grinding? No, I'm uh, actually... Back at home, I've uh, been putting laps in here at my house, and then we're going to be putting laps in at Zaka and just kind of doing okay. doing that whole shebang. The wrist is actually coming along really good. We uh, mm-hmm. got some longer motos in today, and uh, it was a, it was a little weak at the end. The grip the grip strength is probably the biggest thing. Right, I'm finally starting to get rid of arm pump, but the grip strength is just like. That's probably the worst thing right now. So mm-hmm. it's getting better and better each day, but just yeah. you know how it goes. You just got to start grinding it out, and that's what we're doing right now. What about Castillo? Are you going to be able to get on there? Oh, yeah. Castillo's going to be coming up. Uh, I'm going to probably start – I'm going to ride outdoor till the end of this week, mm-hmm. and then as soon as Monday hits, it's going to be Supercross till Supercross. So um, I'll be out at Castillo Ranch, Milestone. Last time you, know, you were, uh, last time you were in the show, you talked about a possible Suzuki deal with TPJ. Anything new with that, or it's still on hold? Um, that's still on hold for right now. I okay. mean, everything kind of just got a little bit pushed back, so we'll see with that whole deal. But right, uh, right. you know, you never know. The Hondas it's, are still it's, looking it's so hard. Hondas are still looking dude. fresh, though. Oh, dude, the Hondas always look empty, bro. What What is your deal with Canada? You're not riding. You're just announcing. Or you're doing a well, – what are you doing well, yeah, up there? Yeah, no, I, I did um, – well, so last year I met the owner of the series. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Her name's Leslie Reed. She's absolutely amazing. Um, but anyways, this year they brought me up because, you know, it was – what was it, two weeks ago now, two, three weeks ago? I don't know. I saw you on Instagram. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was like two weeks ago now, and uh, they asked me to come up to Canada just to announce and do some motocross quotes for the kids and stuff. So I went up there and, uh, and announced the event and uh, did some motocross schools for the kids. Nice. I just 
I didn't want to race, you know, because I was just not right, quite yeah. ready. I didn't, I didn't have the fitness and stuff. So huh. I went up there, did some announcing for the guys. Made and, some money, uh, right? Made some yeah, money, made yeah. a little bit of money right. and uh, did some motocross school for the kids, helped out, and uh, just kind of catered to – I was kind of honestly just out there uh, having a good time hanging out with the kids and the families and making sure everybody – you know, because up there it's – everybody it's so it's so beginner to them you know there's a lot of beginners out there that kind of are just starting arena cross their little arena cross series and then mm-hmm. there's some kids that know what they're doing but i'm just kind of there to help guide them and and uh mm-hmm. and just kind of what's the word mentor just yeah. yeah just be exactly just be a mentor to the people up there and kind of give them insight on what they need to do because everybody you know it's just so it's so it's not like California where everybody's like a hardcore motocross racer. You see a lot more just like fun families coming that, mm-hmm. that enjoy time with their kids that are kind of just come up, coming up to race. So I just yeah. help them out and do whatever I can. Dude, hugs all around from the seven deuce. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. I just have a little quick story. Uh, last time me and him were, he was my co-driver. Yeah. You guys came up he together. Stopped yeah. in. And, uh, I've never had a quicker drive home. From this show to my house, mm-hmm. dude. This me and him were were talking the whole time. I think great conversation. Like better than your wife Heather. Then sometimes, yeah. <laughs> She's out. She's sleeping. Like me and him, dude. Honestly, it was it made my drive better. He was one of the best co-drivers I've had. Man, oh. it was it was a good time. Good to hear because you guys need to come back up together then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. No, I'll totally ride with Keeper again. That was the shit. You know what? I mean, honestly, one of the ahead. things. Oh, sorry, yeah, one of the things like I'm most pumped about the Pulp Mech show. Seriously, it, it maybe sounds like super gay, but I'm I'm pumped that like you and Adam are buddies. Watson and Adam are buddies. Uh, JT has met people. Bringing uh, people together. Like, yeah, like, and then, like, if you want to talk about, like, fans meeting each other through the show. Right. You know what I mean? Like, um, this Australian guy, Mims, coming this weekend. He hangs out with this guy named Neil. They, they met through the show. Like, Mips is coming. You know? Mips is coming. Mips is coming. Um, like, it's just, it's awesome that these people get to, you guys, yeah. like, become friends. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's cool that yeah, they know that. Go ahead. It totally is. That's sick. It's cool that, the, that everyone is down to earth enough where... They can just bullshit and talk. I can, yeah, and bring the Aussies in and have lunch with them and hang out. You know? Yeah, yeah. You bring you bring actually fans over to the house, which is a little weird. But yeah, yeah just yeah. shit like that. We right. all love dirt bikes and right. we all just want to ride. Or like, um, like your MX one hundred one deal was kind of done through a show. Yeah, you know? exactly. And like oh, now you're buddies with Hot Dog Vendor and Andy White, which you knew Andy anyways before. But yeah, whatever. It was yeah, little, no, you, you know, meet a lot of good people through the and, show. And then Antonap, you know, went to Canada kind of because he was on the show and they listened to him on the For show. Sure. And, and like that's just awesome to me. I think mean, that's cool. It's like the coolest thing that having this janky show. Shit, yeah. what that's about all. me, dude? So. I'm living the dream over here. <laughs> yeah, forget the corner guy over there. Yeah, he's living a dream over there. He's living the dream. Two years ago, I was listening to this show, and now I'm on it. There you go. I met Steve at Anaheim two, I think, like two or three years ago, and I took a picture. No, 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 it was okay. Anaheim, and because uh, I remember I met Albertson that same race, and I, uh, pu- I, so you walked right by me after the main events had ended, and I grabbed you. I was like, "Yo, Steve, what's up? Huge fan of the show." And I remember he said to me, "He said, hey, if Tits quits the show, you got the job." And I was like, "Hell yeah." <laughs> That happened. And then, that really happened. That really happened. Yeah, no. See? The seven deuce Making deuces, dreams come alive. The seven deuce deuce is going to be a dirt rider guy here pretty soon, just like his bro. Yeah, see? So, there you I, go. I, just, I, I like that part of the whole show. That's that's, that's a good thing. That's right. Uh, hey, Adam, thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Um, Dude, no problem, guys. Good luck with the supercross. Yeah, good luck with the testing and the supercross and the wrist and all that, and we'll get you back up here you know, real soon. And Did you guys talk um, about music? 
Is he putting out any new songs? Got any new uh, tracks? I'm not talking about that. I'm bitter right now. Although uh, he did give me, he he uh he dropped something for me on the way here last time. Uh huh. It's going to be played on the new Moto Seven, correct? Yeah. And it's sick. I I'm no. not a rapping guy, but no, that's I want a good. new Pulp Mex song. Oh no, I've but been, this song wanna, is cool. I want a Pulp Mex Berluti Berluti. Oh. I want one of those songs. Okay. Dude, you can't make magic every time. <laughs> well, it's I'm been just, it's been like, it's I been. have I have some shit, but it's just. <laughs> It's not as sick as the first one. I can't make a number two. Like, you know how, like, movies come out, and then there's, like, a number one, and then you watch the second <laughs> one, and it's just dog shit? And you're like... Dude, he doesn't want to put out a Pirates of the Caribbean me? 6. Empire Strikes Back was better than Star Wars, bro. That's right. a fact, though. That so, is a fact. You know, suck that. But... It's been two years, bro. So, I'm you're like Axl Rose. Seriously, I'm just waiting. Dude... <laughs> like you came out with use your illusion and then now I'm just fucking waiting. So <laughs> anyways. Oh god. I'll keep waiting. Um as always, buddy, keep in touch. If you need anything, text me. And um and thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, guys. I appreciate it. And um keep it on the real. Alright. See you, bro. Peace out. Calm down late. Late. Adam Internet, everybody. Love having him on the show. Uh, good guy. Uh, Gibbs, what's up? You got a question about Larry Brooks? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, well, no, I was, I, I've been listening to all your old Larry Brooks podcasts, and uh, I was kind of thinking, like, you guys were talking about he used to write these articles, this website or something like that. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. Doing it. Yeah. He, uh, he also claims in his podcast he's always a big fan of sport. I don't know if that's true, but whatever. I just feel like you should get him to write Pulp Max articles. Like uh, no, you know what? I, I, Larry doesn't want to do much anymore. He wants to stay out. We got him on the show yeah, not what, a year ago? ago? No, he was not. not less than that? Yeah, yeah. He honestly doesn't want to do much. He's just kind of low-key. He's back working at Chaparral, um, you know, still watching the races, still into the races. But, yeah, he's not really into doing stuff. You know, I should hit him up again, though, Gibbs, because, you know, I haven't hit him up for a while. Maybe he's changed his mind. But I did hit him up to do stuff, and he didn't really want to do stuff. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just one of his deals where he wants to lay low or whatever and just not, you know, not not, not, not do anything. So that's his right or whatever. But I'm with you. He's, he's, he's an interesting guy. He's got some good stories. Yeah, no doubt. And so. uh, R.A. Dickey didn't win the game there, uh, Steve uh, Manifax. Bro. Uh, he was one out from winning the game. He, he the did. Game. Hey, look, look at the sheet, man. That's yeah, no, I, I don't want to hear it. That was a stupid move bringing Price in. Ari was under, under had it under control. They brought him in. Are, you know, he was one out away from winning the game. They should have given him the win. Are, are you serious? Who cares? It's for the playoffs. It doesn't matter. It's oh, really? Well, coach, okay. The coach at that time felt hey, what was important. Guess what? They can't use Price tomorrow, or I mean on Wednesday, because he pitched 50 pitches today. They have no left-handed reliever outside of Aaron Loop. So when that left-handed lineup from Texas comes up to bat and they need a left-handed named David Price, they're not going to have him except for Loop, and Loop sucks. So they should have let Dickey pitch today and gotten Liam Hendricks in there and everybody else with a six-run lead. And then it, when they need a left-hand reliever on game five, oh, Price is there. Happy Thanksgiving, Gibbs. Yeah. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, Steve. So you know yeah, what I'm, thanks there, Keeper. You know what I'm saying? You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, like they can't use Price that. now on game five. They can't use him. I don't think. The manager said no, he wasn't he, available. He, yeah, he did say he wasn't playing him no matter So who's going to be, you know, you got Sin Sun Chu, uh, Prince Fielder, Moreland. Uh, they got these left-handed bats. You, I don't want Loop going up there. Do you? 
Loop. No, no. Right. What's this cookie taste? Like? A, yeah, it's a good point. I'm with yeah, you. Actually, that on that. Like I'm with you now. That's what I'm saying. They need. They don't have a left hander. Now that Cecil's out. Now if Cecil was there, that's fine. But okay. Anyways, Gibbs. Hey, so, quit, quit, quit Antonap story though for you guys. Okay. Yeah. You, did she? I was on social media once mm-hmm. and like once just once. once? Oh, yeah, okay, I'm on Instagram. I'm just an average guy. I'm Instagram. not putting my phone number on. I'm a right. below average guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not putting my phone number on social media. Of course not. And to that, he just puts it on there, posts it. I hit him up with a text. He texts me back. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about? Like, why would he, Why do you put his number on there? I don't know. He's just like, he's like, I don't care. I'll put my number right out. Just comment. <laughs> and then you texted me, he texts you back. Yeah, he started hitting me up. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. I'm like, yeah. I was like talking to him, asking him things. <laughs> He's like, he's like answering me like I'm hey, texting my mom. How, how about like when people ask him a question on social media and he just retweets it, but like doesn't? Yeah. And I'm like Adam, you have, the people are answering. They they want an answer. He's like whatever, yeah. bro. Retweet. That's awesome. People are like, hey Adam, like what what kind of fly gear do you wear? And he just retweets it. Doesn't answer them. Yeah. You know, all, all he does after every event, he retweets everything. Ripple's oh, favorite them, retweeted everything. People ask him questions, retweeted it. Yeah, puts his phone number on Instagram. That's Adam for you. Maybe yeah. that's an easier way for him to get a response. He's a man of the people, Gibbs. That he loves, awesome. he loves it. So, thank, uh, yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, right. and, take care, uh, boys. See you. Later. All right, let's take our commercial break. We still got Gabba Gibbs and voicemails. Um, that's it. And uh, Chris Kiefer's in studio. And Gibbs is in studio, and Always I'm in studio, and Prater was in, Dave Prater was good, Dave, James Stewart, obviously the great James Stewart, uh, Kenny Watson, Adam Antonap, yeah, fantastic lineup, right? It's great. It's a good show. Yeah. Dude, Dave Prater, in studio. Yeah, it's fantastic. I met Dave Prater. What Moto fan has yeah, ever met Yeah, you acted kind of weird when he was here. Did I? Yeah, a little bit. No. All right, we'll discuss this during the commercial. Come back, everybody. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our fly racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply.
MenFab is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MenFab Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MenFab has you covered. MenFab products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MenFab Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MenFab also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All MenFab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy MenFab products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Giganoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. 
Order direct through the EKSbrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schirmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pice mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsha. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. That's the best thing, yeah. It's like you've got to run Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Anderson? Anderson. Then listen up. 
You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech, privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention... Let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. 
just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Presented by BTOSports.com. Rounds fly racing. Chris Kiefer from Dirt Riders Studio. He's gonna gross us out with sexual content. 
He's gonna talk about lube and things to go places with that lube. <laughs> and he's gonna show you photos of his wife in compromising positions and laugh about it on social media. He's Chris Creeper Keeper. Sneaky photographer. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5. Coming on the show, MichelinMotorcycles.com. Kiefer, you did a lot of work with this tire. And uh, they're, they're brand new. Whatever you think of Michelin motocross tires, yep. get rid of that because they got a brand new Starcross 5. Yep. And you did a lot of work on this thing. Yeah, I did. I was uh, out in the, the confines of the desert, out in the SoCal tracks, burning the laps and burn the knobs off these suckers and actually had some really good feedback for them and they went to work and yeah built a kick-ass tire we gave away a set tonight we're gonna give away a set every show so kind of cool for the guys at folks at michelin for doing that so i feel like we need to give it to someone more exciting like that guy wasn't too pumped no, on tires. he wasn't no uh gibbs has a set he hasn't mounted them yet though have you no i put them on oh, okay. soft or medium medium okay i didn't ride it yet but they look really good i'm coming from uh 32s they're, to me, like if you're gonna, if I, you're a Dunlop guy, which yeah. most of the time that's what I run. Yeah, it's comparable. Yeah, like it's as good. <laughs> really? If not, some places are better. Like the carcass feeling is better. I'm definitely looking forward to riding them. They look good. I haven't, I've never had Michelin's. I'm like you. I've only had Bridgestones and Dunlops yeah. forever, and you know, I'm not really a tester guy, so I don't really get to try shit like that. Oh, uh, and by the way, it's Kiefer, uh, counting satellites. You're covering the satellites. Covering satellites. That's, that's what, what this is off. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, like, listen to this guy's lyrics. Like, wait. You're talking about Adam Duritz? Oh, he's rewinding it. Oh, whoa. Oh, rewind. Like, this, he, I think he just takes, drops acid and writes things on a paper. He says, I wish I was inside of you. That's why I like him. Just wait. If you wrap yourself in daffodils, right. I will wrap myself in pain. Really? I'm trying to think. I'm really trying to God? think. Trying to dig deep and see where that's coming from. I can't. I love this disc. This is an awesome disc. No, but, it's good. I mean, he's got some issues with with uh, with uh, song number eight. That disc. Which one is that? This one's good too. This is the opener. Yeah. Uh, they, they were playing last Saturday night here in Vegas. Uh, Michelin. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Uh, Starcross 5. Uh, all 21, si- 21 sizes. Two front, six rear sizes for the medium and a soft version. Insert fitments for all off-road, motocross, and vintage bikes. They've hey. got redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, uh, desirable yet more flexible sidewall, a more pliable bead for easier mounting. Right. And don't so. be scared off by the soft, you know, too. Like, I use soft almost everywhere in Southern California. It was really good. So don't be scared off by the soft medium. Ride-engineering.com also with us. Uh, clamps, uh, front brake lines, front brake calipers, uh, axle blocks. Uh, this is a real cool company, ride-engineering.com. They got some really cool shit. If you, Kiefer, when you're, uh, like, what kind of bikes, what, what bikes have you found that benefit from an offset change? As far as most of the new bikes that I've tried, Honda benefits the most to go from a 20 millimeter which is stock to like a 22 and i know ride engineering has 22s 23.5s depends what you want but for me the honda needs a little bit more stability up front 
and given the 22 is a little bit more front end feeling, a little bit more traction. And what's cool too is you can mount, even if you're not a Honda guy, you can mount a Honda stabilizer. He has some of those that you can mount on the clamp. He has a, on the clamp, he has a Pete's machine where you can mount a, you know, a Honda stabilizer up there, which is cool. 10% off uh, Pulp MX-10, uh, 10% off at ride-engineering.com. So we welcome uh, Ride Engineering. We welcome Michelin on the show. So that's uh, great Great to have them on board. All right, BTOsports.com, Gabba Gibbs. Let's do it. BTOsports.com, Gabba Gibbs. 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 All right, BTOsports.com. Of course, David Millsaps on the BTO Sports KTM team, which remember right. one plate. Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, all be at the Monster Energy Cup. Brayton, uh, BTOsports.com pretty much has anything you need for your bike or body. A lot of our guys that we uh, that are on with us, uh, you can get a discount through us directly through the company, or you can do it with using the, B- the Pulp Mex code on BTOsports.com. We're uh, pleased and proud to have those guys on board with us. They, they sponsor us on the Racer X podcast, on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show, BTOsports.com. All right, what else you got? All right, well, we got a couple things. Coming, okay. out the, coming out of the gate hot with a Kiefer question. Oh, uh, God. This is from Adam, from Adam. He says, Kiefer, have you tested the Recluse core manual with torque drive? And if so, what are your thoughts? Uh, I have tested the Recluse torque drive. It's, it's pretty good, actually. I tested it on the Honda 450. And uh, one thing that I noticed right away when I got on it is Honda has a stiff clutch pull compared to other bikes this year, or actually the last couple of years. And uh, the Recluse lightens that up a little bit, and it actually gives you a little bit more bottom-in feeling and a little bit more traction. It's, it's a good piece. It's detailed how much pieces are in there. You get a little bit thicker clutch pack, more clutch plates in there. Um, but, yeah, I've tried it, and I like it. But that's the only bike that I've tried it on was that bike. Okay. Uh, Adam Arnberger, since we were just talking about Michelins, he wants to know if any top teams are running Michelins in 2016. I don't think anybody I know right now, I think they're just trying to get their feet back into the game right. after years of uh, uh, you know not improving their tire lineup. We used them at KTM in uh, 2000, 2001, and uh, we liked them. Kelly Smith won a national on them. Um, uh, Suzuki ran them, too. Wyndham Pastrana and those guys for a year or two. So uh, I think they're dipping their feet in. They're going to see how sales go, and then no doubt they'll be jumping back in like a Pirelli did a few years ago. So. I think once people start trying them and it's out in the public you know then it'll start catching fire a little bit when it's actually they can ride it and be like oh shit it they actually do work good you know all right uh okay steve we know you're on the um uh, barsha bag wagon always have been uh skyler wants to know with barsha strides when outdoors do you think he'll make for a better supercross season will he be a title contender and jt's not on but he had a question for jt yeah, I think I think he'll be better. Yeah, he's been he's been building momentum. He didn't start off very good at Supercross last year, but he got better outdoors. He didn't start outdoors great either, but uh, confidence is a scary thing. So, do you think he'll be a title contender? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I don't think he. I think he's. Uh, I think he's behind Dungy, Rocks, and Tomac. Does he finish better than Stu? Mm, probably not. Mm. Okay. Uh, Joe wants to know, Steve, do you celebrate Thanksgiving today or November like the us? Yeah. Or both? Like the us? No, like the U.S. No, he said us. It's lowercase. That's us. Like the us. Like the us. Like um, us. Why well, I said the on accident. That was my fuck up. Uh, no, no, I don't celebrate. Uh, don't double this, down, today's, today's a holiday, though. Columbus Day. Right? It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knew? No, well, I don't. Banks I, were closed. I don't, I, know. I don't celebrate uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, Man Nurse MX. All right. Awesome. Uh, 
has JT Kiefer or Mathis ever patented an idea for a product? No. JT should though. I tell him all the time. Invent something so he can stop working. I have what? I have an idea, but it's not what is huge. It? No, you can't tell anybody. I'll tell because I don't give a shit. No, don't tell anybody. What is it? Don't tell anybody. Don't say anything? No, don't tell anybody. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell anyone it's ideas. Wait, what, what, is it a sex toy, Heather? If it is, I want first investment. No. It's not a sex horse, sex uh, toy, sex, like, anything nothing? Sexual? No, that's a whole other topic, though. No, I'm sure he's got some ideas. Oh, that's why I'm He's got ideas. Trust yeah. me. There's so many blueprints downstairs <laughs> right. in his basement, you don't even know. <laughs> basement? Yeah, but we I live have, in Cali, bro. There's no basement. I have ideas, but Whatever, I guess right. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> okay. I haven't been to your house. Uh, all right, next question. Well, that's not my fault. Good point. <laughs> All right, Scott wants to know, Devin, ask Steve. Thanks, man. I am going to ask you. Uh, since he down or uh, he wants to know if Roger DeCoster downplays his success, he thinks he's one of the best team managers ever. Would you agree? You got to read that back again. Okay, it, it didn't make sense. Devin, ask Steve. Since he downplays RD's okay. success as a team manager, who would he put as the best team manager ever? Uh, Scott Stewart at that step. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I just think, I just think that uh, you know, to, Roger had a lot of shitty signings. Before Carmichael showed up, right? It wasn't exactly killing it on the team Suzuki. It depends a lot on the rider too. Yeah, you I just I don't think I think like I honestly think I saw a difference with Brooks and Red Dog and Brooks and uh, like Kyle Regal those kind of like I saw him work with those guys and he he helped them. And say what you want about Brooks, we talked a lot about him earlier. He helps guys out. I, Roger and these guys. I mean Jimmy Perry. I had Jimmy Perry as a manager. I mean they're they're good. They're trying their hardest, but. They're not making the teams win or lose. These, right. This the Coster and Magic Touch stuff. I just I've never bought into it. Okay. He didn't know who I was at the Motocross the Nations. Maybe I was just bitter about that. This year? No, when I was on the team. Oh, I was when like, I was on the team. It was worse when I was on the team. You oh. were a mechanic. Who are you again? Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> I'm like, uh, are you supposed to be in here? We were at Lomo like eight hours ago, Roger. I'm very sorry. Yeah, yeah. If you were second in line for being known, like rider, mechanic. Let's go by hookers and blow. <laughs> Alright, Austin wants to know Do you have any more info on the new 250 Suzuki team? Uh, will guys like Bogle, Reed, and Tomac Be at Monster Energy Cup on their new bikes? And why did Hill make the switch to TLD KTM? Hill had to Yeah, Hill had to The KTM team's all going to Troy Lee right. 250 effort uh, Reed will be there uh, No Tomac, he's hurt no. Reed's going to be there? Yeah At Monster uh, Cup? Yeah Yeah, he'll be there Racing? It's part of his deal, yeah, with Monster Oh, fuck So all right, next question. All right, this one's a little weird, but I like it. Uh, Kyle wants to know, Keith, if you were a dog, what breed would you be and why? Give me a dog that humps a lot and Every eats single and one sleeps, and that's what I want to be. It's a lot of them, yeah. You look like a Doberman. No. I think you'd make a nice Sharpie. Sharpie? Yeah. All wrinkled and shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve, what about yourself? What dog are you? Yeah, Basset Hound. Mm. I like Beagles. I saw that one a mile away. Uh, Brian wants to know, Brain wants to know, any idea what happened between Albertson and Arma? No, I just didn't separate it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened, like who did what, but yeah, something happened, and they went their separate ways. So I heard Arma's going to have his own team, and then I heard Jimmy's doing his thing. So I don't know about that guy sometimes. Who? Hmm. Arma, dude. Oh, uh, why? Isn't What's-his-face still part of that, Sepkovic? Or? Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with this, uh, okay. with this guy, though. But yeah, Sepkovic is just shady. But I don't think it has anything to do with, like, Arma. So, All right. Mike wants to know, uh, he lives in Colorado. His son's 13 years old, and he wants to get him trained on some Supercross tracks. Where is the best place for him to go? 13? 
Marsha was riding no, Supercross no. when he was younger. Early? No, he was riding Supercross when he was like eight. Um, on a sixty-five. Well, you can't build your own, then yeah, you're Colorado. It's kind of tough. I mean, you're not really uh, got a lot to choose from there. He said, "What about Renards? How far is that?" That's in Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, it's kind of far. I know there's some private guys that and in Colorado that have their own tracks in their backyard. That's the best thing you could do is try to hit those guys up. But like who? Um, Church Cody Church. He's a local Colorado dude. Sounds like, sounds like you just made that name up. No, Cody Church. Okay. Look it up. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Stephen King or Kane, close enough. Uh, do you see Dungey being as aggressive as he was in straight rhythm in Supercross? And also, where is the Tomac announcement? You said that today, though. You said it's going to be coming out this week. Yeah, Tomac's out this week. Probably about the Monster Cup. I, I, yeah, Dungey's going to keep on and keep on. Dungey's predictable. Um, Alden's helped him out, I think. And I think he'll continue to, to do what Alden says and attack the way Alden wants him to. And. Uh, yeah, so I, I could see the new Dunge being aggressive. He's got Stu to deal with. Yeah. All right, MX Justin wants to know, wondering why some pro racers like Cooper Webb doesn't, don't wear knee braces. He doesn't wear knee braces? I thought he wore one of those. A lot uh, of guys don't. Yeah, why is that? Uh, they don't like to feel the bulky feeling on their knees. They feel like they can't grip the side of the bike. They can't feel it. And just the same thing with like neck braces. I, um, they don't – less restriction. So – who, uh, yeah, who doesn't wear them now? Cooper Webb doesn't? Cooper Webb doesn't. I know uh, Sipes doesn't wear them. Um, I know Larry Ward and Garrett Sutherland doesn't wear them. He's an off-road guy. What about Ricky Brabeck? I don't know about Ricky Brabeck. That's my guy. That's your guy. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. <laughs> I mean, I've blown my knee out before, and I couldn't even imagine that happening when I did it, have a knee brace on. It, it's a difficult situation to say it's going to help or not. You yeah. know, for me... It's almost like a placebo effect. I know that I feel better with them on because I've worn them for so long. Yeah. So I want yeah, them there. I, I, uh-huh. I wear CTIs, and when I when I didn't have them for whatever reason, it just felt. Yeah, it just so feels weird, right? Weird, so, yeah. I, but for me, like I feel like if someone's coming in on me or t bone me or something. You got those side hinges going to yeah. help that. Yeah. Knee cups are not. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to help you not tear your ACL or all this other stuff, but. There's a lot of too like nowadays like okay when I raced it was CTI or nothing and their right. prescription and they're you know molded to your leg. There's so many over the counter ones now like yeah. uh, you know the Mobius, the Donjoy, the Asterix, Alpine Star. I mean there are so many over the counter yeah. ones that are good. I have like you know? three pairs I haven't tested in my garage that I need to test. Like Mobius is sitting there. Kiefer Ink. Kiefer Ink. Gotta get on it, bro. I know. God, why am I? Why would I pay Kiefer Ink if he's just gonna let my new knee brace sit in his garage? Well, it's not Kiefer Ink testing; it's Dirt Rider stuff. Oh, okay. So. Well, if you need any help for Kiefer Inc., I got a hat. So Kiefer Inc. is all the shh, shh stuff. Are you going out shh this week? Kiefer Inc.? No, next week. Niche? Shh. Niche. Okay. okay. Uh, Patrick wants to know, do you guys think that the second place Roxon was faster than third place Dungey? And do you think... He wasn't on his time. No. No, Dungey had a better time. Yeah, this, that's his question. Do you think second and third place should race each other? I, I don't care. Yeah, by then you're over it. Right. All right. They did the... This is the second and third rundown on the 250 class. Best out of three. Like, who cares? Yeah, no, Just have one race. And here right. you go. You got third. Right. right. Good Good job. Yeah. Right. How much did the winner get? Did we know this? No, I never found out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right. Marcus wants to know, Kiefer, have you heard or seen any problems with a crack slash broken welds around the head pipe, I'm sure he's talking about, on a 2014 to 15 YZ450? He says head tube. Head tube. I don't know. Uh, head pipe, no, but I know on the YZ there's a there's a mount, so you have the the head pipe that comes around the cylinder mm-hmm. that goes in front of it, mm-hmm. 
there's a mount there and that mount vibrates and breaks off and then that mounting piece just completely disappears and then it just kind of vibrates so he might want to check that mounting piece to see if it's because you can't really see it unless you go underneath there and look you'll see it cracked but that's a common spot for it to crack hmm. there's no replacement you don't for know that. Shit, you asshole <laughs> wasn't me what'd you say I said, is there any way to replace that? Has anyone come up with anything aftermarket? No hangers or nothing, no. Oh, wow. Uh, all right, that's it. BTOsports.com. Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, 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 Gibbs. Use a couple of mics when you're checking it. out at uh, BTOsports.com. Great, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Uh, James Stewart, Dave Prater, Kenny Watson, the Seven Deuce Deuce, Davey Coombs. I didn't mention Davey Coombs. He came on so long ago. And, uh, uh, all right, voicemail, 702-586-757. Here's uh, the best of the best. I don't think we got any voicemails up here. Um, you didn't download the voicemails? No, they're on there. Are you sure? Do you know how to work a computer? I do know how to work a computer. Okay, just find them. They're um, on the USB drive. They're on the USB drive. Yep. Okay, I'll try to find it. You guys talk about some shit. Um, so anyways, um, yeah, looking forward to uh, what's up with Kiefer Inc. Uh, Dirt Rider talk. Dirt uh, Rider. Technique. This week this I got week. some stuff. Tomorrow I got some uh, Yosh stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, then I get to ride Ben Townley's bike for Dirt Rider. Oh, okay. So his MXGP bike. Should go listen to his interview. Sorry. MXGP, his Motocross of Nations bike. Same bike, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. right. And then, uh, like I said, 250 shootouts and always busy. I'm always riding, so what is that noise? That's a dog scratching at the carpet. <laughs> digging for his bed. Uh, is that Rocky? You find him? Nope. Hold on. I'm almost there. Ding, just, ding, ding. Just ding, go ding. to. I got it. Device, USB flash. Hold on. I'm working my way there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Townley, uh, Townley's designation slash uh, USGP bike. Yep. And I have a. What about Niche? What's up with Niche? Yeah, I don't know exactly when they're what they're doing. Oh, I just so get, they're, you're not. Yeah, you're not. I only get called, Nothing planned for you. Yeah, planned for me, but I don't know when they're. That's actually going to come to no, production. When, when when are you doing Niche? Two weeks. Oh, okay. You got to yep. go back up there, or yes. they're coming down here. Up there. Originally, they were supposed to come down here, but mm-hmm. they're quite. They're not ready for that yet because there's a lot of bigger tracks and bigger stuff to do. Okay. So that's the next step. After everything's right. finalized, everything comes down here, and then you'll see it being ridden down hey, in SoCal. You uh, you currently have a heating pad on your back right now. <laughs> yeah. No, no, wait. I'm getting to something. You hurt your back. Right. Uh, you ride a ton. You just, you're doing a work sit race this weekend. You know, you kind of dangerous, right? Like, yeah, it gets. Like uh, Kiefer Inc., you need to ride for Kiefer Inc. Right. Right? And I'm getting older. So. Be careful. Right. Like, what happens if you go and break your leg? Well, then I have health insurance. Yeah, but what do you tell all the Kiefer Inc. people? Just say, hey, sorry? Yeah, just say, hey, this is part of the deal. Right. They know that, you know? And yeah, in the yeah. contract, when they sign it, you know, injuries are part of the thing, yeah. so. Huh? Uh, you know? I would be in the back of my mind, I think, if I was you. Nah. Like, ah, shit. You can't think about that. You, I guess, re- you know what? It's not in the back of your mind because you're still asking Preston how you look in the turns. Right. Like, you haven't let it go yet. So. TP's, TP's not even going to ride the Vet National. He's not? No. Why? Just because busy? He's too busy. Work, yeah. yeah, he's got so much testing with Butler that he's like, dude, I can't do it. We're never gonna have him on the show again, are we? Like, just you can't get away. Today would have been the day if it was a holiday, but I don't think Yamaha had it off. <laughs> they didn't, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> they probably didn't. Not. You know that. I uh, I asked Lars. I, I asked him if he had my old bench um, at Yamaha. I said I made sure that he. Uh, I said there's a lot of greatness been going on there. So <laughs> a lot of shit. So so he's in. So he's actually in. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. But no, I mean, yeah, it probably yeah, doesn't matter. Does. 
All right, voicemails. Uh, yeah, let's do it. 702-586-757. Call anytime. Uh, here's the best of the best this weekend. Uh, just a heads up, Gibbs, you got hammered this week. But I, I, I got hammered I, but last I, week. I but you, you have a week. supporter, so I, I balanced it up with some support. Uh, some voice. support or yeah. a supporter? Uh, a supporter. A supporter with like five voicemails of All me? Right. Yeah, okay. All right. That's fine. I don't care. Long time listener. However, two shows ago, you played the shittiest Van Halen song ever. I mean, ever fucking made. For the whole entire it's like my favorite Van Halen. It's like it. my second you favorite Van Halen. And also, if you're going to have like these monster hoes on or whatever they are, you know, eye candy bullshit. We can't make you some fucking sandwiches. You have to order food in. You have to listen to munch on food. Oh, these bitches are good for. What the fuck, man? They're annoying as fuck. Tyler Bauer's cool. His old lady, he shut her hole. hole. Dude, these guys, these guys are hard on. The, like we had Diana. Were you in that show? No, no I wish. It was, it was, God, it'd been awesome. <laughs> Brady came in. Bauer's his fiance, and right. then uh, we had Diana on the show. Like, people are dicks. Yeah, like they're when, mean. When you get a female in here, you guys fucking go crazy. But like, we do forty-five shows a year, and forty-three of them have just dirt bikes, dirt bikes, dirt bikes. Chad Reed, James Stewart, right? Fucking people those, don't like change, like, Steve. No, but like, so once in a while, let's get a monster girl in here. Yeah, that's what let's I'm saying. Let's have Pookie and Heather, you know, have a little game or quit right. like chick like time. What's, like, what's wrong with that? Nothing. No, these people. You act like like these people act like chicks are the devil. Right. Like, who cares? I personally love women. And, like, honestly, I get where people would listen to Diana's interview on the Pulp Show and be like, eh, it was a little. See, eh. I lost a little bit of respect for Diana. I mean. On that I, interview. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It was a little weird. But Brady was awesome. Yeah, she's she's, like she's, she's like funny, quick-witted. Right. Right. Yeah. God, these people. Damn. Give it a word. Keep the hose off the show, though. Thanks. Bye. Keep the hose off the show. Yeah, I was wondering if you guys knew how. The GP series works as far as getting bikes and equipment to the flyaway races as quick as they do. Does Seppi have? I'm doing a story on that. His own like one freight line they all use. Do they? Do they ship everything on boats? Slow. Is everybody crated up? They go to the same ship or same plane. So they get there at the same time where the team's off their own. Just curious how they got. The guys that were riding, riding the nation got their stuff from, from Glen Allen to France so quick. Uh, I know the Americans started to ship their stuff over, but what about the Euros or even any of the other stuff? Like, hey, Mathis. Yeah, so I was wondering about that, too, when I was at the GP, because that's always interested me. And I was like, so that's on our rundown to do, and that's part of my, my job is to uh, research and... That'll be a oh, big oh, look at you research. Be oh. a big article in Dirt Rider and how everything Let's moves along. Research. True. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing research. Feature story. You know what I feel like inspired that voicemail? Like huh. I, there's just a little part of me that I feel like the, the thing, the reason that made him, you know, call in that voicemail, is that he's wondering why they get their stuff over there so quick. He's still waiting for an Amazon package for like two weeks for a dildo that he bought through the Pope Next link. <laughs> he's like, dude, this is bullshit. How the hell did they get five what, bikes? What, what I don't understand is he brought up the U.S. shipping their bikes. Like, they have this thing called air travel. Right. It's like, not a boat. It, it's, yeah, like, <laughs> it's, like it's pretty obvious to me. Like, when you're sitting there going, how do they get from Glen Helen to France? Well, it's not on a boat. <laughs> right. It's not on a time machine. Right. It's not teleportation. It's... In an airplane. Those things that you see in but the But it sky? is impressive how from week to week, yeah. 
You know, yeah. the GPs, well, they go to, you know. All over the world. Yeah. Well, uh, I think I told this story, but so you get a subsidy from Ustream if you travel, if you qualify to mate the overseas races, you get a subsidy from Ustream. Uh, it's not that much. It doesn't cover everything, but the teams are like, fuck, it's better than nothing or whatever, so we'll go. And that's why you see like 16 dudes on the line in Mexico or whatever, right? Right. Uh, you can only get the subsidy if you deal with the... With, airline with carrier. The, no, with the Ustream travel agent. Oh. Guess who owns the uh, travel agency? Giuseppe or whatever. Oh, about. yeah. Giuseppe owns it. Giuseppe. And also, too, they put you like on three stops. Like guys, I talked to some guys that were on the program. They, they, the guys went from uh, 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 L.A. to Dallas to Newark to Europe. Fudge. Like, just get you. They just ram you up the ass this way. They fuck you and then, the you, and then when you, yeah, and then they fuck you when you got to use the travel agency, and they fuck you on the travel because they're trying to save money, right? They got to give them the subsidy, but they want right. to. So more stops, you know, cheaper flights. Like, it's just, it's just fucking comedy. What's over his there. name? Giuseppe. Gi- Giuseppe Luongo. Giuseppe. What if my name was Giuseppe? He's a bodyguard at the races. Really? Yeah. Got the neck tattoo. Is he Italian? Is he? It's greasy. Well, yeah, Giuseppe Luongo. That's no, is his bodyguard Italian? Oh, that I don't know. I would imagine no. though, for sure. So he probably smells good. It's just funny because Coombs walks around. <laughs> Coombs walks around Jeffrey. like, like whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And Dave Freighter walks around like whatever. Right. Todd Gendro, whatever. Like you, like people don't even know Dave. He walks by. People don't know what Dave looks like. Really? Yeah, this guy walks around the bodyguard. Wow. You're like, really? Why do you need one? First of all, who's paying for that? And like, just be a normal dude. Don't be a fucking weirdo. Well, the bodyguard. We should put a bodyguard on you when you go Supercross. I could use it. All right. I'll be your bodyguard. It's Whitey. Hey, you are one sly fox. i got to give you major props. Oh, I was Whitey. impressed with your Manitoba titles and your summer cross victory. But hiring a complete moron and idiot as a producer was your best move ever. Takes all the heat off of you. Now people oh. call and complain about him instead of you. You look like the nice guy. When you had tits in there, everybody felt sorry for him because he was a lovable loser. Mm. Just sat there and took all the blows. But now you got this other guy in there, and no one can stand him. So takes all the heat off of you. Nice job. Thank you, Whitey. Also, <laughs> that was my plan. How you were able to <laughs> nice job. pull off Pookie because you definitely married way up. Good-looking yes, girl. Yes, I did. Nice person. Major props to you. I get that a lot, dog. too, man. You did, yeah. I get that no. shit all she's, the time. She, well, you married up, Kiefer. Hey, she's more out of your league than Pookie's out of mine. Really? Pookie's out of my league. Why? No doubt. Okay, and she's out of your league. Give me the explanation of why that is more, though. Well, I'm a better looking guy than you. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm what? better looking than you. <laughs> Besides the obvious. So, like, I'm hotter. No, okay. I don't you know, know about that. I, so, you know, both of our chicks are out of our leagues. Right, They're I, both in the majors. You guys are just in like, between AA you know, and AAA. But it's more so on my side. Yeah, you're, you, yeah, it's terrible. Like, it's, it's <laughs> drastically, drastically different. It's so bad. Right. So. Uh, sorry, babe. I like Whitey. Aww. No, I, I'm married out of my leg, too. Don't get me wrong. And if I was married to Heather, I would also be But do you ever wonder what they leg. think about, but, like, But what? I'm closer to Heather. Like, the gap is it's big, but it's closer than you and her. So if me and, per- <laughs> if me and Pookie married, it'd be closer? No, it's bigger still. Oh, it's still yeah, bigger. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, that's how fucked I am. You're at the bottom of the barrel is what he's saying. Okay. I'm like catfish. He's calling uh, nah, you over. I mean, look. I mean, there's, you know, there's, you're not the worst. Oh, okay. I'm just better On looking. On a scale from 1 to 10, Timmy, the hottest guy you've ever uh, seen, where am I at? Like Tortelli? Yeah, Tortelli's 10. Yeah, Tortelli's 10. Where am I at? You're probably a 5. Oh, Damn. that's not bad. And I'm like a 6. 
Oh, so you're not that far. No, no, I'm not that much ahead of you, but I'm closer. <laughs> okay. Like, Heather wouldn't look at me with that much disgust. Okay. Like, so after she's finished, she's rolling off, she wouldn't be so bummed out. Yeah, bummed, <laughs> but not like, I'm going to slip my wrist bum. Okay, got so, it. Anyways. Pookie, uh, on the other hand, yeah, she's also out of my league, so I agree with Whitey here. Yeah, yeah. yeah Everyone says married way out. I've heard more than once, and I know you've seen it too, Steve, that people say me and him look alike. Really? That's what I we've been told. No, I don't see I'm that. a six. I'm a solid six. I've been told I'm a six and a half, so deal with yeah. it. I'm also younger. It. Yeah, I don't see it either. I think they're just I don't, giving me I'm not, the, the, the thing is, is, is after, you know, like, I obviously have been married oh, shit, 11 years, 12 years. Yeah. Um, Pookie's not leaving me for another dude. Right. Like, she, I think she's dealing with the But she has six. no baggage. What do you mean? She has no baggage. She's If she left, she would be picked up quick. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, she's only leaving me for another chick. No, she's leaving you for her new kids on the block. Donnie. Yeah. Dude, no, guy. but that's, that's not going to happen. Step but that's by not step, get... <laughs> that's I'm <laughs> leaving you. <laughs> going to fuck no. another guy. You know. <laughs> we went to another strip club last weekend, and she's going to leave me for a girl if she leaves me. Perfect. She has to have big boobs. That's though. actually not a bad way to go. If you're going to get dumped, no, that's No, and not... that's, I'm fine with that. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm yeah. okay with that. Right. Because, I mean, I can somewhat justify that with my six solid six that I am. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but then, yeah, but, yeah but then people come at you with the other angle that you turned her gay, so. That's all right. Oh, I don't care about that. I'd rather that. turn yeah, her gay than turn another dick. Yeah, thank you. Exactly, right? Yeah, good point. All right, let's do this. Yeah, just listening to the uh, Designation Show. Great show. Um, thank anyway, you. I got to weigh in on the Ben Townley interview issue. Basically, it sounds like a guy who felt like he was going to be a top rider. I think, you know, he, he thought he was going to beat Carmichael, win the outdoors when he signed with Honda for the 450. He never got an opportunity in his mind, as in every racer, racer's mind, to feel like you can beat anyone in the world at any time. And, uh, you know, after his great ride of the Does Nations, he's like, see, if I didn't get hurt, I would have won everything because I'm still that great rider. Yeah, kind of a, kind of a douche interview, but I see where he's coming from. Um, he's just a little insecure about uh, the results in his career history. And then the uh, airport uh, controversy with JT changing his clothes. I'm a little bit partial. I do work for Western Power Sports, and JT represents us. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Look look good in the airport. Who knows how many industry people are going to see JT. Uh, you never know when you're going to come across somebody important, and if you're dressed like a scumbag, uh, you get classified as a scumbag, unfortunately, even if you're not. Um, so, yeah, no, great job, JT. Uh, get comfortable once you're on the plane, and then uh, keep it classy off. So I'm, I'm totally for that. For yeah, let me, let me bring... Can I send a fax in the background? What I don't know. Does? Hold on, let's hear one. Hold on. Because, you know, if you want to go middle of the road, me, I'm kind of I'm kind of chunky. I do uh, sweatpants, nice shirt. But, yeah, Joggers. I definitely do the David Dillon change my shirt at least. So, yeah, business class, keep it classy. Yeah, like, a fax like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring... Like, I bring a backpack on an international planner, and I'm going to bring a whole change of clothes in a backpack and go into the bathroom and change it. Like, I'm going to come on yeah, the I'm plane. Oh, the JT says I have to if I'm up front. Like, I'm flying, I'm flying first class. Oh, that's the first class people do? He says no, that that's what, that's what you need to do. Like, no, and I said, said, JT, I've never seen anybody in my first class section mm -hmm. get up and change clothes. Yes, some of them are dressed better than I am. I'm dressed in basketball shorts and, like, a T-shirt and a hoodie. I got eight hours of flight right. time, and I'm going to be sleeping. Right. You know, he didn't so, say this is what you have to do. He said no. it is a thing. No, yeah. He, he didn't say you have to do it, but well, that's why he, he said a lot of like. people do it. A, a lot, lot of people, people do, do, it. do it. Yeah, and I've seen nobody do it. 
okay? And I'm not worried about the guy serving me dinner is like, oh, like whether he sees JT and goes, oh, that guy's classy. Let me serve him his beef bouillon. Right. Or he sees me and goes, what a fucking slob. He's still giving me a beef bouillon. Like, nothing changes. Right. And I'm going to bring a whole backpack with an extra outfit? What about this? Like, I've never seen anybody change. I've never had it. I and don't he, fly he, as much as you guys, but I have He claims it, like, on over, overseas stuff, not... Not yeah, yeah, I, I've been overseas. He, he's claiming he's claiming that that happens. And I, the last flight, I looked around. I'm like, nope, nobody's changing. Everybody like, there's some guys dressed fairly nice, better than me. Right. I got flip flops on. If I'm going on a plane and I'm flying, I'm getting cozy, dude. I'm going cozy. Like that's how I'm rolling. And like, do you think I'm really worried these people are judging me? Like, no. I don't care. You're Beat married. It. You're good. Beat it, bro. I'm in first class. Right. You know? But see, JT's not married. Maybe he's mm. looking for a chick. That's true. You're flying he's always, to Europe. You got to look your best. He's always on the hunt. I'm going to bring a whole set of sh- clothes, though, in a backpack, you know, like in a... In a JT wears you know. Burberry. Come on now. Does that surprise you? No. I'm not surprised just, at all. Well, what about this? Okay, let me... And also, too, like, let me change in the airport bathroom. Like, let me just... As, as a woman... And come out and be like... As a woman, you see a man do that. Does that change your perspective of him to date him or not? Yeah. It does. Yeah, because he's obviously super clean. He wants to look good. Oh, well, shit. Fuck well, us, then. Well, we got yeah. fucked. Yeah, you wear right. cozies on the plane. It's not... You don't wear jammies to go on a date with someone, do you? But you're on a plane. doesn't matter. I'm flying for a... eight hours, bro. Right. And then you get off the plane. You change your clothes. You spritz up. Put some Burberry on. And well, no, he... off you go. Okay. Like, whenever I get to my place of destination, I change my clothes. Maybe he's not going to his place of destination right well, away. Well, no, I get that. He's with Steve. I, I get that, but... <laughs> JT wants to look good. Don't hate on the guy. What about this? What if you're coming from Europe where it's cold as balls and you land in L.A. where it's pretty warm and you got these heavy pants on and you're like, well, I want to switch into basketball shorts because I don't want to sit in heavy pants for eight hours. And then when I get off, I'm comfy. All right. I don't see a problem with that. No. Uh, I don't get Why don't you just go marry JT then? Why don't no, you? because I'm, I it's love too if you just If you just think that... You yeah, know. I've a, got I'm a Burberry a, I'm a wearing five. guy over here anyway. He's a, a five. five. You're not He's a, a five. five. Shut up. Hey. Here's what you need to do then. You need to, okay, you're in first class. Yeah. He's definitely not a five. You got your shit on. Yeah. You look at the lay of the land of the first class. I'm not the one who said he was a five. He himself was putting himself down. So if you see any hot potential ladies, maybe you do go get changed in that bathroom. But if you see all men Dude. and it's a sausage fest, <laughs> no, then you say F it and I'm you not, run the shit that I'm you got. I'm not bringing my backpack like jammed with a pants and shirt and shoes maybe. I think JT even said shoes. Slippers. Slippers because, yeah, he puts on some <laughs> slippers there you go. for the long flight. Like, I'm not doing that. I wouldn't either. I got a laptop. I got magazines. I got a, a travel pillow. Right. I, got a, I got an iPad. Like, you got your raccoon thing? Little uh, raccoon yeah, pillow Yeah, yeah. No, I got that. Okay. Do you wear socks? <laughs> no. Oh, I gotta wear socks. Yeah, see, that's kind of sketchy. That's gnarly, dude. You let your bare feet touch that air? Fuck that. Yeah, I'm fine. I, I that's balls. like bringing popcorn into the bathroom. I have, I have worn <laughs> socks. I, do that shit. I brought socks with me and put them on my feet. I have, but not generally speaking. You're not wearing socks with flip flops, are you? No, but when I yeah. lay down for the little nappy nap, I put right. I put socks on. Okay. So nappy nap. All right. <laughs> yeah, he gets to lay down in, in on his plates, planes. I get to stand in the back with the waiters. Hey, Pulpomex crew. This is Brandon in Arizona. Um, love the show. Just Brandon. calling to leave a voicemail to have a voice for Gibbs. Oh, hey, Brandon. Obviously, he's on the payroll. A voice for Gibbs, like crew. a charity. He hasn't. <laughs> like, he's like, I feel so bad. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta give this guy a call, man. Microphone. He's part of the show. He obviously brings something to the table. All these people calling in, ragging on Gibbs is ridiculous. No one would walk up to him at a Supercross and say, shut up, don't talk on the show. I'd beat the it's shit out of It's ridiculous that people call in 
and rag on the guy. Guests don't do it. Co-hosts don't do it. People who call in live during the show don't do it. But pussies want to call in and leave voicemails saying Gibbs need to shut up. Thank you. They need to stop. Thank you. Brandon, Arizona is a fucking man. Because you're right. You wouldn't say that to me at a Supercross. Because if you did, you'd fucking leave it an ambulance. How dare you say some <laughs> oh, shit like that? Oh, because you're me. a bad dude. I am. You don't I'd leave it an ambulance. You don't know who I know. Check out Mr. T over there. I don't give a shit. You, <laughs> you say, know what blow to it do. out your ass. You'd bleed suck it an ambulance, shit, motherfucker. Damn right. I would. I'd drop kick that motherfucker. Pity the fool that says that to me. <laughs> gonna pity the fool. If Whitey came up to me, well, no, if Whitey came up to me and said he was Whitey, I'd buy him a beer because that dude's pretty funny. But if some of these other dudes came up to me and said a quarter, of the shit that, like, how dare you, you disrespectful leave asshole. Leave an ambulance. Eh, maybe not uh. that. But you'd <laughs> yeah, leave a little like. bloodied, at least. I'd be fine. I know UFC. Alright, no, so I'm listening I'm to Tuesday's show. And Gibbs and fucking sucks. going off on Gibbs. Oh. Shut up. Oh. He's doing the job. He is. He does just fine. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Well, there were two supporters. Thanks, Steve. I thought you said only put one. No. Yeah, this is Matt from Vegas. Just listened to the DV show. Great show, but holy shit, Devin. Oh, he's from Vegas. If you don't know what he's doing wrong to piss everybody off, go back and listen to the shows. You and DV are talking, and JT are talking, and he just keeps talking over everybody. You guys keep ignoring him, and you keep saying the stupidest shit, just trying to get on the air. And he keeps saying, MX of Des Nations. MX of Desnations. It's MX Desnations or MX of Nations, you idiot. Not MX of Desnations. I can't believe nobody called him out on that the whole show. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to listen to it. I'm already laughing. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's like, this guy's my favorite. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, this show's, uh, this last show's pretty good. I'm not a big fan of TV. <laughs> Fuck. I have a hard time understanding him. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> it's always in a shit mood. It's like, God. Is he ever in a good mood? <laughs> Anyways, Gibbs. <laughs> After all the complaints, you figure you would just shut up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's getting hard for me to listen. <laughs> But I appreciate you like me, but still doesn't change the fact that I hate your voice. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to propose a dream show for me. Kiefer and Pingree. All on the show at the same time. Here we go. Man, that'd be a great show. Ping's, Ping's locked and loaded. <laughs> all night long. He said highly yeah. inappropriate all night long. <laughs> That's what it would be. Hey, Steve. Uh, that guy's awesome. That guy's the best. Thank you for uh, putting up a show right after uh, all the travel. Thank you. Appreciate all your coverage. You're welcome. Tweets. You're very funny. Thank you. Always uh, always good, whatever you put out. That's what I'm talking about. I miss tits. I miss tits bad. <laughs> God, Kevin, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Typical 20-year-old of this generation just wants attention just wants to be talking so people hear him not because he has something to say it's a five hour fucking show I talk for maybe ten minutes total maybe maybe fifteen with the segments 
I get it, dude. You have a, a job there to do, and you want to be funny. And why don't you wait till someone speaks to you or asks you a question, and then add in and stop telling people suck a dick every time. Suck a dick. You suck. That's fine. Goodbye. Bye. So, Pablo Max, Matt. Um, <clears throat> I got a quick question. Uh, one, I know the Orange Brigade, like pro effort, like shut down. So, like. Do you know what Dakota Alex is going to do when, like, Daniel Baker and um, I know Alex Fry is at PLD, but, like, so you have any, any idea what Dakota Alex especially is going to do? Do you know, Kiefer? And uh second question is I never I watched Motocross the Nation. Um, is there any way, like, I can watch the archive somewhere if I can go to a website or somewhere I can download it? MXTV. I uh, hope you can answer it. Thanks for the show. Hey Steve, um, I thanks for the shows that you've been doing. Uh, they've been great. I started listening to them. Uh, what? Yeah, mxgp.com. mxgptv.com. Yeah, you can go and watch Or you it. go to yeah. Verb Moto, they have them too. And uh, Dakota Alex, I don't know. You haven't heard? I haven't heard anything haven't about heard Dakota. Yeah. Or the other guy he said. Uh, Daniel Baker is going to be on uh, that Suzuki, Suzuki team. team. Yeah. Okay. Alex Fry is going to be on TLD. A couple months ago, and they've been great. A um, couple questions for you. I've heard that Austin Forkner was going to go pro this year. Um, wasn't sure if he was going to go pro at A1 or go pro at Hangtown. I've also heard he's going to race another year at Loretta's. Um, then I'm guessing Trey, you probably know that Kennard is got another ride with Honda. Then can we stamp it that Tomac has got a ride with Cowie? Then stamp with it. Stewart and Monster Cup, um, Stewart should win it hands down. Whoever doesn't what think he'll win question? it should go jump. Do you want me to rewind it? No. Okay. Up off a cliff. That's my opinion. Um, but I think Kennard would be a close second. Who would you think would be the top five of the class? And then I heard that Villapoto might race it a couple months ago, but didn't know if it was a for sure thing now, or is he just, or was that just a rumor? But um, yeah, thanks Steve for the shows and um, keep up the good work. Villapoto's retired. He's not racing the Monster Cup, although someone at Cowie told me that he might have a long time ago. Uh, Kennard will be a challenger to James. Dunge will be a challenger to James. Kenny will be a challenger. Barsha. Barsha. I still Chad. think James is going to win. I still think James is going to win. I think James is going to win, too. Yep. He's Stu, bro. Yeah. Matt, a quick question. I uh, hope you're going to answer on the air. You were talking about Jody on uh, the show where Seven Deuce Deuce is in the studio. Jody, Jody Wysel. Does he own MXA, or is he just no. basically like a tenured editor that can never be file, fired? I think High Torque owns MXA. Does he own High Torque? Uh, uh, I don't know if you know, but if you could just explain that deal, that'd be great. Keep up the uh, good work. How, how old is Roland Hines at this point? He's old. He's got to be, dude. And he's uh, he's not in very much, I hear. So. Oh, okay. He so can, Roland and Hines, he has a lot of magazines, I guess. Roland Hines owns High Torque? Yes. High Torque owns, yeah, they own a bunch of magazines, like you said. Yeah. Uh, Jody's just an editor at MXA, but he's never going to get fired or anything else. No. But part of the reasons why guys, some guys have left MXA, because they're waiting for Jody to, like, you know, everything runs through Jody, Jody's way or the highway. Yeah, Basher he, moved back east, yeah. so he's not even... Tim Olson quit, you know, yeah. Yeah. because they're tired of waiting for Jody, because he's just never going to give that job up. He's literally going to die at REM. Yeah, that's going to be his baby, and yeah. he's going right. to go with it. Uh, Hi- Roland Hines has some kids though, right? They, they, are they going to take over? That. Yeah, they do. He does. Okay. Yeah. So, but I know I don't know who the torch would be passed to after Jody passes it. 
Well, it could have been Tim Olson or Basher, but well, they're, yeah, yeah, Basher's gone. And, right. I mean, yeah. the only other guy there is um, uh, who am I thinking of, babe? Kurt's homie. Why am I can't think of his name? Oh, um, oh, Daryl Eklund. Yeah, he's there. So what? I don't see that. Your water bottles making a lot of noise. You're obsessed with empty water bottles always. Your mom's obsessed with empty so anyway, bottles. But yeah, MX, I still like some other stuff. Oh, come on. Stop I, it. No, it is. It's terrible. It's not all of it's terrible. It's a terrible magazine. Add some teeth to the sprocket, call pro circuit, and two strokes rule. Well, uh, testing, I understand some of the stuff yeah, I don't agree yeah. with, but it's like. It's terrible. Some of the stuff they do is okay. God, it used to be so good back in the day. I and do they have given up. They've just given up. I do like the layout of their test. It's really easy for the guy to read. Like, if I want to know something about suspension, it's easy for me to get to where I want to read it. That's what I do like about uh, All right. That's only for people who can't read, like Come Gibbs. On. Like, if you know what you're doing, I get what you're saying, but if you know what you're doing, you could find it easy right. enough. I'm yeah. just saying, it's nice and bold, okay, right. suspension settings, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was going to say I agree with you, but then he said that, so I don't agree with you at all. Oh, yeah. Somebody in the chat room, Forkner, there was a question about Forkner. He's going to turn pro at Hangtown. Yeah, he's not soup, in the chat no room. soupy. Right. Yeah. Right. But he'll be doing the road to Ricky Carmichael road to Supercross or whatever. Oh, Arena Cross, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Just to do it, to get it out of the way. Seeing Diana. Yep. That's a plus. That's fine. Yeah, if I have to hear Gibbs <laughs> use double negatives anymore, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm not a grammar Nazi, but it just sounds so stupid when you do it over and over again. It's sad when one of your, your hosts, your guest host, has English as a second language and he speaks better <laughs> than your <laughs> And I'm sure he's going to say, I don't give a fuck. He does give a fuck. That's why he gets so angry. I don't get a good angry. example of someone who doesn't give a fuck is DV when that caller called in and called him a douchebag, and he started cracking up. He doesn't give a fuck. Anyway, I love the show, Steve. Um, I didn't love the Monster Energy Girl show. I mean, maybe it was easier for you to, to, to enjoy it because you're sitting there looking at big boobies and all that, but <laughs> just hearing it and not being able to see the big knockers wasn't enjoyable. Oh. Stay classy, bro. Yeah, I know. I boobies, but I don't love mouth about boobies that I can't look at boobies. Speaking of I love boobies. Yes, um, the Happy Pizza Corporation tried on wailing me. Is this crazy lady? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. um, has to be called again to call them and then when you know how much fun you're having, you'll find out that Wayne State University is owned by Mike Hutchins net when you want to get stuff. There you go. Wow. That I is. don't like it. It's weird. <laughs> It's like it's what like, happens when one day she just turns it around and she's normal. Pookie, did you think that Brady was good on the show? I don't know if I listened to that much of the show. Um, no, I think I did. Okay. I, I, I thought so. Right. I think Brady was entertaining enough where, like, okay, she's not just a dumb bitch. Like, she knows some shit. Which it's just good, yeah, I think at know. least she has right. you know something else, something different to offer than right. what you know you guys always see, like right. your point of view. And even Brittany's fine. Yeah, and you invited Brady back tonight, but I guess she was busy. She didn't. Who's Brittany? Brittany Chilton. Oh back. yeah, I, and, and oh, she's yeah. kind of grown up. Are we going too. to dinner with a bird tomorrow, or is it just you? Was that invite just for you? I don't know. Dude, I got one. Where it was you? sent just to me, so I don't. Know. She That's didn't bullshit. She didn't mention you, anything you, about you. Actually, if you go she's out pregnant. with her for dinner, she and she's in That's Vegas, I'm and I'm not here, I'm gonna be, and I'm not there, I'm gonna be pissed. So, just let you know. 
So should I ask her or do I just show up with you and she's all, oh. What if Kyle's not there? <laughs> yeah. You brought him. <laughs> yeah. Pookie, you weren't supposed to bring him. Right. right. Don't ruin my game I mean, now. You can't Come be upset yeah. anymore. You got a cardboard cutout of your wife. No, I know. It's good. Yeah, so you can stay home. I got a picture of it. going out. Nope. With me. With it. Yeah, she's, uh, that was her. my wife's birthday present for me. Cardboard cut over I gotta see this. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't right, seen it? Stress. You walked right by it when you went out there. I missed her. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good point. a little bit shorter than usual, so. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Let's, let's do, do this. this. Steve, I've just, I've gotta let this go. I've been holding in for way too long. Oh, Gibbs. Oh, no, God. Here we go. Yo, what's up? Please. Please, no. for the love of God, I'm know sorry. your place in the show. Do you are You're, you do you are you affected at all by all these voicemails? No, not at all. I don't like because it's I, not that I, I don't. seriously deleted. Okay. I, I'm, I probably deleted ten more that were bagging on you, and I'm like, fuck, this is like kind of ganging up. All right, okay. Like here, these people, are you at all thinking these people have anything? No, like, I don't care about them. Okay, so I, no, so I you, think you, I think I, so I this feel is like all, you do a little. I feel like it, like when it's said, maybe I care a little bit, but like once I get in my truck and I'm driving down the road, I think about it for a bit. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't really care what these people think. My like the only thing I get out of this is to turn to you, Steve, and be like, well, what do you think? Do you well, think? I think, what when I, what I, think do, I think when there's this many people, you need to look a little bit in the mirror. When there's call after call after call. What well, are they saying? About, that he care. talks too much? Pretty much. Well, I don't... Uh, yeah. They think I'm... They call me fucking stupid. I can't read. I'm an idiot. Well, I'm annoying. But I mean, they're telling you to shut up. Like, I guess they much. just don't want to hear they what you have to say. They just don't want to hear me talk. Oh. So, well, that's when I ask you, Steve. Well, what, what do you... What do I do to make me better I'm okay. for you? I'm just doing the show. I'm doing my normal thing, but I'm I'm surprised at the feedba- feedback <laughs> we're getting from our listeners. <laughs> so... They're, like, they're angry with you. I'm fine with the anger from I mean, I know listeners. you're going to put them in an ambulance. No, that's not so I know you're going to put them in an ambulance. I can't put all of them in an ambulance. I can maybe put one... And a half, maybe. Maybe we turn down the talking. Is that no? Ask. I, it doesn't do matter think? to me. I'm fine. I'm doing my show. Like whatever. Well, that but, doesn't help me. But I'm in the moment, dude. I'm not even hearing you sometimes because I'm thinking about uh, the fucking mixer, next? the iPad, the the mixing, the stream. Like okay, I'm. Well, what about this? My what about notes, the one show like, that I didn't talk at all, and I ended up on too short because Moser thought I sucked. Well, I don't know if Moser's a great, great show. I mean, yeah, but I didn't know. Like, I ended up <laughs> did on he say too short? Week. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I ended up <laughs> being too short. That's awesome. It's just short. Just short, whatever. Too short, just Motor short. Motorcross sub-designations. Too short. Too, I don't, too short. Sorry, That's hilarious. Moser. Moser's, I'm going to get a text tomorrow. I'll be like, dude, what the fuck? You don't even know the name. You were in it. Sorry, Moser. I read it every now and again. When Steve says, yeah, and you're still talking, and he says, yeah, again, Real quick, he's not listening to you. Yeah, there's times where I'm not. It's just, I'm just, I'm just thinking about pick the next thing. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the next thing. Right. Like, like I could say I'm looking at, I'm laughing inside because he's like, he's not even fucking listening right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I gotta go. Right. I, got, I got things to do. Right. I got guests to get to. I got stories. I mean, to there's tell. a lot of times. He's like that, that all the time, though. I yeah. gotta but, like, talk about. I gotta, I gotta talk about fucking JT and changing clothes on an airline. Right. <laughs> and how I'm a six. And I'm a five. And then you're a five. You're not a five. Right. Maybe a five. Pookie, am I hotter than than Kiefer? Well, oh, come on. Of ask. course she's going to say yes. I know, right? You can't That's ask. so obvious. You need a third party. <laughs> That's so obvious. What if she said... What if That's she fucked just, up. Hey, what if she no. just goes... I'm like, I can't. I'm not going to say. What if, she just, what if she just goes, no. <laughs> that would be like, holy shit. No. You know I love redheads. You do. And that you has do. always been my thing. You do have yeah. a thing. Yeah, you do. You're right. All right, let's go to the voicemail. All right, we're on. Skimming <laughs> over. Producer, not a co-host. And when people call in and bag on you, and all you can say is fuck you and not take negative feedback constructively, that shows that 
you just you just don't give a shit. Here's some things you Not did entirely. last show. That this guy wrote it down some notes. Oh, he has examples. This guy wrote down notes. I like the enthusiasm. Yeah. The, the, the... Let's hear him. All right, let's hear it. All right, guy, I'm ready for you. We're talking about one example is when you told DV, "Hey, DV, why don't you follow me? I almost have a thousand followers. Why don't you follow me?" That was a joke. And we dude, said Jesus no. Christ. You were like, "Fuck you! I don't care. I don't give a shit anyway." Pretty sure I didn't it's say stuff that. like that that are bothering these people. You're a co-host. Or you're not a co-host. Yeah. You're the producer. You speak when spoken to. That's harsh. Is that a little harsh? You're, you speak when spoken to, like I'm a fucking dog. I heard the same thing from Tom growing up, so. <laughs> Tom, is that your dad? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't ask you a question, then, then it's not your turn. And as far as you butting in about, I do this when I ride, or when I ride, I do this, like, no one cares. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> God dang it, dude! It's funny because it's true. <laughs> Damn, Kiefer. No, Kiefer. I'm laughing. No, I'm good. Like no one really cares. They're here to listen to the interviews. They're here to listen to co-hosts. They're not here to listen about you. And God forbid a girl comes on the show or in the studio. When I see the press release, I just cringe <laughs> of the stuff I could think you're gonna say. Like. Please just just dial it back a little bit, or bring tips back. One or the other. I Sorry. feel like I feel like you have dialed it down. Thank you. Have I not? I feel like before it was maybe a more of the, more of the first thing that I said. Hey, look at this. I feel like you've dialed it down, and I feel like you've kind of like got into the show more where it fits in. Hmm. Like that's how I feel. Just from me being here, and you were here before I I was here, pretty much. Uh, were you? I don't know. But I think I just, we came in like right at the same time. I don't time. know, yeah. yeah I, no, all I know is, Kiefer, you wouldn't take any money for the longest time. That pissed me off. That's all yeah. I know. How does it piss you off? Oh, it pissed you off because Pookie was on your ass. That's why it pissed you off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get her off my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it from her. I was dying. I had more to add to that. Also, Gibbs, when... Is this another voicemail? Yeah. His phone <laughs> was dying. I think he makes another point, though. They're doing a giveaway, such as tickets, shirts, or someone got... A jersey, or some whatever. I don't, I don't, whatever it is. You always trying to say, "Hey, can I, can I get that?" It's a joke, not a dick. Don't take it so hard, bro. Or can, can I get one of those, or can I get some tickets, or what? First off, if you want to talk about bring tits back, tits was the one that begged for everything. He got gloves from fucking Kenny Watson. He got tickets from JT. I mean, you want to talk about this stuff? Let's talk about this stuff. What have I really gotten from Pulp Show? <laughs> A shirt, some fucking iPhone cases, some tires because Michelin came on and hooked us up. I mean, come on, dude. I don't have a single jersey in my room. Really. Let's, I mean, let's talk about asking well, for shit. You asked twice for jerseys. Yeah, I asked for that Stewart jersey that's being disrespectful <laughs> you, you, right you there. You just said I didn't ask, though, but you actually did ask I for asked, two, two Yes, jerseys. I have asked. I'm not going to. I asked for that jersey. Look at it. It's being disrespected, man. I, that's a one. That's a one and like only jer- James Stewart jersey, and it's being covered. Well, okay, I'll cover There's the. I'll cover the Kiefer one. Here. Cover the Kiefer one. Yeah, but look at Kiefer. <laughs> yeah, but look what's covering Kiefer's is Dunchy. Well, that's cool then. Yeah, that's fine. No, it's right there. Kiefer um, Big Boar. Yeah, you got a jersey in here too. It's that one right there, right? I don't know. Go ahead. What? Oh. All right, let's, All right. See, let's listen to this guy complain a little bit more. I've, I've tried to give you the benefit of the doubt for so long. And sometimes you're fine, and sometimes I just want to fucking throw my phone. <laughs> like, 
And I know you're going to say, okay, then don't listen. But I don't want to stop listening. I, I have. The I right don't want to stop show, listening. Don't make me do this. To understand that you're a producer. Like you're behind the scenes. Just for the love of God, please stop. Stop. When do? <laughs> I mean, I usually only talk like during the end of the show, anyways. So don't oh listen my to you. gosh. Don't listen Steve, to I love everything you do, but I mean, please just tell Gibbs to. Is this going to affect a pay cut next year? Is this what this is? Maybe. Calm it down. This is actually your like, review. I, I this just, guy's in charge of your pay. This is guy's right here. <laughs> you have to whole, meet with this guy. Monster Girls in the studio thing. I, I just, Who are married? I just can't even. Just oh keep it God. moto. You know, keep just keep keep it moto. Keep it awesome. And are like girls in the studio. That's it. Thank you. Mm. Hey, what's going on, Matt? I just wanted to say that I love the show and my favorite uh, co. Host is definitely uh, Chris Kiefer, but me and my friends is uh, Ben Tracing, and we got talking about RV and Ricky Carmichael, and I was on to see what you guys thought about it. I think that RV. No, is you're, you're wrong. This guy thinks RV is better than Ricky. He's not. He's not. He thinks RV is a better supercrosser than Ricky by a lot, which he wasn't. Uh, that's tough. No, maybe it, maybe a little bit. But maybe, Rick, Ricky's got him covered on the outdoors or whatever. Yeah. So. You know, so if you're talking all time, then yeah, all around rider, meaning that Supercross is a lot better than Ricky Carmichael. So with Ricky Carmichael being the goat, which I don't agree with, I think McGrath is the king of Supercross. So how can you be the goat? But in my opinion, is RV would actually be better than Carmichael being being called the goat. All right, let's wrap this up. We're done. We're done with this. All right, there's We're gonna one go. more. I just realized, you got to count titles, too, I just buddy. realized it was 1130, and you guys got to drive back. It's 1130? I swear to you, Kiefer, I was like, okay, yeah, we're done by 11. Fuck, Mathis. That never happens. Dude, that gets her so mad right there. Pookie, it's never going to happen. You know it's not. But no. he's just even getting longer and longer. That's like, the thing. It's <laughs> never going to get shorter. Mm. That's what she said. Yeah. Oh. Like, like we found a range. That's, always that's, go hey, way too you, long. You would like that. Whoa. Hey, you, that's, that's I wish I would move. hear that more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hear that at all. Like four and a half hours is our average now. Yeah, we need to start making it shorter. Usually ours to. is. But tonight, Prater came over. Yeah. That was awesome. Prater was a last minute thing. I wasn't planning on having Prater. Otherwise, it would have been shorter. Yeah, no sure. Way. No. Yeah, what a, no, 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 what a, no. What about yeah. the show a couple weeks ago? We had like two guests. The interviews and it was were like over 10 five minutes, hours. and it was like a five-hour show. So people get out here at midnight when I'm not out here? Sometimes, dude. No. not Maybe not at When's the last time you had a show less than five hours? All the time. Today? Seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten. Just a couple. Four and a half All the hours. time. I'll check right now. But right now, it's going to be, it's gonna no, be four hours I don't and believe that. 30 minutes. No, don't make me contribute to the length of this show now. Cut it. 430, play the, 435 play a couple the weeks ago. Thing. Uh, 456, 433, 434. People, right. people, people love it. Ah, Davey Coombs, Dave Prater, uh, Seven Deuce Deuce, Kenny Watson, and James Stewart all on the show tonight. Awesome. Jeez. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Kiefer, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for coming for having up. me. See you soon. Um, yeah, I don't know when next. Uh, you'll see you at the Monster Cup, right? I'll yep. see you there for sure. Good luck on your works race thank this, you. this weekend. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Heather, as always. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Thanks. Um, Pookie? Yeah. <laughs> She's all, let's go to Something bed. Something I want to get off my chest. What, what's up? <laughs> like thanks to uh, Swiss Core. Thanks to Moser Gibbs. Thank you, buddy. No problem. Uh, we're going to be back next Monday uh, after the Monster Cup. Uh, Paul Parabinos in studio. Ooh. And perhaps Dean Wilson. We're Vet. on that. Loretta oh, Lynn's champion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Barely
Carabinos, yeah. Uh, looking forward to having him in studio. That'd be fun. And Dino in studio, you said? He's going to try to get Dino in. Yeah, he's, nice. I guess he's been talking to him. So, uh, Thanks, everybody. We appreciate it. T- took a week off, but uh, happy to be back. Support our sponsors on PulpamexShow.com, PulpamX.com also. And uh, we will see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.